Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis, and featuring the Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam and Tickknap. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing coming at you. July 24th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to those people on RacerX Facebook video. We're live. Thanks for listening to the best damn show about motocross on the internet on Monday nights. Really appreciate it. It's been going well. Great to have you on board. We got a jam-packed show, man. Lots of guests. You know, we uh, we went for an all-timer uh, in length of the show last week, and uh, we may break that this weekend. We may break it. Lots to talk about when it comes to Millville. Trey Kennard will be on the show. Trey Kennard, Red Bull KTM. Trey Kennard's announcing his retirement this past weekend. And uh, we're going to have him on tonight to talk about that decision, what went into it, what's next for him, and uh, and everything else. Uh, Trey Kennard will be on. Christian Craig from Factory Honda. Christian Craig's been having a nice outdoor season. Uh, we'll have Christian on, of course. He was one-time co-host uh, on this show for a couple of shows. So he'll be on to, uh, to talk about the season and everything that's going on with him. Josh Moseman, uh, you've seen him name his results. Uh, this is his second year, 450 motocross class. He's been consistently one of the top privateers week in and week out on a, on a Husqvarna. And uh, he will join us to talk about uh, privateer life. How's it going? We, of course, read an email last week that uh, was praising Josh for his interaction with some kids in the pit. So we're, uh, we're happy to have Josh on. Also, the 1982 250 Supercross and Motocross champion, Factory Honda rider Donnie Hansen will be on with his son Josh. Yeah, Josh Hansen. I'm he's guy's just a douchebag. I just don't like the guy. That guy. He will be on. Josh Hansen. It's been a while since we had Hanny on. We're gonna have Josh and uh, Donnie on at the same time. To promote some schools. Talk to Josh about what's up and and much much more. Uh, BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Vortex Racing. Gear Alloy. Roost MX. Pivot Works. X Brand Goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF. Thanks to little D for coming on last week. Atlas Neck Brace, uh, great company, grand, fantastic brace product. W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering on board with us, and Grant Stone Boots. Thanks to Weimer and Pingree the last few weeks for sitting in the co-host chair, guiding me this week, helping me guide this ship, uh, providing you with uh, the, the illest, the dopest uh, info on the reg is uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce. Adam what up? now. What's up, buddy? So happy How to be back you? on the show. Good to see you, bro. Good to see you. How are you feeling? Last we saw of you, it was a bad crash in Vegas. Yeah. No, it, it was a bad crash in Vegas. On the last lap, um, I was catching A-Ray. And, uh, oh, I was really? Because I, I bet you he would doubt that. I bet you he would refute that. <laughs> it's all good. Either way, um, 
in this, I think it was the third to last corner. I was coming into that first whoop section and uh, I hit the whoops a little bit faster than I was hitting them. Uh, the few laps before kind of went over the top of the second to last whoop and hit the very last whoop and endowed over the bars into the corner. Uh, I broke both of my collarbones, um, two ribs and collapsed along yeah. all in, all, all in one try. Your brother Tyler, uh, maybe the race before. Yeah, like 30 minutes before, broke, broke his, his tip, tip and fib. fib. Yep, um, right right above his ankle. Crushed it pretty bad, but good news is the surgery went really, really mm -hmm. well. Um, everything's perfectly aligned. He's actually healing faster than normal, and uh, he should be back on the bike like mid-September. And you're back on the bike? Yeah, back Get, on the bike. Getting ready for... 250 or uh, 250 450 supercross 18 bro yeah and yeah. monster cup i mean yeah monster cup yeah. that'll be the yeah. first race back but uh really really trying to focus on getting ready for supercross next year um just working my little tail off i've been working at sb training uh four days a well, week and alex Ray says he's doing a better job of losing weight than you i honestly I, i'll tell you right now if it comes to the losing weight game um, Alex does look really, really skinny. Uh, Millsap's training facility. I, I've tried it that way before. I lost a lot of weight really quick, and mm -hmm. uh, I gained it back. So I'm trying to do it a little bit different. I wouldn't say it's the right way, but maybe the right way for me. Because um, when I lost all that weight, I, I did like a really low-calorie diet. And uh, it, I, it just came right off. But I got, you know, I got to the point where I was like starting to ride again. Then I was eating, and then all of a sudden I was eating more, and I just gained mm -hmm. it back. So I really completely changed all my eating habits and uh, and just I, I've kind of been doing like a low carb thing on a keto mm -hmm. based, but not too much keto because that's a little sketchy. But uh, especially with riding and uh, and training. How but do you, how do you feel on the bike? I feel excellent. Yeah. I feel really good. Honestly, I feel better than ever. Changing my eating habits has probably been the biggest thing that I should have done a long time ago, but um, it's You're, working really good right now. You, wouldn't, you didn't call the show last week and leave a voicemail under the name Peel Out, did you? No. Okay, just no, checking. Absolutely not. Uh, so you'll be Castillo Ranching? Um, uh, yes, Castillo for, yeah, Ranch. Yeah. Uh, it's, we should be getting it ready here probably in the next month. Uh, okay. Get ready for Monster Cup and get ready for some, uh, I think I'm going to do some Canadian Arena Cross also, oh, so you're gonna that'll do that be fun. Future West series? Or, yeah. Or, or, is it still Future West? I yeah, it's Future yeah. West. Wow, that'll be exciting. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce uh, in the show. Uh, Trey Kennard, Christian Craig, Josh and Donnie Hansen, Josh Moseman all in the show tonight. Kennard hanging it up was the big news. Yeah, you, pretty you, crazy. He, uh, you put him in a song of yours. Uh, that's, how, that's how famous he was. <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, I'm interested to talk to Trey and see what Me led too. to it, You know what's next. Well, not only that, just kind of like his ideas on it. I mean, I know he went through some up and downs in his career, but um, as far as I'm concerned, if I feel like if he really wanted to get back on the track and win, I feel like he could have. That's one of those dudes where you get on the track, and, and yeah. if you needed speed, Trey Kennard had it on he, any given day. Yeah, so. he did. 702-586-7857. Uh, you got a question for 7 Deuce Deuce or Trey Kennard or anybody on the show tonight, uh, please feel free to uh, to call in, please. And uh, and the 7 Deuce Deuce Admetic Naps uh, position here on the show. Brought to you by FlyRacing.com. The 2018 Fly Racing stuff drops this uh, Friday on the web, Saturday what? at Washougal. It's just lit, bro. Dude, it's, it's lit. It's lit, fam. Lit kit and, every uh, weekend in Supercross coming it's up. It's going to be fantastic, folks at Fly Racing. And uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, one of your big sponsors. But, uh, I mean, you know, we'll have JT on later. Ooh. And uh, maybe we can hash out a deal for 18. Oh. <laughs> Let's maybe work we can, it. Maybe we can get Let's something. work it, Steve. Maybe we can get something going. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk to JT about that. I'm sure he'll be thrilled. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of Millville. Marvin Muskan, 1-1. Joey Savachi, almost a 1-1. And uh, a couple of surprising winners from Absolutely. Millville. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to give some stuff away. we got the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. X brand goggle tear-offs. 
NFAB JGR check-in with uh, Filthy Phil. There you go. We have the Gear Alloy uh, cold call. We have the Truck Hero question of the day. We got the Race Tech uh, emails, and uh, and yeah, lots of lots of things going on. And of course, uh, your calls, uh, starting with this man, Raining Yellow. What's up, Adam Entertainer? Hey, what up? What's happening, dude? Same thing, different day. Hey, absolutely. Listen, bro. <laughs> what <laughs> What would you do? To see the seven back on the track, like I don't know, factory machine, like just at the old, uh, stu- like if 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 someone said, uh, "Hey man, uh, I'm gonna hook up with your wife," but I'm in, yes. in, okay, you would do it. <laughs> Absolutely, that okay. was instant. What about, <laughs> hey man, we're gonna cut off a finger. You can pick which finger. Oh, I mean, shit, I got ten of them. <laughs> All that Dude. just to see Stew. Stewie. It's all good. But uh question about Cooper is uh is he riding that eighteen bike like during the week or is is he already uh, you know, de- developing that bike per se? Not sure. Uh apparently the last three they're gonna have it. I don't see him practicing on it. Uh maybe mm-hmm. doing a test or two on it to get it ready, but I don't see him practicing on it normally during the week if he's got to show up and ride a 17, you know? So, right. uh I, I would imagine he's got some tests on it. He's got some some parts he's tried and things like that, but I can't see him practicing exclusively on an 18. Because that web, the web train is building steam, and I'm wondering if he just... It's riding better, yeah. I didn't know if he was, has a chip on his shoulder knowing get better things yeah. are coming. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. You know, uh, we were just okay. talking about this today. The Motocross the Nations team is coming up, and Tomac's not a lock to go. He's got the Monster Cup. He's got a, a USGP to go to. Uh, it sounds like Baggett may need surgery, so he's out. So, Could Webb do it on the 18? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm getting to that, Raining Yellow. Maybe Whoa. Webb lines up with Anderson and, and Osborne. Oh, that'd be awesome. What do you think about that? I like it. Okay. All right. Anything else? And then, the last question is, I'm sure you've seen it online, and uh, Adam's probably seen it. I got to know, or, or at least have a hint at, who's the official spokes? I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? The the Instagram, the guy just always poking fun at everyone, poking fun at uh, R- Roger and, and all those guys. They make fun of me on there? Oh, uh, shit. I don't think so. Oh, good. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. Do you know what he's me talking neither. about? Me neither. I don't know what he's talking seven about either. Deuce I'm going to have to check it out. Seven Deuce, seven Deuce Deuce is way cooler than me, and he doesn't know. Uh, I know. Hmm. I don't know what the deal with All that right. is. So, thanks All for right. hanging Well, you guys have a good show, and uh, it was good see- hearing you, Adam. Hell yeah. Uh, seven, uh, seven Deuce Deuce in studio, the great Adam Entignap. You! Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. The birthday boy, Mark's dog! You went above. <laughs> See? Happy birthday, Marks. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice. And uh, Above and, and beyond with the barking tonight. Did you? Ah, it's a special day. It is it's only a special for you. day. Yeah. yeah. We have a treat for you later. Oh, boy. We do. We have a treat. We have a little treat we have for a you treat. later. I'm a little scared. Oh, yeah. I'm it's scared. about to be lit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's lit fam. Uh, uh, <laughs> he is so white. Chanceability, you were going to call in sick. Uh, uh, it was getting... Higher and higher the longer I stayed at home and didn't leave. So Right, right. Uh, For your birthday. It, it wasn't looking good. Yeah. We'll just say that. It's your birthday. Well, it's you made it, though. I'm, I'm here. 
You made it. Th- thank you for that. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, Trey Kennard coming up here, show. He's going to talk about uh, the decision to hang it up, what happened, why he did it, what's next for him, and everything else. Seven Deuce Deuce 2018 Supercross uh, rolling along. Now, last year you did the series on a 16 Honda 450F. Yes. The 17s were late. Yep. Uh, there wasn't a ton of them. Um, do you do you see yourself on a 17 or 18 for Absolutely. 18 Supercross? 18 guaranteed. Okay, one of those bikes. Yep, for sure. Uh, so you locked in your Honda deal yep. and Honda support. Fly, we're working on JT. We're going to get you a bunch of yep, money. Yeah, we're going to work on um, the $100,000 Fly contract yep, tonight. we're going to work on that as well. So, uh, and, uh, and it's good to see you back riding and everything else for sure. Um, so Tomac... Uh, Adam Tomac went down in the second moto. You know, mm-hmm. got got the second first moto. Yeah, Marvin was gone. Marvin rode great. Second moto, he went down uh, early. You know, was way back. Got up uh, and still gained a point on Baggett in this year in the point in the points chase. Yeah, which if you had told him when he was laying on the side of the hill, you know, he he would have taken it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like with Tomac right now, he's got to figure out how to be more consistent i mean he's been doing good lately but it's mm-hmm. like either he's completely waxing these dudes or he's like making these little mistakes and yeah. i'm watching him and i'm like you know it's it's weird how it even happens it's weird when it's happening like i'm i don't know what's going yeah. on i'm with you um just small i mean the crash coming down the hill the track was soupy it was deep it was yeah it was a shitty track from the rains at the track at the guy the guys had had before it so I mean, you can excuse, you can understand the mistake because a lot of guys made mistakes. But I know, but man. at the same time, though, it's yeah. like it's nothing that Eli hasn't been doing. No, you no. know what I mean. Like I feel like Colorado was super gnarly. Um, mm-hmm. These last tracks, I mean, every single national has been crazy. I understand that it's a little bit more soupy, but it's like sometimes he just completely just unravels out of nowhere and it's like you can't do that if you want to win the championship and yes right now he does does have a good lead but if you do something like that um and something weird happens that's championship right there you know what i mean like who knows when he put his foot down yeah because like he 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 was coming down that little hill and then he kind of just turned his front end and it ground on the side of the rut and he put his foot down Mm -hmm. like who knows if your foot catches yeah bop acl yeah you know what I mean? You yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. You literally, yeah. you just can't do that. And uh, he's got to figure something out. Speaking of knees, I really thought Marvin was going to be out of the series. I just yeah. thought meniscus, he's going to miss some races, come back, struggle with it, put it down wrong, and, and yeah. go get surgery. But no, hanging in there and goes 1-1. Yeah, not and too, like after last weekend also. You know, like after that Southwick race, yeah. when he completely Dude. like that crash was scary. <laughs> yeah. When I watched it, you couldn't really see from the replay. Uh-huh. But when you're watching it and you see that and and then his reaction after the crash yeah. was more like, OK, I feel like Marvin might be, you yeah. know, fifth yeah. to eighth for yeah. the rest of the year. Just no, because that he was, looked rattled. He, he, he was looked, rattled. He looked rattled. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, that is not good yeah. because he was perfectly OK. And he still didn't finish the race. And I get his radiator, and he might have had uh, some few bike problems. Yeah, his bars were bent down Exactly. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you're in championship chase. You finish that race. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I don't know. It, it's cool to see him back winning. Um, it's amazing to see that he's racing still and winning with his knee like that. Who's been – you've been watching the Nationals from the couch. Uh, what's – either class, what's been the surprise for you? What's been something where you've been like, what the fuck? Is there something? Um, honestly, 
I would I would say the biggest one was Blake Baggett talking smack after winning at the, like the second or third round. I did not expect. I I knew Blake was going to do good, mm-hmm. but I didn't know out of nowhere Blake was just going to win like that. You know yeah. what I mean? You're out of your mind, dude. Because. I mean, I would say Dean Wilson doing better, but he's kind of just been slowly progressing yeah. each week. So yeah. it's not like that was like a just, oh, this is out of Dude, left what a field. signing for the Rockstar guys. Like, what a pickup. I know. Like, that Dean's was... out of his van. And, I mean, I, look, uh, hindsight's easy to say, but, um, you know, you didn't know Dean was going to get hurt. He was still yeah. injury-prone, quote-unquote. Absolutely. You know, you didn't really know. You're taking a chance on this kid. and Yeah. Man, he's raced every race. He's paid you back. He had great Supercross finishes, and now he's got two podiums in a row. And he looks solid. Yeah. Think like about it. I'm, Anderson, the number one rider, has been gone. Hasn't yeah. raced. Yeah. And then just rock star Husky rider stepping up. Absolutely. And not only that, but he looks solid. Like when I'm watching him race, it doesn't look like Dino's out there barshaying it yeah. all over the track, just completely whiskey. He looks like when he's out there, he's riding solid. He's riding within his means. And he's now yeah. he's on the podium two right. weekends in a row. And uh, what about Osborne's valve cover? <laughs> And just a puff of smoke. I'm like, oh, boy. Dude, I, you know, at first, I didn't know what it was. I thought for sure it was the radiator. Oh, me too. I was like, oh, it's radiator. And I'm watching the TV. Like, I was literally two inches from the TV. I'm like, waiting (laughs) for this thing to lock up. You know what I mean? Just when is this bike going to lock up? How is he making it? And two, when I was was watching him, I was like, dude, Zach, slow down, bro. Like, you are gassing it up that hill. Like, I heard that thing on the rev limiter. I'm like, dude, you need to baby that. But It looked like he was babying it a bit to me. he, He definitely was babying it, but, like, when championships on the line and you can get, I mean, how many points did he get for eighth place? Um, something like 10 or something like that. Eighth place is uh, 13 points. So he got 13 points, but you know, if you didn't baby that thing and that thing blew up, that's zero. Oh yeah. 13 points is a lot. Oh yeah. And then he, he tracked down Joey in, in Moto2 to grab the win. Just the guy's so solid right now. He's so it's solid. It's unbelievable. And like, how do you have a mechanical without having a mechanical? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Deep thoughts from the seven deuce deuce. Like this dude is just, he's got so much heart. It's insane. Uh, Let's go to deep thoughts from the seven deuce deuce. 480 Phil. Is this 480 Phil? Hey, what's going on, Mathis? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Uh, I'm just calling back from last week. I just want to reflect on you calling me an asshole. No, no. (laughs) Oh, um, this is uh, the canopy canopy guy from Southwick. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, yeah. no, no, no. Listen, I didn't know if you were an asshole or not. It was oh, okay. It was like up in the air. Like I couldn't figure it out. Right, Marks? Didn't we come to a conclusion that we really didn't know if forty no. Phil? Maybe, well, yeah, maybe. Well, why, I don't remember. Well, Weimer. Hey, Weimer said something like, "Well, those guys from those parts are like," and you go, "Assholes." Oh yeah, mass holes. No mass holes. Oh, oh, okay. You know Massachusetts. Well, I'm from Connecticut. I'm the I'm the asshole. Okay, that's so. No, no, I loved your call. It was great. Like I said, hey. you, you you're entitled to your spot because you you got there at six in the morning. Fuck yeah. right. But I mean, you're charging people the dollar, and then you take the easy up no, down dude. in the rain. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve. This is like okay. This is what I've been doing for freaking forty years, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and. And, you know, you get there early, and, yeah, I'm right on the front, right there, the 40 guys coming at me, and it's the best place in the house. So now they're trying to say, because of the TVs, you know, you can't put your tent there. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. I had no, I was in nowhere, 
near any of the TV, videos, whatever. But what I'm getting at is they've got all these VIP tents that really we don't have a place to look anymore, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Um, and um, and the other thing was the freaking Suzuki's. Why can't they put another two, I don't know, leaders or yeah. whatever to get these guys around? Well, the they had a bigger tank on the bike, but then I guess there was an extra bigger tank that the RCH guys had. Okay. And so maybe JGR didn't know, or maybe they thought they'd be good with the one extra tank, the one bigger tank. You know, they didn't run the stock tank, that's for sure. Um, okay. So they just mis- miscalculated, you know. Um, yeah. Barsha's revving the shit out of it, as we know. So, yeah, oh, um, of course. You know, course. but um, so did, were people getting mad at you? Well, just this one freaking guy. And, and, and what this all comes from is from the time when my kids were knee-high to a grasshopper, and people will come at, like, one and stand right in front of you. I've got it usually taped off, and like I said, there, I forgot the tape. But anyway, I usually have it taped off, and then nobody's going to get in front of me. But, you know, people will still try to pull that shit, and I I just can't stand for it. Yeah. Listen, Um, I love the passion. It was great. Hey, you got any stickers? You said you were going to give me a T-shirt if I called back. Did I say that, Marks? You did. I don't remember, but he's got the timestamp hey, and everything for it. Hey, it's at 30-minute Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll put you on hold. I'll send you st- uh, stickers and a T-shirt, buddy, for sure, for leaving that voicemail. Seven deuce deuce. Yeah. Hey, hats off. Hats off to, for Jesse Nelson, man. Hey, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm... Hey, man. Okay. I think you're the greatest, too, man. Lit kit number one. 40, Hell, yeah. 40, Phil, let me ask you this. Give me your yeah. top five... All-time New England riders, your top five that you've ever well, seen. Well, you know we have to go with we have to go with my boy. My my son raced against his son Ryan Dowd, so I'd have uh-huh. to say John Dowd, just because he's Chicopee boy. Uh, Doug Henry, Henry, yeah. Uh, of course, I got to put Jimmy Ellis. I grew up Jimmy I Ellis. With okay, him. all right. Ellis, man. I mean, hey, yeah, he was good. Like yep. Biden, uh, Nothing like riding a factory Can-Am, you know, that, that didn't yeah. handle worse shit. But, man, that thing had balls. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'd have to say uh, uh, Benton Courts were good. They were That was a name. Um, JoJo? JoJo Keller. Hell yeah, fat bastard. Yeah, JoJo was uh, good, bro. Oh, he was. And um, I don't know, a white... Uh, Jimmy Wynett was good. I met him. No, he don't count. He's New York. He's New York. He doesn't count yeah, as, a, as a New yeah, England guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All right, Forty yeah, Phil. Stay on hold. I'll, I'll get your address, or Mark to get your address, and uh, it's his birthday. So take it easy on Mathis, him. I don't miss your show. You guys are the best. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. I don't know. Thanks. Uh, 40 Phil on, on hold there. Uh, he set up an easy up at Southwick, and then uh, a bunch <laughs> of people came under it, and it was raining. He was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he left a voicemail. He was not happy. Just livid. Will, what's up, bro? Hey, how you doing, Steve? What's hey, who do you want the questions? Do you or, or Seven Deuce Deuce first? No, Seven Deuce Deuce. He's the sorrier. Yeah. All right, you got it. Okay, Seven Deuce Deuce. I'm calling from the Motocross Capital of the World, Claremont, Florida, buddy. Let Bye. me ask you something here. One is, why don't you do the outdoor nationals, dude? I'll just step at High Point, and it does help with the speed even for Supercross, doesn't it? Man, the nationals are man. It, it really does. It helps for the nationals. Um, 
but here's my issue. One, I broke both my collarbones, collapsed my lung, and broke two ribs. So that took me out of high point. Um, I kind of just started riding around that high point area. So I'm not going to go to a race where I rode, you know what I mean, rode like two or three days. Um, okay. The, well, next year nationals, buddy. I'll see because I get one national every year, so I'll see you next year. The nationals, hopefully. I, I really do hope so. I I don't personally like the nationals, but I think oh, you're geez. I think you're totally right um, <laughs> that they help with Supercross and everything. And and oh, the, yeah. and the only reason I say that is just because it's so hard for the privateer guys, bro. You know, like I, I, I know, love I riding my dirt bike yeah. and I love riding national tracks, but it's yeah. so hard to you know buy race gas, buy everything, and then come out from the weekend and get 20th and make like 500 bucks. So, yeah, okay. you know, and it's just, you're working so hard for that money. And, and the reason I do do it and the reason I love it is because I really, truly love riding my dirt bike. Like that's what I love to do. So if okay. I can, if I have an opportunity to ride the nationals and I can make it happen, I will, but it just, right. it just wasn't right this year, you know? All right, man. Well, okay, now to music. Now, I'm an old guy, mm-hmm. but I do have a couple of your songs, Moto 7, where you're Ninja and Trey Kennard. I've got the yeah. Jesse Nelson song. But, man, we are going to do a country album, dude? You live on a ranch. you got a pickup truck. Dude, I know, right? Music, man. I got do a badass country album. <laughs> that would be cool. I think that's going to be I think that's gonna be definitely for a little bit later date, maybe when I get a little older and, and more <laughs> experienced it. in my ways. Oh, I feel like I could, it, man. I could. I definitely could. Right now, um, I make a decent amount of money with the little hip-hop niche that I have. Oh, hell. So yeah. I'm what, gonna, what, what, how much you making? What are we making? I can't. What are we talking? What it, what have you, you made? Have you made ten thousand dollars plus? Yes. Twenty thousand dollars plus. Yes. It's good money, Marks. It's good money. I'm gonna start rapping. Yep, me too. Yeah, you just. I'm wait. a beatbox. I'm a human beatbox. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, All right, hey, wait, what else? Will? Okay, this, okay, this is for you, Matt. This, okay. I, you know, I hear the sto- shows. I love it when JT and those guys are on. Man, I love it. But let me ask you a question. You guys mention sometimes the people. Not not necessarily y'all, but I hear it. Like, <laughs> excuse me. I swallowed a Florida bug. They say the um the like the the field is weak or, or it's not a strong field in motocross and all. Man, I could disagree, man. I look you back in the eighties, I went to Nationals and Supercross, but the Nationals you would see um O'Mara and Ward in one twenty five, um Bailey, Allen King and, and, mm-hmm. and Brock Glover in the four in the five hundreds and, and um McGrath, I mean, um, not McGrath, um, Bob Hannon, those guys in the 250 class. Sure. So those fields weren't any stronger than the fields are. These guys are badass today. Um, yes, I will. Uh, well, let me counter. These guys today are better than any of the old riders. The, the, we know more about training. We have better skills on the dirt bike. There's more co- focused uh, training. The bikes are better. Yeah. I'll give you all that. I, what I was talking about more was in recent years, uh, eight out of the top 20 450 Supercross guys are not, were not lined up for 40 Nationals. And that's and what they should be. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all different reasons, injuries, teams, whatever. I know, I know. Yeah. So that's what more what I'm talking about. It's not so much, you know, the old guys were so much better and this and that. I, I meant from just a few years ago, the 2017 450 motocross class is not as deep as it used to be uh, for, for various reasons. That's all. Right, right. But my, my point, though, is, is even if it's not, I mean, back in the day it was diluted, too, because you had three classes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree 100%. Yeah, I, I, I've never said the 80s classes were deeper. You oh, know no, what I mean? No, no, yeah. I, I know that. 
that. I always just want to hear that. Sometimes my head wants to explode. Yeah, because, no, absolutely. But like I was just yeah. at the high point, and you watch these guys. Just about, I, mean, I drove up from Florida to watch it. Man, it's just freaking crazy how fast you know these guys in thirty fifth place are. It's ridiculous how fast. They, yeah, no, know? I agree, man. I and, agree. I think the guys now are better than ever. Uh, you know, uh, Bailey and, and Hannah, they never scrubbed. You know what I mean? They didn't. They didn't right. have the bikes that these guys have. They didn't have the training knowledge these guys have. So, no, but it was the thing of beauty watching Hannah rip it at Diamondback, dude. Oh, uh, I bet. Beauty. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, back in the day. All right, man. Hey, thanks for, thanks for it. And you guys keep up yeah. the great work, man. Love your show. Thank you. you do, man. Appreciate Hell it. Hell yeah. Country you. music, Deuce Deuce. Country All day, music. baby. Oh, no, we're not, doing, we're not doing country music. We're not doing country music. <laughs> we're going to do classic rock for like Van Halen. That's what we're going to do. Uh, hey, um, Michelin, Starcross 5, uh, these guys have been really good uh, really good partners of ours on the show. And the tire itself, we've been getting a ton of great feedback from it from our listeners. If you have uh, some feedback on the Michelin Starcross 5, hit us up at Pulpamex Show or at Pulpamex. Uh, let us know what you think of the Starcross 5. Plenty of people have been buying them. Plenty of sales have been happening. And the Michelin Starcross 5 uh, offers excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. 21 sizes. Deuce, deuce. Wow. And uh, Michelin Starcross 5 tires can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. MichelinMotorcycle.com, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, had great reviews from these things from everybody. And uh, we thank you. If you've had a set, uh, we thank you for trying it and letting us know what you think. Uh, get data, ride engineering, Grandstone Boots all on board. Grandstone Boots, bro. Whoa, bro. I mean, you want to impress Ash Money, you get some Grandstone Boots. <laughs> Straight up, huh? You'd look, you'd look good, bro, in them. Um, <laughs> Fly racing as well. Let's get uh, let's get Trey Kennard on the show here. And uh, before we, as we do that, let's get to Wade. Wade, what's up? Your buddy is Seven Deuce Deuce. Yep. What up? Great talk. What up, dude? Is this Sproul? What's up, bro? You know it. How you doing, dude? Doing good. How you doing? Good. I uh, I was just reminiscing about how we were talking about the other day that. We could possibly have a three-way interview with you, Ty, and your dad. <laughs> so oh, man, that is great radio, bro. The Enzignats got their personalities from. Uh, Ty is every- Ty's, Ty's low-key, bro. <laughs> yeah, but your dad is the oh, one that man. is the dude, bro. Yeah. No, he, uh, <laughs> he, he is. Like, he, he's, a good, he's a good dude. Oh, 100%. Even if you, if you just met the guy, you're the best friend. <laughs> Straight up, he, huh? yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. You know? I mean, and even giving the shirt off your back, music go racing and go with the mammoth. These guys would be doing everything. They'd be fishing in between motos. Uh, and kind of a funny story. One year we were there, and somehow a friend of mine loses his extreme helmet while there's showies and arrays. And bells all around it, but he loses an extreme helmet. So I think somebody stole it from the uh, Entignaps, uh trailer. But anyhow, Trey Kennard was racing that year, and he raced against, I think, Bill Poto in the schoolboy class. Okay. I like how you're tying this all together. Yeah. Kennard, kind of such a low key kid. I think that year he beat Bill Poto and asked him how he did. Uh, I did all right. Yeah. Nice. How'd you do? Well, I got, I got first. Like, well, you should be pretty pumped. He's like, man, nah, well, I wanted to win by more. I'm thinking, going, Jesus. Yeah. You're like, what? What's? Where what, does it stop and satisfaction for you got? But that's what I'm getting. Seven Deuce Deuce was just a kid back then, 
Racing in the he was in the he was in the C class, bro. Straight up, bro. He was. Uh, what, he was. what was your famous finish from uh, the World Minis in, in the LCQ? Oh, 22nd, one twenty five beginner yep. LCQ. Bro. That's that's seven deuce deuce, and now look at him, Supercross <laughs> hero. Steve, I used to help him when he was younger. And him and his brother would always say, "You tell us what we could do better, and we'll do it." <laughs> yeah, bro. I like <laughs> it. Very God, if it was a hundred laps, they would do a hundred laps. If it was doing 20 laps in first gear. Yeah. 20 laps in first gear. He's standing up. These kids have wanted and pushed themselves to the top of the sport from being to the point where most people doubted they would ever make it. They've made it. it it's uh, it's real cool to see. We got to run, Wade. We got uh, we got the Trey Canard on the other line. So we got to run, buddy. Right on. Hey, thanks for calling, Wade. Thank you. Congrats, Seven Deuce Deuce. Yee! All right, everybody. Seven Deuce Deuce Nation calling in. We can't even stop them. <laughs> we can't even stop them from, uh, from calling in. And uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you like that? Uh, Chad Reed and Cooper Webb use Vortex Racing Sprockets. The Babbitts Kawasaki team uses Vortex Sprockets and Bars to dominate the Amsoil Arena Cross Series. Uh, email jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal on uh, bars and sprockets. that are uh, Bars are 29% stronger than the competition. And the, uh, the, the sprockets are uh, a vast array of different conditions and or T sizes and colors, Cat 5, F5, hard coat, silver, laser cut steel, Vortex sprocket, and the V3 sprocket, which is the uh, race one that the guys use. We thank Vortex Racing for coming on the show and sponsoring us, and uh, Vortex Racing is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest. He's had a hell of a career in the sport, hung it up this past weekend. He's a national champion. He's a Supercross champion, Motocross the Nation's champion. Trey Kennard, what's up, Trey? How are you, man? I'm good. How about you? We're good. Thank you for coming on the Seven Deuce Deuce. I mean, it's a sad day. He put you in one of his rap songs, and you know, and he was looking forward to a sequel. So, <laughs> well, the sequel is me rapping with him. Oh, okay. absolutely. <laughs> I like it. Uh, weren't you scrubbing by him in the, in this song? <laughs> I what don't. Was it? <laughs> I was just trying to pass Trey Canard for a quarter. Of that the was price. it. That's that was it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Uh, congrats on a great career, Trey, like I said, out the top, all those things that you did in the sport, and uh, a guy that could show up on any day and uh, beat the best in the world, and you'd go, yep, yeah, he rode good. Like, that's Trey Kennard. <laughs> he, he did it again. Um, but let me go back a little bit. What made you reach this decision this year? It's been a tough 17 for you, but like, what was sort of the, the thought process, and when did you do it, and, and, and why? Yeah, it's uh, you know definitely been a rough year. Um, it's sixteen was was pretty rough too. You mm-hmm. know, um, just kind of struggled. But um, really, I mean, it's kind of you know not been super present, but a little bit in the back of my mind since since I broke my back. You know, uh-huh. um, that was just a, a really scary injury for me, and um, you know I pushed through it at times, and 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 most of the time since then, you know, it wasn't a huge thought. Um, but there's just been so many things that just have, have just continued to, to happen. And I just started to become really hesitant, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the track. And you're just nervous to, to get hurt. And, and um, I just didn't feel like my, my decision-making was, was too good anymore. You know, I was really second-guessing myself. And, and um, that's just not a good spot to be in no. um, as a racer. You know, you gotta, you got to be willing to just let it all go and, and be in the moment and, I just didn't feel like I was doing that, and and I didn't feel like I was doing myself any justice. I felt like I was kind of actually getting myself in in dangerous situations because of it. And then, mm-hmm. 
I didn't feel like I was representing, you know, my, my sponsors the way they needed to, you know, so, um, big decisions. And then I, and then I had another crash, um, after Redbud and, and, uh, it was just, you know, just kind of like really discouraged yeah. and, and, um, I don't know. I just, I had to talk to Hannah and, you know, we just were thinking, it's like, Hey, you know, I've had a, a great career, you know, yeah. like I, I can't have any, any, you know, regrets or, mm-hmm. you know, be upset or anything, you know, it's been, been awesome. So, uh, just gotta count, count my, my chickens while, while I got them and, and uh, be grateful <laughs> right. for the people that have been around me, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. What's funny. You say that, you know, you were hesitant on the track and you were, you know, you didn't want to get hurt and all that. And, and, I totally understand that because, you know, you see that from a lot of racers. However, Trey, for your career, you were one of those guys that we always went, man, he doesn't even think about getting hurt again out there because he comes back <laughs> and he pins it. You know, like you have shown time and time again that it doesn't take you a race to warm up. You are ready to run the pace to win, to set fast pole positions or to finish on the podiums no matter how long you've been off or whatever. And it would always amaze us that watched you that you were able to do that, and it's it's ironic that now you're like, that's what you know that the fe- that's the feeling I was getting, and we're always like that was one of your massive strong parts, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it it was definitely, I you know definitely after I broke my back, it it yep. was just like, it was pretty tough, you know, but um, was, I was able to push through it, and and I just like this time I'm just like man I don't I don't know if I can yeah push through this you know and do it and do it well you know. So, um, uh, the worst thing, the worst thing about the deal though, is, is I get it. You had a crappy 17 and you crashed again at the red button and everything else, but everybody likes to like have one more race where you're like, okay, uh, I got third or I got fifth or I really rode my balls off and, and did a good job. It just sucks to see, to go out as a racer like you, where you're like, ah, my last races weren't very good, but that's life. That's, that's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And, and like, I thought about, you know, trying to come back and, and do the last, you know, three, four, yep. um, whatever I was going to be healthy for. But mm-hmm. yeah, I talked to guys, you know, like K-Dub and, you know, just talked to a lot of people trying to make my decision and, yep. and they're like, you know, why, <laughs> what, <laughs> why, what, what have you got to prove? You right. Know? So yeah. it, no, that's true. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's probably really good, good advice. Cause I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah, I could go out there and try to have a good last race, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you can judge a career really off of you know one season. So no. Um, and and I feel just ex- extremely grateful for for the success that I have had. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Four hundred and fifty motocross. Four hundred and fifty supercross. Uh, Two hundred and fifty supercross. Two hundred and fifty motocross wins. Like every size of bike and every indoors and out. Um, uh, winning winning races and uh, motocross the nation. Like yeah, like you said, like. Hey, check this resume out. I don't need to go get fourth or fifth at Steel City or, or, or uh, Indiana. You know what I mean? I guess you're right. You're right. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but just where I where my head's at, and especially where I was at when I was trying yep. to make that decision, I really didn't feel like it was, you know, a good decision. And neither did anyone I talked to. So, right. I'm like, yeah, that's probably, probably the good call. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. If you have a question for the great Trey Kennard on the on the show tonight, we uh, we've always appreciated you coming on and and always been really good interviews with us. And, and I'm happy you came on tonight for sure to uh, to talk about it. Um, Seven Deuce Deuce. Any questions? Any thoughts on Trey? Um, you were bombed. 
dude. I'm bummed. We were texting back and forth, and you were bummed. I I am bummed. Like honestly, Trey, <laughs> are you gonna like, be okay? I know. I know. <laughs> um, it it really was pretty. It was pretty sad, honestly, Trey. Like when I seen you retire, I was like, I feel like you have more in the tank. I mean, you know what you're capable of, and and you know um, your career. And by all means, you've had an excellent career. I think one of the best careers in, in motocross and supercross, you'll always be remembered as, as one of the fastest guys that's ever hit a track. Every time I watched you, I was like, this dude can literally turn it up at any moment and be just as fast as James Stewart or, or any of them. And, and honestly, I'll never forget um, when you beat Villapoto that first season on, on Geico Honda, that was probably when that was the first time I really was like, Hell yeah, I freaking love that guy Trey Kennard right there. And and I think I think the coolest part is not only not only being the guy in the stands to be like I freaking love that guy Trey Kennard, but to come down and actually be on the track and meet you and know how cool you are and and know you're just a humble guy that likes to ride dirt bikes and uh, and you just love doing your thing. It's 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 been amazing. It it was one of those days though that was for me it was really sad and I think for a lot of people for a lot of other people it was a sad day, but um when the end when it's the end it's it's kind of the end and I'm sure you got a lot of stuff planned in your future, but um you know, just from the seven deuce deuce, congratulations on a, on an amazing career. And, and we loved watching you every single time you hit the track. I appreciate it, man. It was sweet getting to know you too. We just got to drop some beats. Dude, we got to <laughs> drop some beats, bro. Not even kidding. Now you got all this extra time. We're going to have to come out. We're going to have to spit some flows on the mic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do all that. <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. Dude, Trey, dude, Lit Trey, fam, bro. you can, you can play it off Trey, like on the radio or whatever, but dude, you got flow. Straight up, like you guys don't know, but well, Trey does on, does is on the a, track. Trey's a straight rapper. Um, hey Trey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, so, uh, like you said, you had a, t- a crappy 16, but uh, you left your you left Honda after you know the only OEM you've known since you turned pro, and you got the got the ride with Red Bull KTM. A hundred percent all in to start 2017. Were you like? Did I mean obviously your Anaheim race didn't go well, but. I mean, were you were you already thinking about it, and then you Roger came approached you, and and you did the deal, or like coming to seventeen, were you like, yep, uh, it's a nice rebound year, I'm back, I got a new bike, new attitude, all that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, my okay. season was great. Like, yep. I, f- I felt really good, and I just I felt like rejuvenated, you know. Okay. Um, just just a lot of of I don't know, felt felt fresh and. Um, and it was just cool to have a change, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, I mean, I, I had a, a great time at Honda, but sometimes you, you need a change and, and I felt like it was, it was a good change for me. And I've always looked up to Roger and Ian a lot, you know, and, um, it was just cool to have them in my corner, you know? Yeah. Um, but like second lap of practice, I crashed really big and, and hurt my shoulder and yep. it was just like, man, okay. And then I can get, get back from that. And then I got, you know, three races in, I was starting to feel good, and then I had another dinger, and then it, it was just that's kind of kind of the story of it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, to was, answer your question, I was yeah. I was really excited for the year. So, was it in Supercross that second time, or at Anaheim, where you were like, wait a minute, maybe this is, or was it just recently? No, I think I was I was discouraged, you know, yeah. um, at Anaheim, but I, I still was like, all right, let's get it, you know, right, right. Um, Second time was discouraging too, and then had you know a little more difficulty and ended up sitting out 
rest of Supercross to get ready for outdoors. And mm. then I broke my collarbone. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> you know, I was just like, man, I, um, I'm struggling. But, um, yeah, no, I think I think when it really hit me, honestly, uh, was at was at Redbud. Um, I lined up and I was I was like terrified. Like, yeah. All I could think is just crashing in the first turn. And oh, jeez. Like, yeah, yeah. And then end up crashing in the first turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just, it's crazy Shit. when you when you, where your mind goes. You right. Know, you actually right. end up doing that kind of stuff, and that's when I kind of knew, like, mm-hmm. man, I'm not sure my head's at it needs to be yeah so. yeah it's it's, uh, it's weird because like you know talking about Wyndham thing um you know he got 10th and 11th at the first two rounds not amazing results but top 10 and 11 in the world let's say in supercross and he was an older guy and and i'm like yeah man i mean i didn't think that was so bad i'm i talked to him at and phoenix he was like i suck this is terrible i'm like wow okay <laughs> like he was really just in his mind he was he was already miserable he didn't want to be there i he, he hated his results and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Like, and it was so, just everybody has their own thoughts, right? It, from the outside, it's all of us are like, oh yeah, whatever. But you know, inside, Kevin knew, and you knew, and it was time. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a bummer for sure. I mean, like, I can still go really fast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right. Like, Hell that's yeah. Weird, you know. Like when I was testing, you know, I, I yeah. felt great, you know. Um, and I was right up there with everyone, and and um, it's just. You know, you reach a point with your mind um, whenever there's so many different aspects. And mm-hmm. that, that was just one thing I talked to Kevin about. I was like, man, how did you know? And he was like, I saw an obstacle on the track, and it wasn't even that big. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this once. I don't want to do this twice. I don't want to do this ever. <laughs> you know, I'm just right. nervous right. that I'm going right. to crash. And I was like, yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. where I'm at. So, <laughs> yeah, um, no. It's... And it's not because you don't love it or yep. you don't, you know, cognitively want to do it just mm-hmm. like mentally you're just like i'm not sure i where i'm at yeah so. yeah no absolutely um looking back on your career won the supercross title the 250 class your rookie year uh put villapoto into the finish line we all know that uh <laughs> you had that remarkable <laughs> national comeback against porcel like where just that red bud you caught fire and a steel city race where you, he was right on your tail for both modals for 35 minutes. This nation's thing. Uh, 450 Supercross wins to me are just, like, as a rider, I would think that's the pinnacle of, the, of everything. Um, but what, what are you what's, – what's your, what's your favorite moment to look back on or think about or your happiest moment in moto? I mean, uh, is there one that stands out or one thing that you're most proud of? Um, there's, there's a handful for sure, you know. Um... I think probably the first one that that really resonates with me is when I won Atlanta, like the first first Supercross as the, in 2008. Because um, I was like, I was there expecting it to get like eight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I won, and I was like, whoa, this is cool. Let's do this more, you know? like, wow, right. this is what it's like every weekend. <laughs> but um, no, that that was really special, and and for whatever reason, that that particular race, I was like. That, that was like 100% for my dad, you know, like for yep. whatever reason, I just, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a special moment, but, um, I think there's a, there's a few more, I think that, uh, that really stand out to me. And, and one of them is, is, um, Anaheim two, uh, or Anaheim, um, in 2013. After oh yeah. No yeah. 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 That, that was just like, yeah, I don't know. It, it was just an incredible night for me. Like, 
and you lost. Just, That's a funny just, thing, right? Like, but, but yeah, it was just incredible. Second. Right, right. It, yeah, I mean, it was like, it was just, I don't know, it was like, I really didn't know if I could make it back, you know? Um, and, and that that night was like, all right, <laughs> we, we can do it, you sure. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was cool. And then Unadilla, when I won my first 450 race, was cool. Man, I don't know. They were all really cool. <laughs> That's when you switch to the magic suspension. Show up with KYB, and it's like, whoa, look at Canard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> um, is it true yeah, that you no, is it true that you retired because you're missing Brent? Is that is that the the rumor I hear? You just couldn't handle <laughs> not working with Brent anymore. Is that? Uh, I I work. I probably talked to him more than I did when I was when I was <laughs> wrenching. He was wrenching for me. So yeah, I actually read a, a cool story that you said. Uh, coming out of amateurs, of course, you're a team green kid, and um, Mitch couldn't hire Brent. And he had sacrificed and worked for you for the amateurs, and and Geico said, uh, "Sure, we'll we'll take Brent," and and that's why you went to Honda. I think that was awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it, it was. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know the backstory of Brent. Like, um, you know, he he came in and, into my life. Like, you know, was really I was. 13 years old, you know, mm-hmm. like still eating cream puffs for breakfast. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, he, he dropped out of college basically and came to work for me. We didn't have an extra room in our house, you know, we had average size house. And, yep. um, so he moved into my bedroom with me. It was just like, <laughs> there's an 18 year old kid that like gives up college and, sure. and moves yeah. into a room with a 13 year old kid, you know, right. but, um, right. I don't know. I just, that was that was way cool. You How know? rad is that? Yeah, that's he, awesome. He, he just he just you know my my dad had passed away and he just wanted to help me you know so um, that that was big part of it. Um, all right, let's take some phone calls. We got a lot of people went and talked to you. Skippy, what's going on, man? You've been on hold for a while to talk to Trey Kennard. What's happening? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good, man. What's good. up? Good. All right, all right. Seven deuce deuce. What up? What up? Chillin', chillin'. Hey, uh, so first question, uh, Trey, if you had an actor who would portray your life in a movie or some sort of uh, skit, what, uh, who, who would you pick or who would you want to uh, portray your life? Hmm. Do they have to look anything like me? <laughs> I mean, I would think ginger, but let's just, that's pretty tough. Something. Pretty tough. <laughs> there's, there's not many gingers out there, man. We've got to get that going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm telling you, <laughs> man. I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to say like Brad Pitt or something, but that's just way out of Tom line. Hardy. Who's that? Tom Hardy? Could Tom Hardy pull it off? Or I don't know. Who's Who's Tom Hardy? Oh my Jesus! Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's just focused on on motorcycle racing. Doesn't have time for yeah, Tom Hardy. Uh, I don't even know what Tom, <laughs> Tom Hardy is. That, is that Bane from Batman? Yeah. Oh no, that is not Trey Kennard. No, no. Um, Stop it. Maybe, maybe um, he's a singer. That Ed Ed Sheeran guy. He's yeah, there we go. That'll work. Sheeran. Yeah, Sheeran. Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a ginger. My mom always said okay. I look like Prince. What's the redhead London guy? Prince George Royal. One of the one of the princes. I don't know. No. Uh, thanks, Skippy. Harry. Thanks, Harry. buddy. Oh, there he. Yep, Prince Harry. But I don't hey, think he's an actor, bro. Thanks, Skippy. Well, <laughs> if he did. Um, <laughs> Skippy waited on hold for so long to ask Trey Kennard what actor would play him. Like, Dude, I feel like like I feel like he said he had another question, but it kind of got covered. So okay, well, ah, oh, no. All right, okay, let's go to Porch. What's up, Porch? What's your question for the great Trey Kennard? 
How's it going, guys? What's Happy happening? Deuce, Deuce, what up? Yo! <laughs> hey, uh, this is for drinking Deuce, Deuce is so big. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's huge. He's huge. Um, Trey, uh, obviously going to miss seeing you at the races and all that stuff. And um, I would love to ask you a question that didn't have to do with injuries, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question that has to do with injuries. Um, <laughs> go for it. Basically, I mean, we all know you've had your fair share and all that and probably a lot of close calls. And I know that whenever I'm riding and I have a close call, I crap my pants, and I cannot think straight for the rest of the day and cannot ride well worth crap. So whenever you had close calls and whatnot, how did you block that out of your head? Like, did you just block it out completely and just not even think about it, or were you kind of like, oh, well, scared to hit this obstacle again, but I'm going to do it anyways, kind of, and just do it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really interesting question. <laughs> um, you know, th- that's one of the reasons I, I, I decided to hang it up, you know, because – Everyone has those moments, you know, like that, that's like just, especially now, I mean, guys are pushing so hard. Um, you know, it's just kind of the norm to have a, a big moment or two every race. And um, for me, I just got to the point where I couldn't walk it out. You know, it was, it would it'd take the wind out of sails completely. So um, it's just, it's really hard to explain, but man, whenever you're, you're riding and you're, you're, reaching your potential like you just don't you don't think about that you you're just kind of like i don't know mentally immune to it i mean it's it's kind of in the back of your mind but really you just you find this this kind of second gear where you're just like yep that's part of it let's go let's get let's get to the next point you know and i if i guess i could say anything it's just being completely in the moment all the time um and that's that's a really cool feeling uh, thanks, yeah, Tommy. Never... Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thanks, Trey. We'll miss you out there on the track. So, thanks, man. Uh, also, too, people. Uh, I, I brought this up a couple times now. Um, obviously, Trey, you had your first share of crashes and everything, but I, I know of two uh, bike malfunctions that put you all out for a little while, and nothing to do with you. Um, things that happen. Uh, you know, it happens to a lot of racers. And that's unfortunate. It's not. It's nothing that you can point the finger at because you know it's one of those things that happens. But you always wonder, Trey. Like, never happens to Ryan Dungey, Ryan Villapoto. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's so weird that way where you're like, because like again, a couple of, a couple of your injuries were nothing to do with you. And uh, yeah, and you're always like, yeah. why? I know, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I look. I look at my back. You know that like I I definitely doubled the triple. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was just a freak deal. Like how many how many times do guys double triples and yeah. not get landed on? Um, and then when I broke my arm with with Jake Weimer, it was like he had a, a bike malfunction. He chased a jump. I had nowhere to go. Yep. Um, you know, I've had a couple other instances, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just life. Yeah, you know? no, These I know. Happen yeah. to everybody, and like you look at like. You know, someone like Greg Albertson has a deer run out in front of him. <laughs> it's a good point. It's just <laughs> that might be yeah, you know, right. Um, some yeah. guys just just yeah. you know are, are able to you know be be fortunate enough to not run into those occurrences, and unfortunately, I just yeah. Then you have a kind of uh, in the wrong place in the wrong time a few times. You had a front wheel explode on a landing, right? One time, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, landed in a braking bump and it just. Just said goodbye. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Where you're like, wait, how many times do you land on a braking bump and and on a on a factory <laughs> bike and nothing ever happens, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's next for you? Like, what's what's six months from now? Do you have any plans? Any ideas? Hannah and you gonna go on on a beach somewhere or like what's your what's your what's your plan? Or do you have one? 
Well, you know, I've never drank alcohol. Um, yeah. I figured, you know, maybe, maybe I could start doing that. <laughs> just, oh, just really. Just start I'm getting really hammered. Really get into it. Uh, was, <laughs> how funny would it be if Trey Kennard had his own, like, no, beer-tasting no. show? And then, well, then that's one way to keep in the, keep in the, in the, uh, in the news, Trey, because we'd be like, hey, did you hear about Trey? Yeah, he's just hammered all the time. He's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic, dude. dude, I heard heard that he's sitting on the porch and he just yells at little kids all day long. Yeah, like... So I mean, you could, yeah, you could start doing that. Yeah, that's that's something. Uh, No, yeah, it's definitely an ambition, but, um, yeah. (laughs) No, I I don't know. Like, um, y'all kidding aside, like, man, it's, it's, uh, it's so weird. Like, sure. I mean, yeah. I've been contracted to go to races since I was like eight years old. Yep. Like, yeah. You know, how, how do I just shut that off? But, um, I've been, been really thinking about something. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to say too much, but, okay. um, just cause I, I want to, you know, make sure that I do it right. But really think there's a void missing as far as, um, you know, someone that, that's in between the promoters and the riders and the teams and, um, yeah. as far as safety concern tracks and, um, layouts and, um, you know, just different things that, that we, that we encounter that as a rider, you might be scared to say something or, um, you know, as a mm-hmm. team, you, you say something and nothing gets done. You know, I really feel that there's, there's something that's really missing right there. And, and for me, you know, being hurt as much as I was safety is a big, big passion for me, you know, cause I, w- I just want to see these guys safe. So yeah, um, I like it. And and I yeah. think if if we keep the guys safe, we make the track safer. And and I'm not saying make them mellow. We, yeah, yeah. There's just certain things that I believe we could really do to make them um, safer. If we have guys, you know, more comfortable, they're going to push harder. You know, safer, they're going to last longer throughout the series. I think we can have better racing. So yeah, we'll see. You okay. know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I don't know what that looks like just yet, but right. um, I think it could be really good. Uh, I agree. I, I badly need it in the sport for sure. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Trey Kennard on the uh, on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing for a, a killer deal on the V3 bar or the uh, sprockets or anything else. Uh, great guys and a great company support our show. Let's get to Zach on five. Zach, you want to share a story about uh, about Trey at the Straight Rhythm? Yeah, um, last year at the Straight Rhythm, me and my friend Logan were standing at the entrance of the of the stadium and Trey and his wife Hannah came walking out and it was probably like I don't know eleven o'clock at night and Trey stopped and talked to us for I don't know gosh like ten minutes and him and his wife Hannah were just really, really nice and polite and I just wanted to say thanks for Trey for doing that. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, yeah, hey it's really cool. Uh Zach, did he give you anything? No, I, I didn't ask for anything. <laughs> okay, well, because because you're so cool, you call in. Thanks to Max at Fly Racing, uh, we're going to give you a set of Trey Kennard race gear signed by Trey. So, no way! Yeah. Oh, nice. sick! Yeah, yeah, the boys at deal. the boys at Fly Racing, big supporters of our show for the longest time, and Max, of course, we love Max Dog. And uh, so, yeah, stay on the line. We're going to get your information, and uh, Max is going to have Trey sign a set of his race gear, and we are going to send it off to you, Zach. So, thanks for calling, man. 
Thanks, Mathis. I'm actually Burnt Knee Guy from the Fly Racing Show last week. Oh, you're Burnt Knee Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now you're getting a set of gear because you burnt through them, and now you're getting a set of gear for Trey that you just hang up and you don't use. Yeah, don't use this gear, bro. Yeah. Don't, oh, don't no, like, go rail it in the dirt. And, and I, I mean? And I liked you sending a photo in, so that's good. Burnt Knee Guy. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, Zach. Stay on the line. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Trey, Trey's good people. Uh, it's awesome to uh, to have him um, around the sport, and, and um, hopefully he'll still be there. Uh, Tom, what's your question for Trey Kennard? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great what? show. Love all the content. Thank you. Uh, quick question. I was hoping to tell a quick story if I could also. Yeah, sure. The question is, I've had a pleasure of meeting Tim Ferry a couple times. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> And uh, I was just curious of what the thought process was when he hired him as his trainer or whatever. So many guys out there that he could choose or that he knows. Just curious. All right. Yeah. What about that, Trey? Uh, mostly he just has red hair. <laughs> you know, there you go. Kind of try to keep the gingers in the family. He wanted the best no. rider of all time to train him, Tom. <laughs> Perfect. No, really, I, I came on the show and I said, Steve, who do I hire? <laughs> right, exactly. And he was like, <laughs> no, I, um, I I had a practice mechanic at the time that had worked with Timmy, and, and um, it, that was kind of the connection. But um, I always respected Timmy just, just because he, he never really – nothing really came – easy for him you know he he had to work really hard for everything that he had and i felt like his experience because he had to fight for it he really knew you know he really tried everything and um i don't know we we just kind of clicked right away we kind of have kind of the same demeanor and and um i don't know we're kind of pretty pretty similar guys and and we hit it off pretty good so um yeah knowing timmy do you think he knows you retired yet (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd be like, he'd be like, hey, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Thanks, Tom. No, to, to me, Thanks. was just like, yeah. You know, um, this isn't permanent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, you can always come back. <laughs> he's in disbelief. It's true though. He's like a he's like a PTSD guy. Like he's still he can't believe it. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, let's go to Hawks on one. Hawks, what's up? Your buddy Trace. Hey buddy. Uh, let's get to the most serious question of the evening. Uh, Trey, how's that Chick Fil A treating you? <laughs> What's up, Dave? Hey, buddy. <laughs> are you a, are you a Chick Fil A guy? The bag. Are you a Chick Fil A guy, Trey? I'm, you know, I only had it once because um, you know everyone goes to the Dwarf House in Atlanta. Yep, yep. I, I I went there and but I got like a chicken wrap, like a grilled chicken wrap. Uh huh. Sure, you did. You got the you got the fried <laughs> chicken nuggets. Don't lie, Trey. You're retired no, now, bro. No, it's all good. Everyone was like, "No, this was like in 2011," and um, I wasn't that impressed. I was like, "Ah, yeah, chicken yeah. made and that great." Me too. And everyone talk it up. Got to get the nuggets. Got to get the waffle fries. So yeah. I made it happen last week. And what'd you so, think? It was mediocre. Yep. Like, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. This has been a, a a six month debate on our show about. Oh, I knew Mathis would like. I knew Mathis would like the answer. Oh, yep. Geez. It's just not that good, everybody. It's just not that good. You're lying. That's it. Uh, so, lying. you know. You know. I think it was. It was really good. Like probably the best fast food nuggets I've ever had. But I mean, I, dude, I, that's I, saying I, something. Um, but it was just. I don't know. Everyone built it up so big. Yep. 
I think I was just disappointed. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Ox. All right, please. Thanks. Yeah, no, I agree. Thank you for, you know what? It's just a, an affirmation. Trey Kennard's a great human being, and he knows. Uh, another celebrity caller, uh, Greg Albertson, is on the line. What's up, Greg? How are you? Oh, man. I'm just Greg from Oklahoma with a question for Trey Kennard. How is the Loretta Lynn's prep going, Greg, from Oklahoma? That's what I was going to ask him. I need to ask a former Loretta Lynn's champion um, what I got to do to bring that thing home. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is it too late? Is it too late for me? A few times. Uh, no, you got it. You've been you've been working with Dorenzo, so you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, Dorenzo! Dorenzo's been helping you, Greg. <laughs> we're, we're on the program. I asked I asked I, for a pan. I got a banana. <laughs> <laughs> um, this Loretta Lynn's double G. This Loretta Lynn's vet racing is out of hand. Uh, Lars and Kiefer and Parabinos and Greg and uh, uh, I know I'm forgetting a few people in there. Seth Rarick, you guys, it is on. It is on at Loretta's this this year. Yeah, but well, you mentioned a bunch of names of people that were fast. Like I went to Loretta's once and got 24th in the C class. So let's be real here. <laughs> but <laughs> on another note, you know, I uh, I know Trey was on the show tonight. I wanted to listen. Um, and uh, man, I just wanted to share a couple things, man. Trey's been a stand-up dude, and I know Matt is here always talking about how like shady our industry could be, especially with you know just jobs and you yeah. know working for teams and not getting paid and we've all been there um yeah. man i worked for trey canard and that was by far the best employer i ever had uh, in this industry so um, that was one of those deals you know all those all those uh injuries he had he uh you know he kept me on payroll and and the whole the whole time and everything was there and and it was just uh it was a pleasure working for the guy and then uh on another note, too, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, just Trey's ability to always show up and win. And, yeah. you know, when I worked with Trey, I was always, you know, I like to, you know, I like to be flashy. Trey, Trey's a pretty quiet guy. And I, I, he never, he never seemed like he would get fired up. And I asked him one day, I was like, well, you know, how come you're not cocky or this or that? And he's just, you know, he's quiet. I was like, he, I, I, I thought like he, maybe he didn't believe in himself. And no, he said, man, I don't have to say it, you know, but I'll tell you what, I've never went to the line. And uh, not thought I was going to win the race, or believed I could win the race. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't That's know how many people can say that they've they've no. lined up and can think that every time. Yeah, I know you're right. You know exactly. And and, you, and Trey rode like that a lot, where you were like, "Look at this guy! Like it doesn't matter. Like he's off injury, the, whatever. He's he's going for the lead right now, and he doesn't care who this guy is, and he's going to scrub right by him." And and you're like, "Oh shit, Trey Kennard's real fast." I forgot. You know what I mean? Like you're always Trey Kennard's real fast. <laughs> no, like you're always just like, "Okay, like you're like, all right, like you're just like, "Oh wait, oh shit, Trey Kennard." You know oh, what I mean? Man. Like So, um what about hey, so he was better to work for than that other guy, Jimmy? Jimmy for oh, no, Jimmy was great. Jimmy was great. He Jimmy's awesome. I just meant uh you know, we know Jimmy was he's scraping the bottom of the barrel sometimes, so I love <laughs> I love him to death. But <laughs> old Trey, you know, he, he he you know, he had it and he he, uh, he definitely uh kept 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 me going and kept him going. So Well great and just yeah. like to say thanks for that and then you know, he also talked about I think a caller called in. I was listening, I'm driving home from a mutual friend's place. I was just at Chris Ross house. Um Uh-oh. Trey will know who that is. But anyhow, Talking about that speed where you kind of get a little sketchy and you just keep going. Well, uh, you can ask Trey about squirrel speed. <laughs> squirrel speed. Squirrel speed. Oh squirrel man. Speed. Uh, Trey definitely had squirrel speed. Thanks. Uh, thanks for calling, Greg. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. See ya. So oh, Trey, Gregor. you realize what this means in your career now, right? Now that you're hanging it up. So now, 
we got a debate. The greatest Oklahoma motocrosser of all time. Trey Kennard, Guy Cooper, <laughs> Robbie Renard. I think you got it, buddy. Dude, I think you Trey's got, got it. it, bro. I think you got it. I don't know, man. I, I think the the coolest thing for me is is like those guys were, were so great, but they like were at my like it seemed like my beck and call. Like right. like it's so cool for me, like growing up in Oklahoma and Guy Cooper, you know, my dad was always talking about Guy Cooper and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just like so cool to see him at the tracks and Robbie who was like legend to me and, and like those guys helped me so much. Like anything I ever needed, it was like they were like, Yeah, yeah, let's let's do it, you know? And yeah. um so that that's cool and I you know, hopefully I can you know, be there for all the other Oklahoma guys, you know, because yeah. the, these these two guys have, have been huge for me. So, no, uh, it's yeah. It, we'll, we'll leave that to us. We'll debate it, and then that way you can just say like, uh, you're like tied <laughs> with Coop and and Robbie. Um, Trey, thank you for your time. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, good luck. Uh, whatever you decide to do next, I'm sure you'll kill it. You've always been a guy. I think that's had one eye on on the other things in the world and 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 you know what's going on and what you're going to do and and I I know you'll be fine. You're not going to be sitting in there yelling at kids off a porch uh, drinking. Um, <laughs> I, I have complete conf- I have complete confidence that you'll be like you're good. You know what I mean? I just you've always struck me as a worldly type of guy. So uh, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm scared, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't ask Timmy what to do because he's busier now than he was when he raced. So don't ask him. Well, I know, I know what not to do. He said, just, just don't start racing with your kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, dude, I've been in the garage for two days. <laughs> right, right. No, I know. His life is really bad oh, right geez. now. Um, oh, he, he loves it. Don't let him tell No, me. I know. I know. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time tonight. Thanks to uh, Fly Racing also for all the support. Those guys have been behind you forever, uh, and, and we couldn't do this show without the guys at Fly Racing either. And the Seven Deuce Deuce couldn't do anything without Fly Racing. Straight so, up. You know? Um, Deuce Deuce. Man, I'm just gonna say something about Deuce Deuce. Yeah, Deuce Deuce could walk up to the like the whitest person in the world, mm-hmm. and I, I might be close to that person. <laughs> um, and they would be like, "Yo, Deuce Deuce, what up?" <laughs> Pretty much, right? I think that's not far off. <laughs> Oh, I love the seventies dudes because when people get their autograph, uh, his autograph at the races, he tells them that he loves them and that they're his best friend. And then he hugs them. It's really unique. It's, it's fantastic. Do you really? Oh yeah, all the time, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm gonna get your autograph next time I see you, dude. Yep. Seven dudes dudes is a lover, bro. It's yeah. just what I do. <laughs> um, congrats on a great career. Like I said, this nation's champion, Supercross champion, 450 Supercross winner, uh, national champion, uh, a great career. And uh, thanks for your time. And uh, and good luck with everything, Trey. And uh, and we'll see you down the road, man. Thank you. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Absolutely. Best wishes, Trey. All right. See you. Uh, Trey Kennard, everybody, from Red Bull KTM, announcing his retirement. Going to miss him. Good guy, Absolutely. always a good guy. Uh, gave us a lot of time over the years, and uh, and love yeah, this guy. I right think here. Uh, he'll, I think he'll be he'll be good. You know, he'll do something. Yeah. I think that um, I think he'll probably win Loretta's vet class next year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't see. I don't. <laughs> oh, who knows? Geez. It's way early. He doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to be racing. Mm-mm. He doesn't. You know, no. I mean, whatever. Maybe I but. think he rides his bike, but I don't think he ever does Loretta's. I think he's got so many Loretta titles that he's and, just like been. There, you know done what? Though that, I was wrong about Villapoto. I thought Villapoto would just disappear and we'd never see him. He'd be in the woods of Washington. It's true. And he's been around everywhere, dude. Now, he's Andrew, flat tracking and Andrew now. Short though, I knew Shorty would keep riding. You knew Shorty. Yeah. Would just, 
Absolutely. You know, just keep riding. So it's it's a teach you zone. And uh, and thanks to Max at Fly Racing for giving away that signed gear to to to, to Burnt Knee Guy. Um, <laughs> Poor Burnt Knee Guy. We're gonna take a commercial break, but now we now we're not. We we kept, we talked to Trey for too long. So uh, we'll come up with Christian Craig right away. Jeff wants to thank the Seven Deuce Deuce. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Good man. How are you guys? We're good. What man. up? What's up? Um, no, I wanted to thank Seven Deuce Deuce. I, due to the power of the Pulp MX show, mm-hmm. we made Yeezys happen for the Seven Deuce Deuce. So sick. At the, at the Detroit Supercross room of my brother. So, so rad. Remember that? Remember talking about that, Steve, or no? Because you're changing the channel. But anyways, we had a show that we were talking about 70s dudes wanted some Yeezys, and these shoes are, like, unobtainium. Like, you cannot get these shoes anywhere. And the homie Jeff had a pair that happened to be my size, and I said, yo, Jeff, if (laughs) we happen to do, like, a little exchange, then come to Detroit get a jersey, hang out with Seven Deuce Deuce all day, and we made it happen, and it ended up being absolutely epic. So these shoes are like 1000 bucks or something. They're, dude, they're a million, bro. Okay. They're so, like a trillion. So, Jeff, you just you gave them to them just for? Not exactly. We did oh. an exchange. Okay. No, it was, it was a fair exchange. Okay. Fair exchange. All right. Sounds shady, Every bro. <laughs> Oh geez! No, he's one of a kind, man. He's great. We're, we have, we're, we'd love to have him on our show all the time, and we always wish the seventies do well. And and Yeezys. I don't know if you listened, um, uh, Jay, to my podcast with um, uh, no wait, Jeff, my podcast with uh, Pete Fox. Yeah, yeah. I asked him for Yeezys because he worked for Kanye there. I asked him for Yeezys. He said no, yeah. didn't he? He said no. He said everybody yeah. asks him. It's harsh. So, oh, anyways, no. all right, buddy. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, no yeah. Thank Keep you. Keep it real, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeff's online. And uh, thanks to Vortex for bringing on Trey Kennard, by the way. Absolutely. You should get Vortex on the Vortex program. Which we got to get you I'm on. I'm pretty sure I am we on gotta Vortex. We got to get you on the Vortex. Vortex Sprockets, right? I thought you used. Oh, okay. You used no, different bro. Kind of I use Vortex Sprockets, the best there is. Perhaps you could have chimed in at any time. When I, I was just did. Yeah, Vortex Sprockets. When I, before I asked, what do you use? You could have said, I use Vortex. I only use the best. Vortex. All right. The Truck Hero question of the day. Bring it. Truck-Hero.com, a parent company, the folks at NFAB, uh, and uh, great guys. And uh, they, they got, they're they comprised of worldwide renowned brands uh, that cover your truck from bumper to bumper, back industries, undercover, NFAB, bedrug, husky liners. They support the sport with the JGR Suzuki team. Truck Hero, question of the day, their supplier of premium vehicle accessories made in the USA. Um, and uh, so the Truck Hero question of the day is simply going to be to um, the Seven Deuce Deuce, and I want to get his uh, take on the Nationals. You gave me your surprise. What's your disappointment of the of the 2017 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series? That's what, hard. What is something that just, you're like, what? Huh? Dude, really? I don't even... <sighs> Disappointment. Yeah. I mean, you want to know, you I... know actually what my disappointment is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's why I asked you that. Okay, sorry. Times. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. My disappointment is that... I feel like they're making the tracks a little too gnarly. That's my disappointment. Interesting that you say that. Interesting that you say that because I was going to bring this up tonight with JT. I think they're making the tracks too gnarly. David Bailey... The great David Bailey commented on his Instagram um, that uh, 
he watched the GP from yeah. Checo, and it was pretty much like that table right there. Yeah. Rock hard, rocky. And he said it was great racing and a real switch from the national tracks. But to be fair to the national track guys, okay, tons, I, of, tons of rain at Millville. It. Tons of it. rain at um, High Point. Uh, Lakewood was under snow two weeks before the national. So the weather has been affecting the track prep. But that's to be fair. On the flip side, why they got to water the shit and, roost and disc it up every single time? Okay, and here's another question. Okay, Steve. Let's ask, you Christian, have, let's ask Christian Craig when he comes on. Okay, for okay. sure. All right, but go ahead. I'm Anyways, how, many, how much money do you think they profit a weekend? Just a guesstimate. Oh, dude, I have no idea. I really don't. I really don't know. They, they, um, some races are promoted by MX Sports. Okay, hold on. So they are. Let's they, just not different. even talk. Some let's not even talk about the, that. Let's throw that out the window. Well, what are you talking about? Okay, how much do you think it is I don't know. to rent five dozers a weekend? Dude, what do I look like? Johnny uh I don't know. Guy? All I know is that you could rent five dozers a weekend and still make money, okay? How come we can't go out in between the motos and have five dudes on dozers? Because we have a TV schedule that we have to stick Bro, to. I'm sorry. Those guys on dozers are so good. You go backblade that track. Your mom on a dozer is so good. Exactly. Okay. Um... Let's get to our next guest. I want to let's ask him about it. All right, it. let's do it. Uh, Roost MX, uh, Alex Ray, Roost MX rider. Heath Harrison, Roost MX rider. Not me, bro. Lorenzo Lercuccio, a Roost MX rider. Uh, Loretta's is coming up. Uh, LL35 is the code to save at Loretta's. Custom graphics, custom pitch shirts, custom wraps. Uh, whole Pulp Nation section on their website to save 20% on, uh, on that. RoostMX.net. Please check them out. Um, they're a great company and a 48 hour turnaround for these guys. So you can get your stuff on time. And uh, of course, Cycle Trader Rock River team is a big Roost MX supporter. Let's welcome our next guest. He was a one time co host on this show. Now he's a professional racer for Factory Honda, uh, pulling hole shots on the reg. Christian Craig, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. How about you guys? What's better, co-hosting the show that you did twice, I believe, with Paige, or rate riding uh, for Factory Honda? Uh, I don't know. That co-hosting was was pretty high up there. Right? You know, I think that, that helped me get that Factory Honda ride. You know, I, the, some way. the last time you were in, you were working construction, getting up at five in the morning in the snow, and and you were sitting here, and I'm like, this guy is so going back to racing, and I, and I was proving yeah. Right. I think after that, it kind of like gave me a little spark to go back to racing. So yeah, yeah exactly. I guess you're part of it. Um, how much? No, let's get before we get to the Millville thing. Okay, so just talking about the tracks, you probably heard us a little bit. Um, yeah, David Bailey went on uh, Instagram uh, and talked about the Locket track um, in. Um, in uh, uh, Czechoslovakia and the MXGP, we, we've seen Lakewood and and High, and High Point. Um, Millville was the rain was Millville looked pretty bad, but again, it was weather induced. What's up with the track prep, though, Christian? On your end of things, like what would you see, like to see done, or are you are you perfectly happy with the track prep? I mean, look at Muddy Creek where they thought it was going to rain and they just kept it hard pack and roll, you know, and rolled it almost. What's your opinion on this? Yeah, it's tough. Um, we I didn't go to the Muddy Creek, obviously. I missed yeah. that one. And that one, I watched it on TV, and that was the only one that looked, like, smooth to me. Mm-hmm. And every other race looks so rough and just beat up. Um, this weekend was by far, I think, the roughest track that I've raced this year. Yeah. Uh, just how soft and, and chewed up it was and how deep the ruts got. But, I mean, I felt like every time I went out, even if it was, 
between practices or motos, they had something, you know, fixed. Yep. So the track prep was, was decent. Um, I think that it's, they're running on limited time. You know, they yeah. don't have a lot of time. And um, I think they're doing what they can. And then I've, I've also, like, I don't know what his name is from the next sports, but he's came up to me and asked me, you know, like, hey, how are the tracks been? If there's anything, you know, mm-hmm. that you guys suggest, just let me know and we'll we'll try to work on it. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, so far, I feel like it's pretty good. There were so many lines out there this weekend that, you know, there was no problem passing, I felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, on High Point was the uh, rain and Thunder Valley was under snow. So, you know, these things can't be helped uh, during the week. And that's what Millville, too, you know. So, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. So, but, but sure. you know, the Lakewood track and the slot cross of Hangtown, that didn't look much fun, you know, for anybody. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, they. I don't like when they dig it way too deep, and then it's just like mm-hmm. that's too much. You yeah, know, like yeah. just let it. Let the bikes do the work, and don't try to like make it rough with the tractor. Like Glen Helen, like purposely made rollers down Mount St. Helen. Yeah, and I thought that was like a little overboard. Right. It's Yo. like they want us to like go over the bars. Yo, Christian, it's seventies dudes. He knows it's seventies. What's up, man? Um, would you be opposed? to them not ripping it and just putting like a six inches of fluff on top. Yeah. I'd way rather have that. I felt like, I feel like like the track, most of the time other than going home, I'm already soft. Like you don't need to rip them that deep. Yeah. And then you put out all of, you know, all the bikes out there and all these practices and the, the last chance. And then by that time, the track is beat up already. So mm-hmm. I and, mean, like Hangtown, they dug way too deep. I thought like, the first practice was so muddy and Damon rain that week. It was pretty crazy. Right. You know, just uh, that's the one thing is just don't dig it too deep. I felt like. Um, how much time do you really have at Millville? Why Gant was flapping his gums about that? Um, you know, you used to live in Minnesota, obviously. Uh, when you kind of hung it up, but did you ride there a ton? Did you have a ton of time? Did you go there private tracks or anything? Like, did you? Um, Millville is like hard to get on. They only open like when they're having their super series races. Uh-huh. Like it's like twice a month, I think. So I did all of those for the two years I lived there and yep. I actually won like their championships, whatever that. So I did all of them. Okay. Um, but like, we had like open practice days during the week. It was always just on Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah. I didn't lose it a ton, yeah. but I did have quite a bit of time. Okay. Um, but I'm not like, I wouldn't say that. The full local there. Yeah, yeah, right. Really. Um, seven zero two five eight six. Pulp. You got a question for Honda's Christian Craig. So, like, are you going back to Geico in twenty eighteen? Is that done? Like, that's just going to happen? Or do, do yeah. We, okay. I mean, I'm contracted to. Uh, okay. I have. I'm contracted as now to race two fifty Supercross next year. So. Okay. Um. Because I. I mean, I'd like to ride a four fifty uh, outdoors. Next year, you know, yep. I feel like I ride a 450 outdoors way better. And so, I don't know, I got to talk to father-in-law or something and kind <laughs> <laughs> of work that in. Straight um, up. Because I keep, like, thinking to myself, and it, it, this is a question for down the road, and, and this is way too early to talk about, but, like, if Kenny's not ready, he's riding back, which is awesome, but if Kenny's not ready, they need a guy. Straight until, up. Until the 94 is back. Yeah, and I thought about Brayton, but then uh, you know, he, again, it's way too early. But so that's why I was like, well, maybe Christian could stay there and then yeah. just move over. I don't know. Just yeah, but with around. with Kenny, I feel like 
even if he's not ready, he's going to be ready. <laughs> you know, like yeah, he'll yeah. be on the gate at A1. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Huh? The, excitement, the excitement that guy has is unreal. Yeah. I was there the first day he, he got on the bike, and he was actually riding my bike, which is it's his. But yeah. And then uh, – I was, we got done with our first moto, and he comes walking in, and I'm like, oh, what's up? And two minutes later, he has his gear on and his helmet, <laughs> and he wasn't supposed to ride till when I was done, and he was, like, there two hours earlier. Oh, <laughs> was pretty funny. I'm like, I was like, I was supposed to go out for another moto, and I was like, all right, just go ahead. You're fine. Yeah. He took my mind to the road, but, no, I feel like he's. He's going to be fine. He'll yeah. be, uh, be racing. Um, hey, for your Millville race, you pretty much mm-hmm. just rode around the Cole Sealy all day, huh? Just like at the Nest. <laughs> he followed you one moto? Yeah. yeah, we passed each other twice the first moto. And I think the first time I passed him, he yelled something. I forgot to ask what he yelled at me. <laughs> that or if he was just joking or something. But right. we found each other both motos. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was just like another day at the nest. Um, have you been happy yeah. with your outdoor results? You missed a couple races or a couple motos anyways with your hand. Uh, Glenn Helen, it looked like you were on the way to a podium. I think you probably would have got it. Um, but have you been happy with the races you've been at? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I have. I always have like one solid moto, and then something happens the second moto or other way around. Um, but this last weekend, obviously, I put two solid ones together. But I, I wasn't up front, which that's my biggest thing is I just want to start up front and ride with those guys. So yep. um, as long as I'm doing that, like I'm fine with them. I'm happy, and I feel like I go forward, but. Um, obviously, I had that fourth place before I got hurt, and I was happy with that. And I was fifth place in my bed. So I feel like I'm right there. Uh, yep. I'm not far off from like, I don't know, that group of like Dino and when he's racing. And, yep. and you know, Tomac's obviously on another level, but um, there's another group right behind them that I, that, uh, I want to I get in. So Yeah. No, I, I feel like, more, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. You like Washougal coming up? How you feel about? Oh, I love Washougal. Do you? It's like that's one of my favorite tracks every year. I liked how it's. Um, hopefully, I don't dig it too deep, but it, it usually turns hard pack, and I feel like I yeah. I ride hard pack really well. You know who's so, fast there? We'll see. You know who's fast there? Oh, uh, fast, the local fast Freddy. Oh, fast Freddy, dude! You wait. Okay. You wait. Freddy's back. <laughs> Freddy at Washougal is next level. Freddy is back. He got fifth. I didn't know that. Oh, what yeah. Did he get last year? I don't know. I'm going to look right now, but I'm telling you. <laughs> See? Um, How do you know that? He got fifth overall, like on a piece of crap Honda uh, one year, uh, um, okay. like when he was three digits. And because he's he's ex-brand guy, so I always paid attention to him, right? Um, yeah. Let me look here. Let me see. Uh, uh, 15-8. eight. So we, all, we had some problems in the first motor, but we, <laughs> but we rebounded okay. with an eighth. Yeah, but I feel like he's already gotten an eight this year at another track. So, I mean, hold he's on. a good rider. But are you talking shit I mean, on Freddie Norn? Okay, yeah. hold on. Let me tweet no, that. Let me I like tweet the that. guy. He's a good rider. He's uh, really nice. Oh, look but, at uh, this. Look at twenty. Look at twenty fifteen in a deep field. Freddie goes nine seven. Oh. Yeah, let's, who was like in front of him? Uh, Pike. Oh, was that what? Uh, fifteen twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Hey, listen. You can keep talking shit on Freddie Norn. When you have to deal with him this weekend, you're going to be thinking of me when Fast Freddie's right in front of you. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. Right. I'm kidding. What? Right. What? Hey, Christian. Question. Yes. What's the biggest difference between Geico and Factory Honda for you? Two hundred cc's. 
other yeah. than other than bike. the bike no. jump? Um, I feel like I don't know. I mean, I always felt like at home with Geico, and then I come over to a new team, and it's like just all the new guys, and, and they're all like they've been to see like Danny J and, and Dan. Yeah. That uh, I feel like it's really like prestigious in some way. You know, like it's just so professional, and not that Geico isn't, but. Bro, um, Gothic Jay's a weirdo. No, he's awesome. No, he's awesome. But guy. ask him stories about when I worked with him. I worked with him for four <laughs> years. I love asking him what he eats like every day. He eats some weird stuff. Have you seen his dragon tattoo? <laughs> no, he's always covered up. No, dude. Try to sneak in a shot of his dragon tattoo on his back. <laughs> it's uh, it's very strange. Yeah, just say, hey, man, where's your dragon tattoo? Um, no, yeah, I, but yeah, but I think that's the biggest difference. Right. Um, and then obviously, like it's just factory Honda. You know, like think of all the yeah. the guys that have been there, and it's just it's such a top level team that it's like a dream of mine to always ride for them. So for it to be happening is pretty cool. Not only is the bike the trickiest, and like you said, it's a dream to ride there. I think Honda has the best snack drawer in the pits. <laughs> The, of course, Steve oh, goes there. there. The, I haven't seen you there. The third drawer down in that Lista cabinet. You open it up, and it is like a like a, a ray of light. <laughs> hey, you know who knows? You know who uh, knows that drawer more than anybody is Jagger. Oh yeah, I bet. He, I bet. He right when he walks in, there, like he points at the drawer and knows it right away. Oh yeah, all of his candy and chocolate is pretty funny. It is. It's a fantastic drawer, and it might be the best one on the circuit. Um, right, I've get to see you in there, though. Oh, I've been in there. So, oh, I've been in there. That's Dan. Dan's caught, I feel like always ask like Dan. Dan's caught me in there. <laughs> um, uh, all right, let's get some phone calls for Christian from Joe. What's up, Joe? How are you? Oh, hey, Christian. It's Joe. Just wanted to thank you, man. I was. Out of Millville and uh, took a picture with me and your family, and it wasn't even autograph time. You didn't have to do that. You're awesome with the fans and sweet style, and I just want to say thanks. Was Paige there? Yeah, Paige. Uh, and she's she's usually <laughs> shooing away the fans. I'm surprised. <laughs> no, yeah. man. I mean, it was awesome being there. I've seen a lot of people that uh, I haven't seen in a few years, and I used to ride with at the local track. So, you know, anyway, I can. All right, if anybody wants to take a picture, I'm always up for it. You know, yeah. it's always cool. Yeah, it's like seven uh, just, so. yeah. Thanks again, Christian. Good luck rest of the season. Thanks, Joe. Bro, Thank it's you. not it's it's not like seven deuce deuce, bro. Seven deuce deuce goes and takes pictures with people. He, he will, doesn't wait for the people I know, to come. Dude, he's next level. He will actually hug the people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, That's why the people's champ. No, he is. You're right. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's up, man? What's your question for uh, Honda's Christian Craig? Hey, how's it going, guys? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Um, I was at Millville on Saturday as well, and it, I was there in the morning, super, super muddy and soupy. And then by the time the 250s started racing, it was pretty dry, it seemed like. How do you adjust your suspension settings like when the track changes so drastically from morning to the afternoon like that? Yeah, I uh, I struggled with that one, actually, at Millville. I made a change a second practice when it was still muddy, and, and I ended up liking it. So I was like, I'm going to keep with this change, the suspension change. And then uh, the first moto comes around, and it's all dried up and, and then not nearly as muddy. And, man, I had to ride that, that first moto out just hanging on. So <laughs> it's hard to adjust. you gotta you got to just kind of guess it and, and hope it plays in your favor. But um, I, my thing is just not make any changes throughout the day. I mean, if it's really bad and I'm – I can't really uh, 
you know, feel like I can, can't really ride it, then I'll make a change. But I'm not really picky. I try to just leave it and, and adjust to the bike. And, and I, uh, about it. I, uh, I had uh, – hold on, Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, hold dude, on. You get I got good questions over here, okay, bro. Well, it didn't sound like it. Your Jeez. other ones weren't that good. Whatever, um, bro. Hey, when I worked for Way uh, a couple times on the parade lap, um, Christian, he would come back. Now, this is Nick, so he's super weird and, like, lots of changes and everything else. <laughs> but, like, Nick would do the parade lap, come back and be like – one and a half on high speed. Let's uh, let's turn the shock out half a speed. Let's go in on the compression. Like after the parade lap, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, have you ever done that? Have you ever like gotten a lot of changes after a parade lap? I did that in Supercross, but I was just told to. Like they're <laughs> like, just try this, try this on the parade lap, and I'm like, well, I just roll around. They're like, well, just jump like two jumps, and if you feel something, <laughs> you know, let us know. I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I try not to be picky with it, but yeah. yeah. Um, thanks, Blake. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. All right, Seven Deuce, go ahead. Thank you. Um, so, when you're at these tracks, does Honda ever have like a? This was our 2016 Melville setting for this type of dirt type of thing, or is it purely just like, Yo, Christian, what do you want to do? The clickers. No, I mean, if, I think since it's a new bike there it's all up to like me and cole to just find something i think like last year with the previous bike they'd have been like hey like canard or cole mm-hmm. rode this setting and we liked it so with this new bike we're just kind of like me and cole just kind of search like if we're struggling we'll just be like hey it's doing this and we'll go some way but um yeah i mean it's it's tough with the new bike there's no uh history with it yet and uh yeah. but I feel like it's we're in a good place, and you know it'll it'll only get better. Um, man, though, you and Cole, like, talk about two guys that can ride a motorcycle for days without probably changing a clutch or <laughs> changing the oil, or you know, what I mean, you guys ride bikes so effortlessly, and uh, you know, yeah. I'm, but I guess, I guess, uh, before the new model came out, he was on the clutch, and they had to change a clutch like every two rides or something. Okay. I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah. So, <laughs> Since the, since he got the new bike, he's I guess he's better with it. But yeah, I was just like, kind of blown away by that one. Um, hey, I'm gonna run my my idea by you, uh, and it's a fantastic idea. And no one else thinks it's stupid, but I'm gonna run it by you. I want to try to get a sponsor. Maybe Fly Racing will step up, or, or, or Alias, or somebody. Um, I want to have like the Olympics of training facilities. Um, we're going to pick four or five guys from the nest, four or five guys from Ferry's place, four or five guys from MTF, uh, four or five guys from uh, um, um, wherever else, south of the border. And we're going to have like an Olympics of training facilities. Epic. Right? Epic. Epic. A Baker factory. <laughs> like, I, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's find out who the best team is at, the, at one of these stupid facilities. Yeah, we'll have like a completely nothing to do with Moto. Olympic athlete challenge for all five of these guys. No, I, I, I'm talking about race, a dirt bike race. Oh, we're talking about a oh, race. But we can do we can do juggling. Well, or can't if you want. I mean? Isn't that kind of just like every weekend? That's what JT said. I mean, and it's a, that's what I'm thinking. No, yeah, you guys are stupid. My idea. Is I great. could I could see like an Olympics of like who's actually the most fit, like where to go. Oh, okay. We'll do like a tug of war. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like a tug, tug of war. war. That sounds real good, Mathis. Um, hey, <laughs> what is the deal with the Ness? Like, okay, so it used to be Josh Grants and then Grant Langston and then RVs, and now it's Grondahl. And Seeley's there. You're there. AC is there. Kenny is there. 
I'm probably missing somebody, Sexton maybe or somebody. But, like, yep. do you guys – how do you coordinate when you're riding and, and who can do motos and what goes on? Like, how does that happen? What, what goes on? Well, all of us pretty much ride the same schedule. We do, like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, like, me, Adam, and Cole, uh-huh. probably, like, 80% of the time, Chase, we all do motos together. So – uh, it works out pretty easily. I go there. We, me and Cole sit down. And we're like, "Hey, Adam, what are we gonna do today?" And then, uh, he tells us, and I don't know how that worked out or how okay. he became our riding guy or whatever. But um, okay, yeah, we do our games together, and it's, I mean, it's wide open at all times when we're riding. Also, it's uh, right. Now, what happened? What happened to Jmart riding there? Did you guys get mad at Jmart? Did you guys pull up his underwear and give him no. a wedgie? Why did Jmart leave? <laughs> no, Jmart left. He he just wanted to go home. He was super crafty. He was supposed to go back to Minnesota. And he ended up staying um, a little bit longer. Okay. And then he actually did a, a thirty with us right before he left to go back to Minnesota. And you know, I think, you know, we all get along well. And, okay. Uh, we'll all ride together. So he just wanted to get home. It's like your phone is going in and out, like you're moving the oh, speaker. Can you or hear me now? Yeah, it's fine, but it's it's been doing that All whole right. show. I just should have said something earlier. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't. I really, really I, I, I'm fascinated by the uh, by the uh, ins and outs of these riding facilities. You know, like Amart and the TLD guys can't ride the main track with Marv and Anderson and Osborne. You know, and Osborne and yeah. Amart are going at it, and then there's this nest, and Grondahl owns it, but who pays for it, and who? who who decides on the moto length? And, and there's always this big, like, dick measuring thing about who starts first and who starts last. <laughs> like, how does all this work? I'm, I'm fascinated by all of this. You know, I just don't know how it goes. So I, I think it's funny that, like, uh, Claremont is, like, the new Temecula pretty much. Right? Like, uh, you can't – you go into a Target in Claremont and you see, like, I'll see Osborne at dinner or yeah. Amar, yeah, Amar and Chipotle or something that I like. At all times, you're just running into somebody, and I felt like that's how it was in Temecula not that long ago. It's pretty funny. Um, now, the, when I was there, there was only an Outback, and there's a Chipotle not not that far, but is that it, or what else is there? No, no. Claremont is the place to be. Oh, got, I, okay, wow. Sorry, bro. <laughs> good setup. They have a good setup there. All right. They have, like, a good Mexican food, and I feel like... It, I mean, we all of the riders pretty much go to the same place. It's like Chipotle for lunch after riding. There's this place, Kiki's, for breakfast where you can find Cole Seeley at 8.30 every day. Okay. <laughs> he eats breakfast there every day, literally. Yep. And he gets the same food. You can. It's pretty funny. Like, you can go there at 8.30 and you'll watch him walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's so anybody funny. listening that lives there, just go there and stand there. And he'll, he'll just walk in at 8.30. <laughs> he'll be there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, well, I feel like I should move. We should move to Claremont. Let's years. go, bro. Let's go. Let's go. I'd love to just hang out with these guys and record just, everything. And just send me know. the drop pin, bro. Right, we'll be there. Um, just go sit by the, in the Target parking lot, and then you can get everybody's interviews throughout the day. Yeah, really, it'd be fantastic. It'd be a great place for a media guy to go do right. Like, absolutely. <laughs> if, if, I mean, not everybody likes me, but people would like if there was a media person that people liked going there. Yeah, right. It's like I could go there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Are you there, Craig? He's gone. I'm there. Oh, you're oh, back. You're, here? you're back. All right, we we you, we dropped. Oh, now we missed you again. Yep. I don't know what's going Am on. Am I here? No, there you're back. Good. Great, great radio. Yeah. Um <laughs> Hey, uh uh 
thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, good job this summer. Uh, Washugal this weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, Fast Freddy Norn. Zooming by you on the up hey, here, bro. Steve. What? What would you rate my ride? Like, how would you rate my season? Um, I'm always I'm conflicted with you. I'm very conflicted when I watch you and when I think about you. Um, Why? Because you look so damn good on the bike. <laughs> it's it's so amazing to watch you ride a motorcycle. It's everything I would want to be yeah, he, on a motorcycle. It's just, it's the style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it is. And then, so then I'm like, uh, but then you look like you're not really trying. So at, Yeah, at the same time. So then you're like, wait, is he trying? Is he tired? <laughs> look at him. You know, uh, I, I don't know, bro. You I start really, like I squinting really at the TV <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, usually what I'm there. Is usually I'm there. Christian doing um, like like Southwick, <laughs> like at end of the first moto at Southwick. I'm like, oh, he looks pretty tired. Um, you know, I don't know how he's going to do second moto. And then you impress me in the second moto. You rode really well. Um, so I'm like, okay, I missed that one because I'm an idiot, you know. But then like when you let yeah. some laps at Red Bud, I'm just like, look at that. Look at that. I know that was right pretty, off the couch, it? you know. That was pretty. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, bro. I think you've been doing good. No, I think I think it's been going well for you. Uh, I would have. I really think you would have podium Glenn Helen had you not crashed. I think looking at the race and how it turned out, yeah. I think you probably would have got third. Um, so um, that would have been awesome, you know, if you hadn't uh, dorked out in that crash. By the way, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a little scoring. Um, but no, I, I think. Are you happy? Are you, are you good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have four more races, so. Yeah, yeah. I want more. I right. gotta get inside the top five, both motos. Well, good luck with Fast Freddy this weekend, bro. You better uh, br- <laughs> bring a bring a rope uh, with a hook and see if you can latch onto him <laughs> when he goes by you. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for your time, Christian. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yes, it's Jagger home, please. All right, thanks. All right. See ya. Christian Craig, everybody. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Great guys. Pulp Nation saves you twenty percent. What's wrong? Oh, dude, Steve, I love you, bro. Why? <laughs> dude, just like like the way you talk about Christian's riding and just – Dude. I mean, I know he's sick, but like – Dude. I mean, that was kind of a little something for Kiefer after dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of I kind of get those feelings watching him ride a motorcycle. I, I know you do. I can tell. Like, That's right. You Thing, were... <laughs> things up. Yeah, you like that? Things tingle. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to take a commercial break here with the okay. seven deuce deuce. Uh, we're coming up with Donnie and Josh Hansen. Josh Moseman. Do you, oh. know, do you know Moseman at all? I do know Moseman. I think it's Moseman. Moseman. No, I. Moseman? Moseman. Moseman. Not Moseman. I was sure? saying Moseman. You sure? Cause yeah, no, I know, what it, so I, know what, I know what it sounds like. Hmm. Interesting, because it has an eye. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Um, You're fucking so kidding me. Josh and Donnie Hansen will be on. Uh, Josh Moseman will be on. Uh, we got a whole bunch of segments to do. Jason Thomas. Moseman. Will be on. Let's talk about tracks with JT. Absolutely. And um, much more. Travis Marks' birthday off. is here. And we have a oh. treat. Oh. Maybe we'll Ooh. do it when we come back. Ooh. Treat. Fire! All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. 
due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB, get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? 
Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet, you're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. 
Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. 
The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Seven Deuce Deuce in Yo, the, his house. What What's up, Seven Deuce Deuce? You having fun? Dude, I freaking love being here, bro. Really? Freaking love it. Wow. I like it. I like to hear it. Uh, Josh and Donnie Hansen coming up right away here on the, on the show. Donnie, uh, 1982 Supercross and Motocross champion, was pretty much at the top of the world. Think of Kenny Roxon. Eli Tomac, Ryan Dungey, whatever you want. That was Donnie Hansen Boom. at the end of 1982. And uh, then he had a crash uh, preparing for motocross to nations uh, that ended his career. And uh, think about it. that, like if it was 2017, you know, right now. Um, wow. The number one guy going out. And, of course, uh, Josh Hansen, uh, he's been on the uh, a show a ton. And uh, we'll, help, we'll help welcome Josh in. And uh, uh, much more. Uh, Josh Moseman, Jason Thomas coming up as well. Got lots of segments to do. Uh, the folks at Ride Engineering have been on board with us for, for a while now. And uh, they've been great guys. They're always striving to perform the competition from the lightweight bolt-on parts, anti-twist bar mounts, performance links, brake rotors, calipers, brake Lines, all that kind of stuff up to the triple clamps everybody knows about the triple clamps that alex ray ran among others privateers uh the, tri the triple clamps improve handling provide a lightweight precision fitting product that will improve your riding experience everything is made in the usa uh you can use uh, pulp mx 20 for the uh, discount code at rideengineering.com great so socal company uh that uh, provides a lot of products for a lot of great uh, privateers out there as well as some teams as well i believe the uh 5150 team uses ride engineering um to uh to, for their needs, among other things. So please support them as well. W Wheels, guys, W Wheels supports the Seven Deuce Deuce among a bunch of teams in the pits. Seven, uh, Dude, Seven Deuce Deuce loves W Wheels. Strongest, best wheels on the track, period. Which hubs you go with? Carbon fiber. The talons? Yep. Okay. Carbon fiber talons. Kite. KTM uses kite. Yep. yep. Nope. Carbon fiber talons All with right, the XL A60s. Okay. Killing All right, it. bro. Let's put it this way Seven Deuce Deuce. W wheels, carbon fiber talons, A60, A60 hoops, made it through a complete I'm, Supercross season. I'm glad not that, a bend in a rim. I'm glad that W still helped you out after you left them for a year. Oh my okay? gosh! Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm. You know what? what you I'm know just what? Saying, you you want to know why W came back or not came back? I went <laughs> to W, whatever you, you want to call to it. You went to W, yeah. Yes, why I went back to W and they accepted me is because when I did choose to go another route from W. I called them in advance. Yeah, I told no, them exactly classy. what the deal was. You're classy. This is what's going on. 
And I talked to them. They said, okay, I appreciate the phone call, Deuce Deuce. If you ever want to come back, hit us up. And uh, that's how it goes down. Uh, 702-586-7857 if uh, you want to call in and uh, and talk to the 7 Deuce Deuce. Uh, next up on the show, father-son combo, like I said. Uh, imagine uh, Ryan Dungey or Ryan Vitapolo, the best riders in the world at the time, and uh, and then they get hurt and unable to defend their titles. Uh, that's Donnie Hansen. And, uh, of course, now we know DHMA.com, uh, Donnie Hansen Motocross Academy, has uh, taught uh, a ton of pros in the pits, including you. Seven deuce deuce. Straight up. You I went a to Donnie a school Hansen. when I was like 13 years old. Yeah. And I'm just ready to win a championship. Dude, I bet if you asked a lot of guys in the pits if they took a Donnie Hansen school, they would. Absolutely. They would tell you. Uh, so let's get uh, let's get them on the show first. First up, uh, he is the man himself. Whole shot Hansen. Donnie Hansen. What's up, Donnie? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Is this Steve? Yeah, it is, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no worries. Thank you. I appreciate it. I still get a lot of comments for that podcast with, on Racer X that we did a while back. So, um, yeah, thank you for doing that as well. My pleasure. Now, My Donnie, pleasure. of course, do you remember a 13-year-old Adam Edignap? What track um, were you at? <laughs> okay, I was at Gorman. Gorman. Gorman <laughs> at the top of the hill, and I was like 13 years old, and I was like as round as a butterball, and I rode an RM125, and I took the Donnie Hansen school. Just say yes, Donnie. Motocross. Just say you remember him. Was, was, it, uh, was it muddy out there? Yep. Yeah, I, I remember that day. Oh, uh, yeah. kind of sloppy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. He, did, he remembers you. Absolutely. There enough. you go. Uh, also on the a line. Legend. What, what, what's your name? Adam Entignap. Adam what? <laughs> Entignap. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> he don't even know me. Donnie's just so good. Uh, also on the line, uh, Josh Hansen. What's up, Hanny? How are you? What's up? How's everybody doing? We're good. Thank you for coming good. on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Seven, seven deuce deuce. Uh, I could see a seven deuce deuce Hanny team up somewhere down the line. Straight up, bro. Attacking Supercross. Yep, that's what's up. Yeah, we need money. We need money. Hey, I got that rap money, Josh. Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Uh, what have you been doing, Hanny? Uh, what's up with you? Twenty uh, eighth. We saw you Supercross in twenty seventeen. Saw you in the new shift stuff. Uh, shift gear. Yeah. Um, what's been? What else has been going on? Uh, I mean, lately I've been trying to just like, I've been hanging with my little one and kind of been, uh, kind of dealt with some like bleeding ulcers for like a while, like oh, last geez. couple months. So I was like in and out of the hospital for that. So I have not been riding at all. I've been, uh, I've been trying to figure out my body and stuff and kind of getting back to it, but trying to put some stuff together so I can still be out in the track. So it all makes sense racing. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think monster cup? Is that a goal? Is that something that you can do? Uh, possibly. We'll see. I haven't really uh, committed to that. I okay. mean, I'll probably do like straight rhythm. I mean, that's always kind of the easy thing to kind of get into, but I don't know. I would like to say yes to Monster Cup. I just need to get some things together. So. Sure. Um, let me ask you this, Josh. Didn't go well for you in Supercross. I'm just going to give it to you straight. You, you didn't ride like yeah. we know you can and what we've seen. Uh, what happened? Yeah. Or what, what went on? Were you hurt? Did, did things just not come together? What, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just never really came together. Yeah. I just got over it. I just got playing over it. I was not really wanting to really be out there too much. It was just like, mm-hmm. it was pretty much a shame kind of how it all went down and the support that we got and like what we were told and kind of how it all came upon. I mean, I don't know. Just It was just sliding the credit card and uh, yeah, yeah. really it just, yeah, it was a shitty ass year. I could have, I would have rather skipped it, honestly. Yeah, no, really, right? I forgot, like you, you got to be in the right mind space and you got to be all, 
you know, have no worries off the track to, to perform on the track, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, whatever, you know, I'm getting older, whatever, and I'm, I'm still enjoy riding <laughs> right. and racing. But, I mean, if it all makes sense, I want to do it. And if not, I mean, I enjoy riding, so I'm good with whatever's supposed to happen. Right, yeah, right. Good, good to see. Uh, hopefully we'll see you on the track soon. Now, let me get – so, Donnie, you've taught – You've taught so many riders, uh, uh, current pros, old pros. Uh, you've been doing these schools for a long time. Uh, you know, we talked about your racing career. Did when you watch Josh ride, and I mean, the Josh Hansen that won Supercross, and the Josh Hansen the battle for Supercross titles, and, and even a couple years ago when he was uh, running up front. Did you teach him that, Donnie? Did you teach him that kind of style? Because uh, Josh Hansen can really ride a motorcycle. Yeah, he, he's he's a good, nice and fluid uh, rider out there, and uh, um, he makes it look easy. And and that has came about over time. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you know, I, we 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 I brought him up, or we 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 built up over over time, and and just you know, it wasn't until it wasn't until he got on the big bikes with the twenty one inch, and yeah. back then it was eighteen inch rear wheel, right is where he started putting things together. Because on small bikes, you know, he was he was all right, but he wasn't really not that much of a threat. Mm-hmm. But, but again, when he got on the big bikes and things started things started happening and and uh um yeah, and he you know, he had some good people, he had some good equipment and some good people around him that uh that uh, allowed him to perform um like he needed to and mm-hmm. um um, hey Josh, so look, yeah. I, I didn't, I don't like listen to my dad all the time because you know he would disconnect my rear brake, he would take my seat off to make me stand up. Uh, seven deuce deuce, you probably didn't listen to your dad all the time. No, but hell no. But Josh, you, you know, I met. We're all like that, right? We're all like that. It's and dad, but it, but it's your dad, and he knows a ton about right riding motocross and how to ride it. But at times where you like, all right, dad, I got it. Just leave me alone. Oh, I mean, hell yeah, he's like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. I was definitely, uh, yeah, I was a little dickhead if anybody could believe that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of like, yeah, I, I definitely thought I knew, and then a lot of times I didn't, and my results weren't that good growing up, so I didn't really have too much to go off of. But to tell you the truth, I never really saw myself. I, I just like I, I just rode, you know. I didn't mm-hmm. really see myself kind of getting to kind of where it's all gone. Like I really just rode because I loved it. I didn't ride because I was like I had to be somebody or do something. I just did it for the love of it strictly, and it's kind of gone into it. But I know like I need to. Uh, I have the head on straight. I, I work well, but mm-hmm. my head's all sucked up. It don't matter how good you ride, <laughs> straight up. Um, but it's one yeah. of those things where you're like, listen, Dad. I know you won a Supercross title, and I know you know how to ride a dirt bike, and I want to listen to you, but if you were anybody but my dad, I would listen to you. But now you're my dad, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I was little, that was straight up. Like, honestly, like, you could have, like, some dude on the street corner, and I'd listen to him. You know, it's funny. Now that I've gotten older, I totally, like, I, right. I don't I don't hold a, a candle up to what he's done. So uh, yeah. now I got my tail between my legs. Uh, Josh, what has Donnie, what has Donnie helped you with though over the years, uh, mentally, or even, you know, uh, we talked about, you know, you're older now and you listen to him a little bit more mentally or even on a bike as does he like, uh, like for example, like when I work for Ferry, he, every once in a while, Ronnie Tishner, who was a former pro and, and teaching motocross schools, Timmy would be, you know, 30 years old and Tishner would call him and be like, Hey man, you're doing this thing in your corners with your head and your elbow. 
you know, can you fix that? And Timmy would be like, oh, yeah, okay, like a little reminder. Is there something like that that Donnie would hit you up with, whether it was uh, uh, the PC days or KTM or days or even now that you're like, oh, yeah, I can do that? Yeah, well, I just remember, like, right when I turned pro, he's like, you need to breathe, you need to breathe. And him and James Stewart's dad would be on the side of the track doing their hand motions or whatever for me to breathe. Okay. I don't know, like, what my pops did is just, like, learning the yeah, techniques on a motorcycle and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, yeah, I mean, he's been everything, you know, great for me, but I just, like, at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's something that I've ever carried is, like, all the techniques I've learned, but I definitely, uh, I definitely don't have the headstrong like he's had from his 82 days, you know, mm-hmm. I'd be a bad motherfucker. So, um, it's funny. You post a few things on your Instagram, Josh, for Donnie looking good in those answer ads, got the stash going. And <laughs> oh, everything. those were sick, weren't they? Yeah. 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 No, it's rad. I know. It's like, it's like all like the fashion and stuff is coming back from when Donnie was all <laughs> right, so, like, right? staying up to date right now. <laughs> um, Donnie, uh, DHMA.com for your schools. Again, you've been doing them for a long time. Um, What's some of the common mistakes you see, Donnie, from from riders in your school, whether it's from amateur to pro or the 13-year-old Adam Ektagnap at Gorman? Uh, What's some of the common things you see guys do that you're like, look, everybody should do this or everybody needs to do this better? Well, it's a combination. That's a lot of different. Okay. It could be be anything from uh, these amateur riders coming and sitting down uh, coming, coming and sitting down and breaking in the corner when it's when it's getting choppy, and mm-hmm. instead of being being more in the tack position and breaking and downshifting, and sitting down later, more right before the pivot point. Um, it could be, you know, it could be some of them are use one brake, you know, instead mm-hmm. of two brakes. Yep. You know, uh, some could be, you know, not uh, body positioning corners. Um, you know, some of them uh, can't. They can't get no air time because they lose. They don't have. They're not carrying the momentum. And and, a, and a, an example is a rider coming up to a jump and then chop the throttle off and on on the face of the jump. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they lost. They lost a little bit of drive. Um, not using the knees. Not using the, their knees and arms simultaneously to slow up a jump as they chop the throttle off to minimize their time and, and use their momentum to get over the jump and, and get the power to the ground a little faster. Um, you, there's, there's a lot of riders not not in the power band. And mm-hmm. on, um, so there's a lot of different variables on, on uh, this depending on, on the day or, or the riders that uh, I'm up against. Um, line choices is, yep. is a big one, too. Uh, so... You know, what, these riders, these amateur riders, and, and, uh, and I know it too yep. here in Colorado, that uh, these type of riders here, this, they enjoy going to races with their family, going racing and hope for the best, you know. But, you know, they don't want to take the time or maybe to spend the money on uh, necessarily perfecting the rider and their, and their kid. You know, and and it, it it kind of blows my mind because if they get if they get a, some education, it makes a world of difference. You know, instead of getting the same result every every weekend, is they got to learn how to excel in the sport. You know, and how to how to better themselves. But um, 
I know. I guess certain parts of the country you're going to have that, you know. Yeah. And you know, the, the one thing, you know, our economy has been, you know, pretty down, pretty much down for for a while, and and uh, you know, the cost of racing and and buying their bikes and stuff is is hurting is hurting families as well. So that makes it makes it hard for um, these these parents or riders to spend a little money to educate themselves on how to how to perform better. Yeah. But uh you know, it's 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 real it, it's something that's real important that they don't take for take for granted. They just think that, you know the kid knows how to ride a bike. Okay, well yep. that's fine. But you could educate yourself to ride a little bit better. But you know, I I don't push an envelope. I just go out there and Watch some races. I did that this weekend. Went went to mm-hmm. a family Aztec here in Colorado Springs, by a real wolf uh, track out here, and uh, SRAC uh, big sanctioned body went out there and, mm-hmm. and uh, watched some races and and uh, had some great weather and enjoyed myself and talking to people and stuff. And, oh, cool! You know, the- you get you get you get some you get some people, but to just uh, this part of the country is not, you know. Like like the West Coast, yeah. per se. Um, one thing, uh, the worst thing you can do, Donnie, don't put a photo of Josh or a video of Josh up and be like, hey, everybody, just ride like this. Because <laughs> you can't teach that. <laughs> uh, Josh Hansen and Christian Craig are two guys that come to mind that you're like, you're like, yeah, you can't right. teach that. You, just, they, that's how they ride. It's natural. Well, you know, you know, for, for Josh or for Christian Craig, you know, they – at a supercross, they got the timing. They got the timing down, yeah. and they got the confidence, and and the technique that you know they're just so fluid. Mm-hmm. Whether they're jumping, you know, doubles, triples, or or whatever, and and uh, you know these days the, the riders, the best riders in the world, are, are strong physically and mentally, and that's that's where you got to be. To beat the, the best riders, and, and it takes more than just knowing how to ride. Mm-hmm. And, and to, uh, you know, one of the biggest things for all the listeners, sorry to cut you off, Donnie, but um, doing these schools, it's not just about getting better at the races also, but it's about having Donnie teach you, you know, correct riding technique, when to squeeze your knees like you were talking about, to be safer on the track. And being safer on the track means, you know, you don't get hurt as much. You're 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 on the track and you're not on the couch and, and that's more time riding and more time having fun. It's not like you just have to be a racer to go to a Donnie Hansen school. But I mean, if you're into racing and you want to race, that's perfect. If you don't, go to a school and learn the correct technique from these guys. I mean like we were talking about Donnie Hansen is a champion. He knows what he's talking about, and he'll keep you on the track, and he'll get you going faster. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, not just like you said, not for racing, but just for trail yeah. riding. You know, the better your the better your skills, to make it more enjoyable and safer at the same time. Uh, Josh, watching that shift video, uh, the twenty eighteen shift stuff, um, got me thinking. Yeah. What's the gnarliest jump you've done? <clears throat> Man, what's, I don't what's, even know. Honestly, I don't think anything like. I don't know. I really? Mean, okay. That's a good question. I really nothing even stands out. I've, I don't know. The Grand Canyon. Oh, well, that was that the was Grand Robbie. Canyon. What? <laughs> Robbie Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> that was Robbie Knievel. Yeah. Uh, no. I really don't even know. It's, it's. 
That's just something that I can't answer. That's a good one. Uh, and Josh, you traveled with with your dad doing these schools for a long time, and whether it was uh, RV or Weimer or um, Cole Seely, right? Seventy Deuce, you said Cole Seely was that yeah, yours? Yeah, Cole Seely was actually at the, um, the at the school, yeah. and Donnie Hansen was like. Cole would kind of yeah. show us how to do it. Ryan and Morris then, was a, was also a guy for a little while. He, yeah, he demonstrated. He did a lot of demonstrating for me. Yeah, um, Cole uh, did, uh, and uh, you know we got to uh, see uh, Cole uh, before he was yeah. even pro Supercross. And sure enough, there you go, but, Donnie but, Hansen. But Josh, you're hanging out, and you see all these kids too, and now, then you end up racing against them. It's got to be kind of weird, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, yeah. It was it was like my dad would teach all the people kind of around me too. So, yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're like, hey, dad. <laughs> Hey, Dad, yeah, can you, can you no, not help out that Ryan Villapoto guy a little bit? Can you not help him <laughs> as much? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, all, all these guys, it's crazy. Like, seeing them, I'm growing up with, like, all of them and uh, seeing, like, where we're at. And even James, you know, Stuart and, and Malcolm and seeing just everybody. It's just yeah. it's, it's rad growing up, especially when you're getting older. Like, yep. It's, it's, that little stuff kind of means a lot more to you later on in life that you get to see these people grow up. And, you know, it's not just like a flash in the pan. Um. Donnie, who's the guy that you taught that went on to have maybe unexpected success or, or somebody that was, took one of your schools that you got to know a little bit and then you saw his career really blossom and, you know, you were re- really proud of him? I mean, look, James Stewart was a bad dude when he was nine years old, so I'm not counting him. But was there another rider that you taught Donnie that you were like, holy crap, this kid's actually really good? Well, I, I've, taught, I've taught a lot of riders. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Villapoto hold on for him. what what's that Don, what's that Josh? I'm gonna say Villapoto for him because I remember Villapoto being at our schools and he was okay. Yeah, you know he's on the Yamaha 80. Right. But he, you know, then you got a left yes wax on everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now obviously Villapoto waxed everybody's well, ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's 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 a few riders or quite a few riders that you know when I worked with the riders uh, young. Like all the like Villapoto or like uh, Dungey Ryan Dungey or or Jake Weimer, mm-hmm. they came here to call to Colorado. You know they, you now they're just like beginners or junior riders. Yeah, yeah. And w- what I what I did is uh, build a build a foundation for them. You know, so they know know uh, a little bit what what to practice and how to practice when they go when they leave the the property or leave the track and go home. They got a, they got something to think about to build on, you know, and that and that's what I say to all these riders that I work with. The stuff we work on, it's a, it's amazing the difference between when they come and when they leave. The confidence, the, the middle, uh, how strong they are mentally, and and their ability with the uh, tech, the technical aspects, they take that home, and then they they work on it to to build on it. You gotta know what the you gotta know what to work on because your average amateur doesn't know how to doesn't know how to practice. Mm-hmm. If they go to the they go to the racetrack and practice on the weekdays or you know on Friday before the weekends, they go practice and they're and they're practicing wrong. They're reinforcing those bad habits. So you know you, you can only you can't you can only excel only so far, and you're limited. So yeah. it, it's it's it's. It's worth getting education. Getting the education you need to, to better yourself, as well as be safer. And, and uh, but there's I there's so many riders through the years that I've worked with that I've seen um, ex- excel to championship level, and and I'm really proud to see all these kids and be part of 
being part of, uh, you know, small part of wh- where they became, you know, what right. they what they did, um, and, as well as as well as Josh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, one three five Supercross winner. Um, when when are we going to see you at the Nationals, Hanny? When are you going to sign up and do a Nationals again? Let's get that going. Yeah, when there's a lot, lot more money. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the the one hundred showing up at a national blow everybody's wigs back, dude? <laughs> that that will be the day, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you know what's crazy is I just shaved in a mustache like my pops from 82 just now. Oh, sweet. Oh, oh fantastic. What? We'll check that out <laughs> on social. Me, like, you guys started talking it, and I got all hyped, and I just been sitting here in the mirror just looking at the That's nice. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Donnie, so you can go to dhma.com, uh, um, all the contact info, your training, your your camps and everything else, all the info's on there for people well, to, to get yeah, in touch. Go to, go to- Go to, uh, I got a new website. It's really nice. DonnieHanson.com mm-hmm. uh, for the dates for the remaining uh, summer camps in College Springs. Okay. And the schools in the schools around the country. I got, I have uh, a Washington, Washington. I got a school August 5th and 6th. Uh, the, the famous uh, Washington. Yeah. Um, MX track. That's always good. I, I go there uh, every year for the last dozen years. Uh, Ram Off-Road uh, Park here in Colorado Springs. Uh, the Greeley Supercross here in Greeley, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a one-day school there before the championship race. Um, and also, i got a, a surprise guest here with uh, you, Steve, coming up. Yeah. Here in about a week or two, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We'll, I'm looking we'll, forward we'll to keep, it. We'll keep, we'll keep that a secret. Yeah, for yeah. Now. That'll be fun. Um well, great. Thanks for coming on, both of you guys. Josh, I, I, I need some advice. The uh, the monster guys, they're really not happy with me. I made some jokes on this show about the quality of their videos, and they are really upset at me, Han- Hanny. What do I do? Next time you see him, spit on him. <laughs> well, I wasn't really going for that. I was more going for some career advice. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'll say if I can hawk the biggest luggy you can. Because um, oh. they are not happy with me right now, so um, I, I think, think that's, that's funny. Rad. No, I, I that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll sleep okay. Uh, I won't have a problem with yeah. it. But, uh, hey, we all will. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, thanks for your time shit. to both of you. Please check them out, DonnieHanson.com, uh, a guy who's taught the pros, been around the pros, and uh, and his son Josh has the uh, has the resume to prove it. And, Hanny, we're looking forward to seeing you with the Monster Cup maybe, straight rhythm probably, and uh, and, and hopefully Supercross next year, man. Um, thanks to both yeah. of you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. I appreciate Thank it always. Thanks again. a lot. All right. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks, Josh. All right, guys. See you thanks, boys. All right. See you. Uh, Josh Hansen and uh, Donnie Hansen on the uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Travis, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going tonight? Good. What's happening? Hey, I had a question for the Seven Deuce Deuce. What up? Hey, man. Um, I know it's a little far out, but I was just wondering um, maybe some goals that you set for yourself for um, 2018 Supercross season or maybe even a little sooner with the uh, Monster Cup? Um, Yeah, I am going to be doing Monster Cup. I haven't – I've been working with my mental coach on kind of what what we want to do and and what the results are. I think we're going to set those in stone tomorrow. But um, as far as uh, 
weight loss and stuff like that and physical shape. We, uh, we've had a few goals. I should be down to uh, 188 at Monster Cup is, uh, is what we're on track for. I'm really, really, really trying to make, make an effort for next year and stay healthy. You know, this is the first time that I've actually had an off-season to, uh, to get prepared. And, and it's nice. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to any of these nationals coming up, and uh, I'm just going to purely work on my body. I've been in the gym four days a week. Um, I completely changed my whole eating habit program, and uh, I've been riding three to four days a week on top of it. So uh, we're working it out. I have an absolutely amazing trainer that uh, that works really close with um, Peter Park, who trains Ken Roxon. So uh, my uh, <clears throat> my trainer, Taylor Selby, is, is absolutely on top of it, and we're ready to take on 2018. And, how's that, uh, Travis? How, how's that statement? We're ready to take on... 2018. Yes, and don't get me wrong. Like, there's a long time to go, but um, as of right now, I'm uh, I'm ready to grind out every single hour, and uh, and I'm happy that I have this time, and and I'm just excited for and 2018. He, and he loves you, and come get an autograph. And I love you. Come get an autograph and yep. a picture. Hey, hey, I know you gave away um, Trey Kennard whole set jersey pants, but. How about hooking a brother up with a seven deuce deuce jersey? Can we do it, Steve? Well, it's your jersey, bro. Bro, I'm like literally out of jerseys. I just called uh, Max. Yo, bro, Steve's about to hook you up with the 2018 with JT. You're going to need to make some room for all this year. That's a good point. All right, we'll, we will get you one. Stay on hold. Uh, we'll get Max to make one up and send it out to you, and you Perfect. can sign it or something. Right, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, thanks for the hey, call, man. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it, you guys. Take care. Seven deuce deuce. You. Right. Thanks, thanks, uh, Travis. thanks, Travis. Appreciate uh, it, bro. Travis, birthday Travis, get Travis one info for you, uh, and uh, we'll get to Doug. Doug, what's up, bro? How are you? Oh, I just wanted to give you a call because chat room, now I got RM125 and Moto Max 36. They said if you get drunk, you got to call in. <laughs> well, right on, bro. So, I first I want to give them a shout out, and then I want to say, T-Pound, where are you, bro? My main chat room, bro. We love the chat room people that are live on the show. And Marks is going to make you a chat room soon because we had some problems. That's something. And so. I want to. I, I do want to tell you. You probably need to give Marks a raise. I called in earlier. Uh-huh. I'm having issues. The guy well, out my issues. Maybe so you were. Maybe you were computer. too hammered. Maybe you're too hammered, Doug, to figure it out, and you didn't really have issues. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. I've been having to go to IE. I've you know we'll get you on Google. Uh-huh. He told me exactly what to do to get you hooked up. Yeah, Marks is smart, but stop it with the race shit because he's going to hear it. Dude, quit, yeah. quit that shit, bro. Yeah. We're no. low budge over here, dude. Marks. Mar- hey, Marks. Hey, you better hold on, Seven Deuce, dude. Seven Deuce, whose side are you, you on know, here? You, you don't even know who I am yet. The guy did a fucking backflip over there. You did a backflip? Because he did. Uh, oh, I can do a backflip. No, not That's you, easy. Doug. I've done a backflip. Shit. Marks. When it, in the payment for the second half of 2017 uh-huh. that I gave you a few weeks ago. Yes. Two payments. Sure. Two payments and spread uh-huh. out over the year. Uh-huh. Yep. Was there not an extra little bit of f- cash in there for you? There was, yeah. There oh! we go. There we go. A little extra cash. <laughs> I do apologize, Steve. Birthday it's all right, money. Doug. Uh, I try to keep people happy, and I just need to keep him happy for sure. Because you know why? I don't give a shit about what he does for the show. He'll, he'll fucking hack me, bro. <laughs> He will hack me. He, he took me, my computer issues in like less than three minutes. Yeah, no, dude. He he will dude, hack he every one of us. He probably was in your computer. Yeah, dude. bro. He's probably in your brain right now. 
Dude, I want to turn my computer over to him. But anyway, seven deuce deuce. Yo. On to you. What's up, boy? Hey, you get some texts about the mad skill motocross? Dude, I did, and I looked at that line, but the problem is, bro, is you got to send that shit on Wi-Fi because that shit was blurry, bro. Yo, whatever you need me to do so you know who I am now, don't you? Yes, absolutely. I knew the whole time, bro. You're tripping. Because I cannot have you getting beat by some fucking punk like me. No, straight up. We can't have it, bro. I don't don't play that. We can't have that shit. You at least got... You gotta, you gotta beat Nick. Oh, by the way, I did get him today on both tracks. Hell yeah, boy! This is fantastic radio. You. Mad skills talk right now, <laughs> dude. Send Great that radio, bro. <laughs> send it on Wi-Fi, bro. <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. We got to run. We got JT on the line. Thanks for calling. Now, thanks, Doug. Get the PIR. Love ya. Yay! Right, see ya, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. What's up, JT? Too much. What's happening over there? We got to we got to hash out seven deuces uh, seven deuce deuce twenty eighteen deal. We got to get this going. I don't think you're. Uh, I don't think you'll be involved. That's all right. We'll get it. We'll get it taken care of. No, 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 no. Seven deuce deuce has, has granted me full agent rights for his contract. <laughs> all right. Well, you and uh, Max and seven deuce deuce can all get together and sort that out. Oh, we will. We will. Uh, <laughs> JT, we had uh, the great Trey Kennard was on earlier. Fly Racing Zone. Trey Kennard, as we know, he hung it up. Um, told us a little bit of the reasons why. Talked about it a little bit. But your memories of Trey Kennard and your thoughts about the 41 hanging it up. Uh, I mean, Trey was uh, what a talent to start with. I mean, the guy won a Supergrass title in his first year. You know, came out and Really, I mean, when nobody really expected it, came out and started beating beating uh, Dun- Dungeon Bill Poto and Reed and all these guys. You know, won uh, I want to say three races his first full 450 season. Um, you know, it's just a shame, and and you'll always wonder what if with Trey because he was uh, he was a world class talent when you never really got to see it kind of uh, unfold all the way. I don't think you know. Um, I mean, he made a lot of money and won a lot of races, and you know. Like we talked about the other night, mm-hmm. he would uh, he had a, he had a career that most people would trade theirs for in a heartbeat. Yeah, um, but I just felt like that he had more to give, you know. And obviously injuries took their toll, and it wasn't his fault, you know, per se. But man, he had a he had a talent that could have turned into a lot of championships. Uh, interesting. We asked him. I asked him for some career memories and thoughts of great races and what he remembers. And you know what he brought up? Uh, Anaheim, a race he lost. Anaheim won. 2013, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he, him and Millsaps put that battle on. Interesting, though, that he brought up a race he lost. That not a lot of riders would do that, but it just meant to him that he was back. You know what I mean, and able to run the pace. Yeah, and that that was the one you asked me on the, on yeah. the race track review last night. What I remembered, but I, I had some insight because you know we were a big sponsor of his, and he had filmed this uh, 41 revival uh, documentary in that off season about his recovery and the road back and what he went through physically and mentally to get back to a high level. I mean, that, that was a really serious injury. I, I definitely didn't think he would be racing anymore after mm-hmm. that. Yep. Uh, so to come from there all the way back to, you know, going into NI1 and, and, you know, he was our number one rider and all that. We were kind of just unsure of how he would even go. And for him to come out and ride like that, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was, I'm sure, very emotional for him and his family to um, go down that path and then be on that stage again. So it was, yeah. it was cool to watch, and I was, 
I wasn't even that involved. I was just a, yeah. you know, a part of a sponsorship, and uh, it was it was a cool moment. Can we move Trey salary for seventeen right over to the seven deuce deuce program? We'll do that right deal. That we'll do that deal right now. I'll take fifty percent. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't I say love that. Addy, but I don't. I just don't think that's going to happen. We got him on the ropes. Don't say you'll take fifty percent. We got him on the ropes right now. Well, I'm now. trying to be realistic, bro. <laughs> Dude, you're not helping. Um, <laughs> he's talking himself down. Okay, okay. So, Steve, what we're going to do is we'll go in high, and then we'll kind of just take what we can get. Okay. Is well, the point? high is Trey Kennard's okay, salary, so and we go in. JT, Trey Kennard's salary. We want it. High is a very appropriate term for this conversation. Right now. <laughs> Uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, very exciting, JT. On Friday on flyracing.com, the 2018 gear will drop. The stupid embargo will be over. And the riders this weekend will be in Fly Racing 2018 gear as well. Uh, so, big weekend for you guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, the funny thing is that, you know, you've been railing against this embargo. Mm-hmm. How do you think I feel? How do you think I feel having to. Listen to you, for one. That would be my number one, is listening to you all yes. the time. Yes, yep. Complain. But then, you know, I'm obviously excited about it. I've been excited about it for a long time. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have to, you know, ask people nicely to take it down off their Instagram and, ask you know, ask dealers to not show customers and all the things that, that happen. It's right. just part of the yeah, um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for all that to be but, over with. Hey, don't just blame me. Racer X put the photo of you and Pike up with just embargoed black bars in the background. I love. No, that. I think it's funny. I, right, you know, it's funny. I but trust me, I'm ready to. I've been um, you know helping our reps sell it in. I'm ready to actually see some guys wear it and be out on the track with it. Now we can see it on FlyRacing.com on Friday, right? That's what I said. That's correct, right? Yeah, it'll be late in the day. Okay, uh, all right. It, it would be more like Friday night. Okay. Uh, All right. It's really, you know, once our once our employees leave on Friday, we kind of have to have everything rolling to be right. there on Saturday. Okay. Uh, when will Tits get a catalog? Because that's important too. Um, I guess I could ship him one next week. Oh, okay. So, All right. Well, he'll be very happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, maybe I could even ship him one on week before I leave, and then it would get there after embargo. Was JT, so one thing I want to talk to you about, we talked to Seven Deuce Deuce about it. We talked to Christian Craig about it. Uh, this has been a debate with Villeman and Weege earlier in the year. Track prep for the Nationals, we saw it was really crappy this weekend, but they got a ton of rain. Like, there's nothing you can do. Uh, the great David Bailey had an Instagram post about Lockett in Checo, which was pretty much like Lake Elsinore, you know, hard and rocky and, well, rockier than Elsinore back in the day. But, um, there's real no answer. I'm going to have MX Sports is back a bit because of High Point having rain, Lakewood having snow, uh, Millville having rain, um, and all that. So it's a delicate tightrope to walk, but I don't know if – I mean, I like what Bailey said. Some of the points are all right. Like, you know, I think you should have a, use a different tire, for example, in the 12-race series. But um, what, what's your take on all of that? Well, I would argue, I mean, you have been to Washougal several times. Washougal's nothing like any other track. Uh, they're totally different, you know, just because they'll use the same tire. I mean, Washougal is a completely different racetrack than Millville or Southwick. Southwick's totally different than Muddy Creek or High Point, you know. I, mm-hmm. I really don't agree. And I've listened to Chad Reed yell at me about this, you know, like I have anything to do with it. He's right, about this issue, and I'm kind of like, well, I get it. If you want to say Redbud and Millville are similar and 
you know, they've added sand to other tracks and, and kind of brought them towards the middle a little bit, I would get it. But I, I still think we have a lot of diversity in our series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I do understand parts of it, but I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's as big of an issue as we make it out to be sometimes. Right. Um, okay. As far as, you know, this weekend with, with uh, David Bailey watching, I mean, they, they really did try to work on the track. I mean, every time the guys went out, they had, you know, that they had worked yeah. on sections and tried to tried to make it as good as they can. But when it floods, you know, Wednesday and then Friday, there's only so much they can do. And honestly, if you watched practice, the pre- qualifying practice, which I don't think that David ha- did because, of, you know, yeah. he even said on his post that he hasn't watched a lot. It was it was incredibly muddy. It was bad, I mean, yeah. Over-the-top yeah. mud. Yeah, so you're, you're working with, you know, adverse conditions. Um, if he wants to talk about the level of racing in Europe, I'm not going to argue that. But at the same time, we lost our defending champ. Uh, we lost, you know, we lost Roxon to injury. We lost Ryan Dungey to retirement. Blake Baggett's dealing with an injury. You know, Chad Reed only races Supercross. Just go down the list. Brayton, yeah, Brayton, Millsap. Yeah, Brayton is yeah. not racing. Alessi's not racing. I mean, just go down the list of all the Parcells out. Um, Kennard just retired. So, and I'm I'm just getting started on guys that aren't racing. So yes, I understand that their series is their all their guys are really healthy, and I don't think they're missing really any key guys over there right now. So yeah, the the level's high and it's super competitive, and that that's great. Mm-hmm. I can't argue that at all. But I think there are reasons, you know. And to just say our racing is boring, well, you know, if, if Marvin coming out and going one one wasn't surprising, then I don't know what is, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Tavidi class was was great racing. Joey has been not doing well at all, and he comes out and goes, you know, one two for the overall. Zach has an engine going out. But that was high drama. I thought the, the yeah. whole second, the first moto. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm listen. I'm not going to argue with David Bailey. He he accomplished ten times what I'll ever think about accomplishing in the sport. But I don't think that you know it was completely a hundred percent. Uh, a fair argument, either. So, um, what are we going to do? But what, what about what, uh, what are we going to do with more across the nations, man? So Tomac's on the fence. We don't know. He's not in for sure. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Baggett may be out. His thumbs <laughs> jacked up. Uh, we we Anderson has been beat up. Now it's nothing serious, but he's been beat up. Osborne's good to go. Two fifty guy on lock. Yeah, Osborne will go. But dude, I wonder what we're going to do. Yeah, we were kind of, you know, you and, and Weege and I were, were walking through this today, and I kind of, and I'm just guessing, but I kind of came to the conclusion that I think we're going to have the same team, just uh, I think we'll take Zacco instead of uh, Amart on mm-hmm. the 250, because you look at Anderson, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's, he's beat up, yeah. you know, but we're, we're a long way away. You know, we're, uh, we're over two months away from that race happening. Um, and then you take, uh, you know, Osborne's the easy choice. Tomac, I, I don't think he'll go. I hope he does. Trust me, you know, yeah. first spending their own money to go. I hope that Tomac goes because I think he's the most qualified and gives us the best chance to win. But I, I have my doubt. I don't know if I think we'll be in the same scenario where it's just like it's too much and Monster's not prioritizing it and, and he'll choose to do something else. Uh, so I think the only guy left, and I've just racked my brain I think they're going to have to go to Webb again, mm-hmm. and I think I think this 2018 bike is going to help him in the last couple rounds here. Um, assuming he's on it by Unadilla, I guess we're you know we won't know that yeah. until it's close. But I think uh, I think they'll go with Webb again. I think he's the only guy left because I don't think that Blake will race. I think he'll he'll get his 
uh, thumb fix or some sort of healing will go on, whether it's surgical or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Tomac thing we talked about, and then Anderson, I think, will want another shot, and I think they'll give him another shot. He, I think he earned another shot. Yep. And who, who's left? Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I sat about it, and you didn't really have anything to offer as far as a, a different option either. I don't know what well, else I said. There. I said Marty, but. Um, yeah, he's not American. You know, well, but you start thinking about who are the best guys. Well, you know? okay. Yeah, you look at the points. Webbs and uh, you look at the points right now. Uh, Seeley's. Ahead of Webb, Bogle's ahead of Webb, but they're not going. No offense to those guys. They're not going. Yeah, and, uh, I, and I wouldn't want them to go with no experience over there and uh, any of those. Things. Barsha's behind Webb in the points and has ridden really well at that event before. Well, but, he's going to switch teams, I think. Yeah, too, you know, yeah, that's a yeah. part of it. That yeah, that's a big part of it. So, when you look at the event, okay, so French will be Paul in Marvin. Would you send Ferrandis? What about Pacharel? You know. That's a good team. That's a really good team. Yeah, I, I think knowing that team and, and just the way they've operated, I bet they send Pacharel again as the defending champs. But I think your best team is Ferrandis. Yeah. Um, but I, I just have a feeling. And, and, you know, the way they've done Marvin in the past, I bet they go with Pacharel again. They'll be good, though. They'll be really good. Yeah, I'm just – I'm starting to come around with your tier way of thinking as – No time. And things have just got to change <laughs> on our end for this yeah. to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm just getting bummed out. That when was the last time we sent our absolute best of the best team? I mean, it's been a minute. Dude, uh, that might have been 12 with Dunge, Baggett, RV. Right? Because 13 was who do, Momo. Who do we take the, who do, yeah, who do we take the Twitch and Thaw in 14? Uh, Tomac, Barsha, Tomac, and, and Dunge. Um, that might have been the best team. That was a pretty good team. I don't, I don't remember who would have. Yeah. Obviously, Tomac and Dunge were the easy choices, but I don't remember who would have yep. been the choice besides Barsha. That yeah, no. Be. Yeah, he was, he was riding well. I don't remember Barsha being that great in 14 outdoors. Maybe he was, but yeah. I don't remember it being that way on a Honda. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's do the uh, X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment. This is uh, a great segment. We, we really like doing this. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Get out of your mind, dude. Rapid-fire. 15 seconds. X-Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere, like Brock Tickle, Fast Freddie Norman, who's going to whoop Christian Craig's ass this weekend in Washougal. Not really. I was just joking with Craig, though, about how fast Freddie is at Washougal. Hey, Craig is going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Uh, I told I told Christian to bring a, a hook that he can throw on the back of Freddie when he, Freddie goes by him up up horsepower hill. So, but, boom. As usual, it didn't go so well. Uh, X brand goggles. I don't think he's gonna pass him there. Pulp MX uh, seventeen is the code to save with X brand goggles. The best goggles out there. Ricky Braybrack runs these goggles. Oh God, so many top riders. Josh Strang as well. And uh, we thank the X brand goggles for making it out. And uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, if you put X brands on, you will win. It's that simple. You sure? Because I'm pretty sure you won't win. Nope, you will absolutely. I think you said it. If I, uh, I mean, I'm speaking of sure X brand too. Uh, um, everything I hear, especially today, I kind of confirmed it today. I knew about it a little bit, but I kind of confirmed it today. Tickle's going to Red Bull KTM. Really? For 18. I'm not stamping it. I got the I got my hand up with the stamp, though, ready to thrust down hmm. with a final stamp. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you're going to be at the Red Bull like today? To- What's that, JT? I was just going to say, it didn't sound like the info we, that we got today was, like, stampable, though. No, I got more after that, even. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 not stamped, but it's it's coming. Um, so that might mean one more spot if they do three. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say now you're gonna be over at the Red Bull tent doing X brands. I don't do the X brand stuff. You don't? No. Yeah, you do sometimes. No, I <laughs> don't Whatever. at all. I don't. X brand goggles, choice champions everywhere. Uh, Brock Tickle ironically made me quit the X brand job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Tickle. I but guess you won't be over there. No, no. A year ago this weekend. Yeah, exactly. What the hell happened? Weekend, no, yeah. two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, yep. yeah. Two years ago this weekend. Brock Tickle, everybody. I, I, like, I like Brock. We've had him on the show. It's no problem, but it was a very tense situation. Um, okay, so these are questions submitted by Moser. Do you, are you familiar with Moser? Uh, I don't know that guy. Okay. JT, any idea? Uh, he's a mechanic, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I believe he's a mechanic for Alex Ray. Oh, that's right. Um, the all guy right. with the unicorn head. Thirty seconds. I know it said fifteen seconds. These are thirty seconds. And uh, Travis Marks. Oh, I like it. Let's uh, let's read him. Birthday boy, Travis Marks. Everybody. Hello, Steve. Based on Tim Ferry's definition, did Trey Kennard quit or did he retire? Oh no, Trey Kennard retired. JT, Trey Kennard retired. Uh, I don't like guessing at people's finances, but uh, I would hope so. I, I, don't, I think he's been pretty smart with his money, and he's made a lot of it. Yes, so. yes. Let's, let's hope so. JT, whatever happened with Reed's Supercross appeal of the Dungy Blue Flag Fine? The what? The Blue Flag Fine. Reed's appeal when he was oh, blocking yeah, Dungy. I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. I would assume nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I would also assume. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Seven deuce deuce. Besides an increase in purse money, what else would get more privateers racing the nationals? Another increase in purse money. <laughs> Anything else? Mm, yeah, if somehow they can figure out how to do them, like, absolutely the closest you could make each one to the next one. If that makes sense, yeah. All right, you got to you got to figure. I mean, the the toughest part, and and I like the outdoors. You know, the company I work for is a huge sponsor of the outdoor series, so I'm treading lightly here. But for a privateer, you got to think it's about uh, one third to a quarter of the money for like ten times the amount of work that it takes to do well. It's, it's a yeah, toughest yeah. Place. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And honestly, uh, there were 76 dudes trying to make the 450 class at Millville. No problem. Like, there's not an issue. Yeah, but like... First money, bad. I agree. It could be better, but there's, there's more... I'm talking about the whole series, though. Yeah, you yeah. Go do the whole series is, you know... But if you're MX Sports, you Sport, you're like, hey, we have 76 guys trying to go. We got no problems. Yeah, but at the same time, though, it's like the 76 guys you got are like local dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. I guess. Yeah. Steve, after skipping Millville, do you feel it's necessary to attend the races to report on them? Hashtag fake news. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that Moser guy can fuck off with that hashtag. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely believe it. It's it's the people who don't go to the races that report on them. It's it's really tough. You, you, you can just watch TV that follows one guy around or two guys around. You don't see who's charged up, who, who dropped back, yeah. who was having problems. I mean, especially nationals. Uh, there's so much to watch when you go to the races. I mean, now... 
you know, I'm setting myself up for when I retire next year and not go to the races anymore that people are going to be like, why are you going to report on them? But it really, really helps on going to the races. Absolutely. JT, where do you think Barsha will end up next year? Man, I would have said KTM a month ago, Red Bull KTM. I don't know. It's an interesting uh, interesting question. I think he would have a lot more options if his gear deal wasn't such a big player for him. He's He's got another year at least on his uh, Alpine Stars gear deal, and that's a, a very profitable contract for him. So that's going to be, you know, for a team like uh, the Rocky Mountain KTM team or – you know, any of these teams that have gear deals, kind of a non-starter, um, so it limits his options. But I don't know. Basically, just start looking at who's got a spot. Yamaha has a spot, even though, you know, he had his issues there. They're, they got to have somebody. They need somebody to, to back up Cooper there. Um, 48 I, seconds. It's a guessing game at this point. He, he needs some other chips to fall before I think he's going to get, you know, a real offer. 55 seconds. Sorry, bro. Deuce, deuce. I just could have said, I don't know. That was, that was my real answer. I don't know. <laughs> you know that what? Like, just expand I, was, on it a little I bit. was doing some math today and making some phone calls. I talked to an agent. I talked to a rider. I talked to a gear guy. Uh, gear guy on the way home that we talked to. Seven yep. Deuce, deuce. Yep. And I'm putting things together and working on things. And I can see Barsha back at Yamaha because the Yamaha guys will be like, hey, that bike, that was JGR setup. We'll set it up for you. And well, it's an all-new bike, too. Keep that in mind. And where else can Barsha go? He can't go to KTM, we don't think. That's that's for sure. Uh, Honda, no. Uh, you know, nowhere with our, nowhere Suzuki. They're not going to hire him. Um, where can he go? Yamaha. You watch. You watch. All right. I don't know why you're yelling. No, okay, know. back to back to seven deuce deuce. One last thing on that first question. Can't you guys, How- can't you guys picture... Can't you guys picture Steve at home alone during the day, working, typing, and just yelling at his dogs about things that he thinks should happen? <laughs> he was doing that when I got here. <laughs> I can practically hear it through some of the texts I get throughout the day. So yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> they don't. They don't have a lot to add back, but they they listen. <laughs> Great um, listeners. Yep. Deuce, deuce. Big ears. So they soak it all Okay, in. hold on. Back to the first question that I got asked about how to get privateers to the races. Uh, no, we moved um, on, bro. I know we did, but if somehow, if you make the top 40, I don't think you should have to pay entry fee for the next week. I think if you don't make top 40 the week before, you pay entry fee. If you make top 40, you get free entry fee for the next weekend. Bro, that's 250 bucks. Like that, that, Dude, can't, that, that can't makes the, a difference, bro. That can't be the deal breaker for Absolutely it is. Okay. Next. Just wanted to do that again. Uh, Deuce, Deuce, what should Cade's penalty be for his failed drug test? Cade Clisson. Oh, man. I don't know how to Bonjour. answer this in 30 seconds. Je m'appelle Cade Clisson. I think He should have to room with Alex Ray for the rest of his life. Seven Deuce, Deuce. Um... Cutting him off. Oh man, dude! I don't know. That's well, this such is a great hard stuff. Question. I don't know why you would. I know. Um, I don't know why you cut me off for him because he's he's <laughs> getting great info here. Clippy, clippy. Oh god, this is so hard. I don't know. I put my I put myself in his situation. I just don't know. Like fuck him, life. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it comes down to. As shitty nah, as it is, I'm kidding. But he's gonna get some. I I he think, has to. Okay, Wada's hey, not gonna okay, say they were right. wrong. 
Let's go. Let's do this. JT. What will he get? What should he get? Go. Uh, I think he's going to get the book thrown at him. Oh. Because there's already a precedent. Okay. Precedent been set with James. And I, I, that sucks. I don't like that, but that's just how water. Yep. They, yep. Don't, they don't play around. What he should get? Um, something less than that. I don't know. Supercross series, you have to sit out or some, something realistic. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I think some of this stuff is just way overkill. All right. Steve, what does Moser need in his backpack when he wrenches for A-Raid this weekend? And where are the wash bays lo- located at Wash Google? Well, there's no wash bays. They don't do wash bays. So just don't worry about it, everybody. Just throw your shoes and uh, socks in the garbage. Because nobody gives a fuck about what you wear in races because they don't put any wash bays anywhere. And the teams do not give a shit where you're walking. They will just wash everywhere. Yeah, no, they don't care. Uh, For your fanny pack, you need a a crescent wrench, a hammer, a massive screwdriver, a bottle of vodka, and a unicorn head. Damn. That's That's a pretty good setup. That's a setup, though. Mm -hmm. All right. JT, why do you think Trey was so prone to crashes and injuries? Uh, I think Trey was—it was a good—it was a blessing and a curse. He was always willing to push the edge. I think sometimes he uh, was unsure of where that edge was and would go past it. And uh, you can only ride there for so long before it bites you. So I think that's what made him fast, though. That's what won him races, and it also, you know, got him uh, injured at times. All right. X Brown Goggle Terrace, everybody. Seven Deuce Deuce, last question. What rider pulls the most chicks, and who is a rider with absolutely no game? Hmm. Um, pulls the most chicks. Damn, dude. Honestly, I don't even. I would say probably, like, I don't know what goes on over at Chad Reed's pit or what's what that's all about, but I would say he gets the most chicks. I don't know if he gets the most chicks, but he definitely has the Chad Reed pretty boy look. A lot of air quotes going on over here. Yeah, whatever. Chad Reed, I would say he's the most chick-attracted dude in Supercross. And no game, either probably Will Hahn, he's gone, or Jeremy Martin. Will Hahn says he's getting his braces. Will Hahn. Will Hahn says he's getting his braces off soon, and he looks forward to meeting girls again. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sweet. X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PULPAMX17. The best goggles out there. JT. X-Brand Goggles. Uh, I can... I, I don't... I can neither confirm nor deny this. Good call, uh, Dark side, what's up? What's what's going on? What's up? I can confirm X brand goggles, best goggles in the business. Thank you, Dark Side. Dark Side confirms it. Confirmed. And fly racing, best gear in the business. Confirmed. 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 Fly gear, best out there, bro. Seven deuce deuce. Yo. TPJ. So um, I'm assuming you're coming back in 18 with TPJ, and I hear he may be trying to expand the number of riders under the tent. What do you know about that? No comment. A ton. No comment, bro. No, no comment is a confirmation. Right, yeah, because otherwise you'd say no. The correct name, the, the, the Ted Parks experience. The Teddy Parks experience. The professional journey. 
Darkside, when are you doing the wrap-up pod with, with Marks, or is he big-timing you? Man, I text, I, it's up to him whenever he's ready. I texted him about it today. We're, I'm, oh. I'm waiting. I, we're going to talk tomorrow and get some topics going he's, and try to figure it out. He's big-time, bro. He's big-time now. <laughs> um, I'm ready, dude. I'm down. I can't wait. Well, find a couple of super fans of the show and do it. I'm not the, I'm not the one with my own podcast here. How am I big-time? Ah, Darkside's big-time. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, yeah. Darkside, you're big-time. You're the problem. Um, never, welcome. man, never. All right, thanks, buddy. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Uh, anything that. Do you remember the good old days when people made products that were built to be passed down to the next generation? Hell yeah. This type of mindset is what pushed the guys at Grandstone to make classic leather boots and shoes built the right way. Damn straight. Coming from a motocross background, the Grandstone team also understands the importance of practicality. The only way. Whether you're at the office or traveling on the weekends, Grandstone has you covered. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, or GrandstoneBoot.com to see the entire line. I already did it. JT's got a, a pair. You you have to. You have to. JT's stylish. He knows. You're not cool if um, you don't got them. GrandstoneBoot.com. We give away a privateer uh, award each and every national uh, to a guy who uh, does does well, has some tough luck, uh, number of circumstances involved. And uh, this week for for Millville, we are giving the Grandstone uh, Privateer Award away to Austin Koba, our buddy Austin, all the way from Idaho. Drove Idaho to, drove to Millville, got fifth in the LCQ, so he got nothing. No. No qualifying. He wasn't bro. even going to go, too. That was the, he wasn't even going to go. Oh. He, was, he was waiting for Washugo. Really? Like, ah, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> bro, oh. going all the way to a national not qualifying is a tough, oh. a tough deal. And not only that, but I feel like if he would have missed it by like 10 spots, it would have been better than missing it he, by one. I talked to him today to, to tell him about the award, and he just said he sucks in the mud. And That's, it was still muddy for those LCQs. It is what it is, bro. You know? So... Thanks to hey, Grant. You want to hear a good? Uh, you want to hear a good Millville story? Hard luck Millville story. Yeah. So you want to finish your Grandstone thing, or do you want me to? Do Grandstoneboot.com. Thanks for the Privateer uh, Award going to Austin Coba. Uh, check him out on the line. JT has a pair. Um, Alex Ray has a pair. I'm also. about to have a pair. You're gonna have a pair? Yeah. Are you gonna paint them? No. Okay. Don't. Don't. Well, I'll get mad at me. Yeah. All right. All right, JT. Millville story. So '97, my dad and I. Driving around the van, you're driving around the country in a van. You know, you know how we roll. Yep. Uh, so we go to Millville. It's like 22 hours from Florida. No big deal. And <laughs> get there, qualify, no problem. You know, everything goes fine. Um, first moto, running, I don't know, probably round top 20, somewhere I was in points, whatever. <clears throat> My bike blows up. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, obviously, super stressful. We don't have a backup engine. So my dad's just running around the pits. And there was a lot more time back then, and you're switching a two-stroke engine, which is pretty quick. Yep. Uh, he run, running around the pits, finds a, a backup engine from another privateer. I think it was like their practice engine or something. Yep. Does all this work. I think he had to take their engine out, put my engine in. Like, it's just crazy amount of work. Yeah. Go back out with the second moto. I'm in top 20 again. Blow that one up. <laughs> so now, now I've blown up my race engine and someone else's race engine, and, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so he's got to fix two engines, basically, to be able to race. What had happened, uh, you know, on the air boot where it uh, attaches to the air box? Yeah. That, that adhesive and, like, the rivet had pulled away a little bit. Oh, yeah. The so sand was just going straight through. <laughs> and just blew, blew up both cranks. <laughs> 
Bro, oh, shit. That is a so kick in nuts. We drive, yeah, two blown up engines. I don't even have an engine to race next weekend. And then we got to drive 22 hours home still. Oh. How'd your weekend go, Frank? Oh. <laughs> hey, you and you and Frank were famous yeah, for you and Frank were famous for never talking while you guys were driving. Um, you guys yeah, probably how do you think that drive went right. That it was even quieter than normal, right? Yeah, and well, you know, my my dad was a really good mechanic. That's what his his trade. That's what he did by trade. Mm-hmm. I think he was just so pissed off at himself for not knowing that or catching it. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then it cost you know. Cost him a bunch of money too. It was just like the biggest kick in the nuts ever to his pride and to his wallet and everything. Just everything. It was just terrible. Um, yeah, I, oh man, that that is that is bad. Um, you've got some gnarly stories at Husky and Subway, you know, but maybe none is that bad as that because that was oh, all yeah, like you know. Yeah, when you don't have any money and you're just trying to, we're just trying to make it happen, you know. My dad's working a million hours a week, and I'm I would I had just graduated high school at that time. It just yeah, it was that was hard times for sure. So gnarly. Um, well, JT, we we really liked Eli Tomac's chances to win at Millville before the rains came and before he f- tumbled down a hill. But Washugo last year, Roxon's working him all year, and he goes and beats Roxon, catches and passes him in one moto. So hard to see. I know we said this last week, JT, but hard to see Eli Tomac losing at Washugo this weekend. Yeah, but Marv's good there. Marv is good. Marv is good there. Yeah, Washugo. Arvis, so, I don't know. I'm interested. I, I'm glad to see because you know Blake's not. He's not even close to 100 percent right now. I'm just glad to see some racing. I, you know, if yeah. Marv, if Marv's knee hadn't gotten better, this would be a runaway of epic proportions. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and anything could happen. It's only a 20 point lead, even yeah. though Blake's not. You know, he's not right anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's only 20 points, so yeah. that crash could have been a lot worse. If he snaps a clutch lever or does something crazy, he could have lost a lot of points in that moto. Uh, obviously, you don't have any inside intel or anything like that, but do you think Anderson's road rash is better this weekend than, than last? Any, any races? I think so. You know, if he was able to do some fast laps, I mean, it, it's crazy what a week will do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's got smart people around him. I don't know that he'll be 100% because – I, from what you and uh, Weech were saying, it wasn't even the road rush that kept him from racing. He just wasn't 100% from the big practice crash, right? Yeah. Yeah, the back. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that that's a bigger thing to me. The road rash will heal. You know, they'll put new skin, and they'll do all kinds of smart things to get that healed up. Uh, but if his back's not right, I mean, your back can, can be a lengthy deal. Um, but I, I hope he gets back out there for nothing else to get back up to speed because we're going to need him in England here in a couple months. <laughs> we're going to need him in England. Yes, we, we are. Yes. And I'm, hopefully uh, he doesn't roll the finish line this year. I don't think he'll ever do that again ever in his life. He he I, des- he deserves some blame pie for that. Not a lot, not all of it. A little bit. He yeah, did deserve bit. some blame pie for doing that for sure. I mean, but like, I think the odds are like. Has that ever happened ever? Oh yeah, in the history of racing, the yeah, guy absolutely. who won. Oh yeah, I, I landed on I landed on uh, Daryl and Shane King in New Zealand, right on top of them. Boom! And he won the race. They won. They went one two, and they stopped to shake hands on the landing. They were shaking hands, waving at the crowd, and I just you know stealth bomb. You know, I'm seven dudes dudes over here, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, like, what are the chances of him actually getting landed on? JT comes JT's up. JT's done it. JT's oh, done yeah, it. Oh, yeah, there was this one time. I just. 
He dropped the bomb well, on him. On, and, <laughs> yeah, I hurt. I hurt uh, Daryl King pretty good. I think his <laughs> leg was pretty. It, it didn't, I didn't break it, but he was yeah. hurting for sure. And he, you know, if you've ever seen Daryl and Shane King, they're like football players. They're massive people. <laughs> yes, yes, so they they're are. Both yelling at me, and I'm you know five foot nothing. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I obviously just crashed my brains out, too. I have these, you know, six foot three, 250 pound dudes screaming in my face. <laughs> Ripping you yeah, apart from head to toe. Yeah, the, the local, local New Zealand people are ready to, you know, string me up and burn me at the stake. <laughs> of, course it, of course it happened to JT. Of course it all happened. Wait, wasn't there, um, <laughs> something happened in Germany. I think someone landed on somebody in a fifth or finish in Germany, I want to say. Was it Gurky or Tedesco or ah, somebody? I thought. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Not sure. Fernet landed on a chick once at a bar in Germany. He jumped <laughs> off the table. But that I was. I watched. Uh, I watched Tyler Evans and Kenny Yoho. You know Kenny Yoho. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Yoho. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I watched those two get in a bar fight. And you know, if you go to like, okay, so well, I'm obviously most people on listening haven't been to Germany. But Christmas in Germany is a huge deal. And we were at this big bar, and they had, like, one of those giant Christmas trees that I don't even know how the hell they got this Christmas tree into this bar, but it's massive. And they go crashing into the Christmas tree and knock the Christmas tree down into the bar, and it lands on all the people. And just, I am you want to talk about just chaos. But these oh, two are man. still fighting, like, in the Christmas tree. It was like the, <laughs> like the Grinch that stole Christmas. They're fighting through the tree. <laughs> oh man insanity oh i bet kenny yoho i hadn't heard that name for a while um i, I did a podcast with mad mike jones this this last week and it'll be up this week on racer x online and he talks about bringing a bike into a bar and doing a burnout and having the bar being evacuated and i said mad mike you must be able to tell a lot of stories i said maybe not oh, some man. of them suitable for the air and he's like yep <laughs> mad mike Everyone jones Remember when he put the Crown Royal bag over his head? Yeah. And jumped, still jumped the finish line or triple or whatever it was in front yeah, of him? Yeah, he said he uh, ate shit, and that was it. The last time he ever did, he did about four times, he said, and that was it. Yeah, I watched him do it in Dortmund. That was the only time. And I'm like, I'm watching, and I never, I didn't know what he was going to do. And he, I see him take out this Crown Royal bag, and I'm like, dude, don't drink right now. Like, come on, bro. And he, obviously, you know, he puts yeah. it on his head, and he rolls up. I'm like, there's no way he's going to jump this stupid <laughs> jump with a Crown Royal bag over his head. And sure as shit, he just airs this thing out, like, all boner aired out. Yeah. And, like, flaps the front end down, and then just whiskey throttles, pardon the pun, whiskey throttles into the berm and just flies over the bars. And I'm like, what? In the love of God just happened. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, he did it in Montreal one year, I think, too. He did the finish, did it in a Crown Royal bag in Montreal one year. Um, yeah. All right, JT. Uh, thanks for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Very big weekend for them. Please check them out. Seven Deuce Deuce. Now, will you get any 18 gear? I mean, you're just riding. You're not racing. Do, do you, are you on the list? Or? I'm getting 18 gear, bro. Don't even trip. I mean, do we? Okay. Don't even trip. Just check my Instagram, bro. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've nailed down your 18 deal with the Trey Canard salary. Yep. Move it on over to Seven Deuce Deuce. Sweet. Perfect. Yeah, it should be all right. Dude, we're going to have a good season next we're year. We're going to have a great season. We are. Good I want season. some of that commission. <laughs> bro, you could get some for sure. We're going to have a hey, good season. what was Darkside talking about? What is going on with the Teddy Park experience? Uh, I don't really know, you, but honestly, Seven Deuce Deuce, we're, I don't know what we're doing with TPJ next year. Seven Deuce Deuce might have another avenue. Whoa! 
You hear that, Marks? Another it's avenue. What's that? Hot takes. Shocking news. Uh, champ- <laughs> champagne Frenchie going to the races. Straight up. Um, what the hell is Champagne Frenchie? <laughs> that's his dog, bro. It's, check out the Instagram. Oh, Come on, know. bro. I didn't know. My yeah. dog's more famous than me, dude. Yeah. JT hates dogs. Don't worry about it. You hate dogs, bro? Jerk off. He, he kind of does. No, we, we, we each hate dogs. Nah, but you, you're not a fan. Uh, I like dogs. I grew up with dogs. We always had a dog. You like dogs? Um, you like dogs? <laughs> bro, I almost just couldn't thing talk I to say you. Is, uh, yeah. Go ahead. We're still still doing VIP. VIP's been actually doing really well this year. Um, and I'm actually going to be there this weekend. So oh, yeah. Anybody wants to do Wash Eagle the right way, see some 18 gear. Um, no embargo. Twitter, yep. email, Jason36 at AOL. Email Steve. He can forward it. But uh, pretty sweet deal. Um, yeah, you get to hang out with me all day, hang out, watch the races, check out the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM semi and kind of see the behind the scenes. You can see them. Trying to deal with Blake's injury and uh, Forrest about to uh, chew his fingernails off. And um, um, when, yeah, it's good times. Pretty sweet. When deal. Mor- when Moser passes out, you could jump in and wrench for Ray. Hey Ray, when whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there could be a, there could be an opportunity there too. Uh, hey JT, um, should I? Yeah, it's oh. definitely the way to do it if you're going to go to the races. It is for sure. Check him out, please. Uh, at Jason sixty six Thomas on Twitter. Hit him up there. Uh, should I talk to Seven Deuce yeah. Deuce about the uh, about that deal up there that you did that you can't do? Uh, I'm trying to think what we're talking about. The deal up there that you can't do that you did. Oh, in Finland? No. Wait. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. <sighs> Forget it. I'll text you. We were talking about fill-ins for you, and <laughs> Seven Deuce Deuce's name came up. <laughs> I don't know, I'm lost. completely trying to blank. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay. On All a right. for real statement, though, I've seen yeah. the 2018 flag year, and it is really good. There's a couple of patterns that I, I think look super sharp. Yeah, like yeah. I'm. I honestly, I seen some of it and I was like, "Wow, I'm really impressed." All right, hold on, JT. We got a call for you, Doug. Make it quick, Doug. Mad skills motocross too, JT. No, we're right. not talking mad skills, Doug. All right, we'll see you. Oh, we're shit. done. We're done with mad skills, Doug. We're we're done. Like it's Doug, Doug doesn't want any of you on mad skills. Uh, he was calling to tell you that he's beating you. Oh, so Doug does uh, want some of you, apparently. He's on some sort of hallucinogenic. He said he's drunk right now. Brady, Brady at Atlas, tell. Brady at Atlas Brace is the bomb at Mad Skills, correct? Dude, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I think I he's just, really good. I just play like literally. I max out at fifty tries, and and then I'm out. Okay. If I don't get something sick at fifty, I'm out. All right. Fifty tries. Yeah. Is this Doug calling back? Yeah, it is. Doug, no mad skills talk, okay? Yeah, it is. Come on, man. Hook me up, brother. You know I love the show. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. it. Yeah. Right on, bro. What do you want? I don't have a mad skills hookup. Send him a basset. I play with JT a little bit. Send him a basset. You want a basset? <laughs> we got one with a lump um, on it. We'll give you that one. You know, if, I, if you need me to take one. Where do I send the check? No, we're, we love our bassets. Take, take, take marks. I know you do. That's why you're a good man. Thanks, dog. Appreciate it, buddy. Okay. All right. Later. Late. All right. We love our Are listeners. Are you offering me up like I'm a dog? Zach, what's up? I would have voted that too. Zach, what's up? If you put Doug back on, the guys, for you up. Uh, yeah. 
Steve, I don't know if you remember me. I was the nope. guy that went to Mike LaRocco and for your autograph at Anaheim too. Oh yeah, that was an awesome moment. I do remember yeah. you now. That was great. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> I, Mike LaRocco comes over and goes, "That guy wants your autograph over there." <laughs> No fucking way right it, now. It, 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 yeah, it, I got a lot of crap from that. From, it disgusted uh, LaRocco. Dude, that's so um, lit. It disgusted Mike LaRocco to come over and, and get me. <laughs> Excuse me, Steve. Seven dudes, dude, I uh, saw Yo. you a lot during the Supercross season out of Milestone. We talked about the Warriors. And Hell yeah. You're always a good guy and nice to talk to at the at the track and stuff. Uh, I just had a question. If you, going into the 450 class, um, who do you look at to see you can really compete with the most? If you have like one person to say, I want to be able to beat this guy every weekend. If there's a specific person that you think you can keep up with. Um, I try to, I try not to look at somebody that's directly in my like area. The guy who I kind of picked out this, this year was uh, Jake Weimer. I always tried to look for what he was doing because he was usually yeah. about like a second and a half faster than me around a second. Um, at the races so I always tried to look for Weimer and see what he was doing because you know if you look at Ken Roxon or Ryan Dungey you're like okay that's just so frustrating that it's like I'm not going to be able to do that realistically yeah, so I try to pick somewhere in that area you know I, like I looked at Michael Lessie when he was doing his fast laps and Jake Weimer and uh, and Vince Freeze too like that kind of group where it's around 13 to 15 I was trying to look in there and that's that's kind of the group I was looking for JT who was your arch enemy out there that you looked at my arch enemy or who I was trying to uh yeah yeah uh, you like. got who you tried to look at uh for me it was usually Nick yep um he was always a little better than me like he had his moments where he was a lot better but yeah. for the most part he was a couple spots better, and it wasn't drastic differences. So um, similar to what Adam's talking about, it was just a little better, and it was kind of like that my whole career. Right. Yeah. Um, Arch enemy, like if if like if Ryan Clark beat me, I was pissed. <laughs> right. Um, right. But he he was good at times. Like he, he yeah. was really good at times. But I was that was the guy, and I liked Ryan. We were friends. Yeah. But I did not want him meeting me. Right. Who's who do you get That's pissed? Seven awesome. dudes. Who who do you get pissed at when when they? I got you? a little group. It's like. Alex, Cade, and Nick. And then you're pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Travis. Thanks for calling, man. All right, thanks. Thank you. Uh, JT, thanks again, buddy. Uh, appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. All right, guys. See All right. See you. Uh, the 125 Dream Race is hitting off this weekend uh, in Washougal. Uh, very big deal. Lots of fun to uh, to go there and check it out. Uh, and this is the Gear Ally Cold Call. Uh, please check them out. SoCal Super Trucks. If you go there and punch in Pulp Mech 17, uh, you can save uh, from the Gear Alloy team. That's a proud sponsor of the uh, RMA TV MC uh, WPS KTM team with Millsaps and uh, Bloss and Baggett. They're a big part of that thing. Uh, Gear Alloy, they're built to accommodate the most demanding conditions both on and off-road. So whether you're loading up to head to the track, heading to work, or just cruising the street, Gear Alley will get you there in style. And also to the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. Uh, they run Gear Alloy helmets. Um, and, of course, Jessica Patterson ran Gear Alloy. It's a big part of Gear Alloy, getting Gear Alloy into the sport. Uh, wheels, people. Wheels. Truck, Jeep, and SUV market wheels. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. This is the Gear Alloy cold call. And when it comes to the 125 race, I wanted to uh, call a man who uh, I helped pull some strings. And got him into the race. And uh, let's see if he picks up. Ryan, the new flock art, everybody. Gear Ally Cold Call. You know the new. The new. The new. The new. It's called 
your arch enemy in Abbotsford Arena Cross. Dude, you know what I need to hear? What? Your absolute best CR125 uphill at Horsepower Hill sound effect. Let's see if he answers the gear outlet cold call. Take it up for you. See if he answers. The noof. You three trying. Can't get to my phone right now. Leave a message. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Yo, noof. It's seven deuce deuce, and you just got cold call. Why maybe, didn't you pick up, bro? Maybe, maybe I take back your invite for the 125 Dream Race. You motherfucker. What about that? You're huh? not going to be able to be like, bah! nope. There we go. Ron, the new flock out, everybody. Tried to call him to gear out like cold call. I bet he calls back. Like they all do. <laughs> I'm, not taking his, I'm not taking his entry back, by the way. I'm not going to do that. But thanks to Joey. Um, for making it happen, uh, for getting Newf in. Thanks to Will Hahn too. I think he gave up a spot. So, so really, Newf can get in. Um, hey everybody, uh, don't forget to get the Pulpomex app now working at a ninety-eight percent success rate. Marks. That sounds like a good number to me. All right, and uh, we'll also to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that if you're going to go to Amazon, uh, buy something from there, and uh, then we get a small slice of that. So go on there as well. Patreon, uh, I've sent some podcasts out the last few weeks. Early listening uh, for the folks at Patreon that want to help us out. Uh, you get a link on there, and um, so we thank uh, we thank the folks that, that are on Patreon for us as well, uh, giving away some free shirts, and discounts, things like that. So just check it out if you can, and if not, no problem. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce in studio here. Trey can. Christian Craig, Josh, and Donnie Hansen. Thanks to those guys for coming on to the Race Tech emails. Josh Moseman coming up real shortly. Race Tech suspension. Uh, great guys. Uh, they've just released uh, the, the anticipated air to coil spring system for the KYB PSF2 forks found on the 1516 Honda 450s. Uh, so if you've got an older Honda 450, get rid of the air, put some spring in. You'll never go back. And uh, also, too, uh, uh, the OEMs have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combined with this, with trying to keep costs low as possible on your left foot suspension, that can be improved greatly. Race tech, motors, and suspension. Pulpamex 17 is the code. They can personalize your suspension setup. The world-famous gold valve uh, kit as well. It's a revalve in a box. Uh, great guys at Race Tech Suspension, and they help a lot of privateers out. Michael Lessie just used Race Tech Suspension to, to win Gopher Dunes, bro. I know. How sick was that? I was really impressed, but at the next, wasn't it the next round he was in the bushes? Yes, correct. Next round he got shot off into the bushes. Mm. This week he got a flat front tire. Dylan Epstein won. Oh, Dude, 1-1. One, how, one. how cool is that? Right? That That's a surprise. Do I mean, you obviously, know Epstein at all? Yes, I do. I know okay, Epstein very well. I don't know him at all. We had him on the show. He seems like a really cool dude. Dude, he's so cool. Like, one of the coolest dudes you ever meet. I mean, not quite Seven Deuce Deuce cool, but, like, when you talk is to he, this kid. Is he uh, is he Dave Castillo cool? Mm, he's more of a, like, a hometown kid cool. You know, Dave Castillo's, like, superstar cool. Travis Mark's cool? Cooler than Travis Mark. Cooler probably. than Travis Mark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But really, really local kid. Yep. Just humble, badass, kills it on a dirt bike, had an awesome amateur career yeah. went through a little bit of a slump when he turned pro yeah. i don't think he got the pro circuit ride that you know because he had a pro circuit ride when he was amateur i don't know what happened there kind of yeah. lost it and then now he's back on top of it and he's winning brandon sent this in from the race tech email segment hey there math is big fan from south africa i've been listening since 2013 
My father and I used to travel the country racing dirt bikes, uh, enduro, extreme enduro, on the occasional MX race, and we listened show after show with my old man on the way there. Great times. Thank you to the, you and the crew. It's a nice, nice. That is pretty cool. People drive around and listen yeah, to me. That's nice. And you. Yeah. And that idiot. Yeah. And everybody else. I mean, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, it's great, right? Finally, something nice. Right. Uh, I have a question that I, I've had for a while, and as much as I've tried finding info on the internet, I only failed. I thought that now the time has gone by, you may be able to give a little bit of info if you know. What was the truth behind Davey Millsaps and Kawasaki parting ways a few years ago? I read everything between crack cocaine and human growth hormone was found in the locker, but I also read that Millsaps was going to seek legal help with the matter. What was the end result that went on? Sure as shit, the story went quiet very quickly, and the industry went on without much comment. Thanks for the great show, and keep on keeping on. Brendan. What do you know about that, Seven Deuces? Dude, you know what's so weird about that? It's like, I literally know as much about that as the e the guy who emailed. Like, I heard, like, something happened, they found something yeah. in his locker, but I, like, and I'm in it, and I really don't know. Yeah. I don't really know either, except I know that what was found in his locker, you needed a prescription for. I believe, I don't know, I believe it was an anti-inflammatory of some sort. It wasn't cocaine. It wasn't, you know, HGH. Yeah. It wasn't anything, like, gnarly. Yeah. But it was something you needed a prescription for. It was something he couldn't show that he had a prescription for. And Cowie said, we can't, we can't have this in the truck. Yeah. You know, it's, you know it's, it's illegal to get Vicodin or Oxycontin or whatever without a prescription. Same, that, I'm not saying that's what it was, but yeah. it's illegal to have that. Yeah. And then I did hear that Davey was going after Kawasaki, but don't you think that that probably went the way of Chad Reed's yeah. blue flag? And, and you know what's so weird about that is it couldn't have been anything... I would say that crazy because, I mean, when the moto industry is so small, yeah. we would have really heard about it. If it was something like gnarly, like yeah, obviously no, Cade, yeah. Cade Clausen, Adderall, yeah. everybody knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't think it was anything illegal. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything bad, but I just think Kawasaki, you know, couldn't couldn't have it in their truck without a, without a prescription. So they said, hey, Dave, you got a prescription? He said, nope. And they're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Now you're getting us in trouble, the team. Yeah. Because if this ever gets found. Which is smart by Kawasaki. Well, I mean, you can play the old, hey, if it was Ryan Villapoto's locker, what would they do? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. um, that's what I heard there, uh, emailer guy. So, um, Wes sent this in. As grateful as I am for Monster, Red Bull, uh, Rockstar contribute to the sport, I think I would rather have Gatorade, Powerade, or even Pedialyte. Mm, yeah, why can't we have them all, I say. Um uh, Wes says, uh, when James Stewart was running a Monster Energy Kawasaki, he would have a Monster Water Ball on the podium. Then it would turn into a Red Bull podium. That's pretty much the norm after a race making sense they can rehydrate. Wes is on to something here. Ready, Marks? Fast forward to ET3 at Southwick after one of his motos waiting to talk to Georgia. He had a Monster can. Hmm. Always does. It actually makes it look like he's celebrating with an energy drink. But... He was so hot and sandy that he poured the clear liquid all over his head like it was a bottle of water. <laughs> that Wes. Mathis, I, I appreciate your sarcasm so I much. Think I think Wes is on to something here. <laughs> I, think I think he might have I something. Scratch the Millsap thing. Let's get everybody onto this. I think we need to have a Steve group. Steve Mathis, that we just cracked the 
biggest freaking mystery. Somebody in the whole called Vital. World. I was gonna say I'm gonna somebody post, call I'm, Vital. I'm posting on Vital right now. Um, the point being is that at local races, I see kids and adults drinking these things in the heat of the day. They are doing it because their heroes on TV are smacking the cans around like it's the reason they win. I know Alden Baker isn't letting Marvin pound Red Bulls during training. Stop faking the shit and put something a little healthier in the hands of our kids. Love the show. Congrats on the expansion with Kiefer. I mean, I see Wes's point about, like, if you're little Johnny, you're like, ah, you like little Johnny doesn't know it's water. But I guess as a parent, you have to tell little Johnny. That's not That's monster. like your job, right? Kind of. Kind of? Right? Or like, absolutely. Marks? I would, I would say yes, as a parent, that would be their job. I mean, you can't think that Eli Tomac is going to run a race in 107 degrees with your heart rate averaging at like 175, 178, and then chug a monster after he's done. Logan, what's up, bro? Hey, how you guys doing? What up? How are you? How are the claws? Yeah, I love those. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just had a Canadian moto clip here. Sure. Uh, since you guys were going to call the noof. Uh, he didn't answer, bro. Flashing. He didn't answer. I know. That's a bummer. He might have brought up the same thing I was going to. Do you think but, he's uh, ham- hey, do you think he's hammered? That's why he didn't answer? Well, it's Monday, so maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> but my, uh, my question is for the Noof, or sorry, not the Noof, it's for the Deuce Deuce. Uh, last time he was up racing in Canada with the Noof in the barn, uh, he got rubbed out at the end of the whoops by this uh, little kid from Prince George, and that kid went on to win his first national this weekend, and I was wondering if that kind of cushioned the blow for the Deuce Deuce, and if you knew that Jess Pettis took home a national win finally. Um, honestly, I do know Jess Pettis like really, really well, and um, I respect him 100% as a racer. And when I did get to race him, he was just he was more of a young kid, and he he was hanging it out. And uh, but he has so much talent, and uh, I really did believe that he was uh, he was going to go on to win win some championship and and uh, have some race wins. So kind of one of those things, to be honest, where it was a little bit expected. He just had to kind of grow into his own and and so happy for jess pettis this weekend you don't want to mess with those bc guys in the barns dude they know what they're doing they're gnarly bro they know what they're doing absolutely yeah even beats was back in there too last year so Uh, yeah beats (laughs) came back and beats i bet you for two laps could go like no other (laughs) yeah but that's for sure yeah but he built them too so right there we go Uh, there you go uh thanks logan thanks man (laughs) Thanks, Ed. Yep. Jess Pettis. Congrats to Jess Pettis on the win. Pretty the cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, Skippy, what's up? How are you? Uh, doing good. What's up, guys? What's up, what's Skippy? Up? Oh, man, I'm back. Uh, I apologize for my my second question was actually answered uh, during y'all's first interview with Kennard. But my second question is... Uh, who would play Who would that... play me in a movie? That was your question now? Who would play me? Yeah, that was... No, that was the that was the first unserious question. Yeah, but what the about second, me? Uh, who, who would play Who would play me in a movie? I I'm gonna go with if like I, I actually asked myself that question. I would get to go with um, like uh, Dan Aykroyd. Okay, I would go Did with. You take that? No, I'm gonna go with uh, John Candy. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the guy uh, Josh Josh Efron. Oh yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. No, Zach Efron. Yeah. Yep. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Yep. Play you? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. For that's sure, right, Skippy. Bro. Yeah. You don't even know Steve Mathis's fucking physique right now. Zach Efron. No, they actually do. It's on Facebook shredded. Live. It's uh, on Facebook you, Live. You look well, You should know that. Okay, Skippy, what's your question? 
Um, so do you think that in 08, the number two, uh, Villapoto getting the number two machine, do you think him getting the number two spot, like in the number two number, do you think that plays any role to, you know, his position in the 250 class? And that could No, Skippy, I don't. All right, everybody, let's welcome our next guest. <laughs> Brought to you by Pivot Works. Uh, if it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. Pivot Works has simplified your trip to the parts counter by creating a single, simple solution when it comes to replacing the worn out chassis and suspension components on your dirt bike. 40 to 50% of what the OEMs charge. Adam? Seven Deuce Deuce uses Pivot Works. Pivot Works, endorsed by the Seven Deuce Deuce. And uh, email uh, uh, james at pivotworks.com for a hell of a deal. Grab a Pivotworks kit, do it right the first time, and save some money. Let's welcome our next guest. He's been uh, absolutely riding very well, all 450 Nationals. Josh Moseman. What's up, Josh? How are you, man? What's happening, fellas? What What's, up? What's going on, bro? Oh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Just get back from uh, a little bit of dinner and just listening in on the show a little bit, seeing what's, uh, what's going on and... Working on my bike and ready to uh, do some ride tomorrow. Nice work. Now, how do you guys know each other? Just privateer life? Um, a little bit. Uh, Wanda, one of our mutual yep. friends. Um, I kind of one dog. Up, yep, one dog. I rode up there for a little bit, and I've known him since we were a little bit younger, and I've known both of the boys and uh, rode together a little bit and kind of just seen each other at the nationals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I grew up. I grew up watching uh, Tyler and Adam ride at like AMP. AMP days. Did you guys? You guys did quite a bit of those, right? Yeah, AMP, we did a lot. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. What is that? A race series or something? Yeah, it's kind of okay, like yeah. a um, what do you want to call it? Like a backyard supercrossish kind of. I don't know. Local race series. Yeah. Uh, Josh, yeah. good job this year, man. Uh, twenty nineteen sixteen at Wash at Millville, twenty first in the points. Um, we talked about this on uh, one of our Racer X shows a while back. You rode the 250 Nationals last year and never scored a point. Came so close so many times. Are you just yeah. a better 450 guy, do you think? Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of lot of stuff that plays into it. Uh, you know, coming into the season, like, knowing what it's, what it's all about, that helps a lot, just the experience I got from last year. And then, yep. obviously, I, I think I'm a better 450 rider for sure. As an amateur, I rode 350s a lot. So I rode okay. 250 and 350 KTMs, um, and I always loved the 350. I always rode it better, but I just never got on the 450s. Like, why would you ride a yeah. 450 if I could ride a 350? And, um, yeah, and then after the season last year, I got on a 450. I was like, I, I talked to some people, and and everybody recommended trying it at least, and uh-huh. I jumped on the 450, and I trained with uh, Nathan Ramsey. And the second day riding it, we went out to Glen Helen, and he was like, dude, we got to be in the 450 class next year. Pretty much, ever, pretty much ever since then, it was, uh, that was the game plan. And yeah. the game plan was always just to get to get a point and get points. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, ever ever since then, it's been it's been good. You know. Yeah, it's been it's so, been a really good solid season for you. It's also one of those things. Like I just talked to Henry Miller about it, and he's killing it right now. And yeah. he couldn't keep a 250 running. Um, it was uh, it was really expensive to f- compete against all these factory motors and uh, and everything else, and you had to be on point and all that. And a 450 is like, hey, put a cam, put a piston, put exhaust, and go race. Um, yeah. Did you feel like that also? Like last year, did you feel like as much as your your Husqvarna was modified? Did you just like, oh man, these bikes are just better than mine? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I definitely definitely feel that. Like with the 250 class and with how deep and gnarly the tracks are, it's like, mm-hmm. 
it makes a, it makes a big difference to have uh, to have to have a good bike. And I and I always thought I had a good bike. I really never um, when I switched to the 450. I didn't I didn't put all the blame on the bike. Mm-hmm. And I try try not to. And I, I mean, I did have a, a good running 250, so I, I can't complain too much about the bike at all. But uh, but I do feel just my style is more of a kind of a laid back, <laughs> not really laid back, but you know, more yeah. of a, let's ride this 450 and, and treat it nice instead of uh 250 where you got to yeah. really, really hold it wide open to, to keep up with the guys, you know, you almost got to lose your mind also too, a little bit. Like you, you, you being, a, being, yeah. being dumb is a, is an asset in 250 class. Cause you just got to send it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and where you like now, like if you want to stop and think and be like, I don't know too late. Somebody's already came into your tip yeah. and fib area, you know? Yeah, so exactly. Um, no, I, yeah. I definitely see that. Um, now, okay, I've always been a bit confused for you. Obviously, your brother Michael rides for the Rockstar Husky team. Um, now, are you a full privateer? Do you get some help from these dudes? Like, what's your program like? Um, I'm full privateer. So, uh, little bro, um, little bro gets obviously factory support from them. And, yep. But I get I get a discount on stuff through uh, Mun Racing, a big. Yeah, yeah. Dealership yeah, in, in Texas. In Texas, yeah. yeah. And so I get, I just get discounts and pretty much go that way. The only benefits I get from um, having a brother that's factory is just maybe uh, his mechanics telling you know my mechanic, sure. hey, we do this, we yeah, do that. Yeah. All the little techniques to kind of keeping up on the bike and what to check, what not to check, and yep. that kind of stuff. But okay, um, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Oh, and plastics and stuff, take off stuff or whatever, if you need it down the road or whatever, right? All that yeah, kind of stuff, right? Even, yeah, even that, I, even that I really don't, I don't, um, get to take advantage of it as much as you'd think, but, uh, right. but the real, the, the big goal behind it is that we do know, Oh, you're, you sound like you're in a, in, in a submarine. Oh, now you're back. All right. Your phone went All right. All right. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. So I got I got spent, so it's <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> not that good. Oh, that but, sucks. Uh, but yeah, so sorry. Uh, so full privateer, and then um, and then the only benefit I, I see of just riding the same bike is as them. Obviously, I really like the bike, but yeah. then uh, then we know the team. So if, if I'm going, if I'm if I'm putting in good results, it's like okay, we know the guy. They know yep. they know me. They know who I am and stuff like that. So. Um, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Is if I could show them, show them about what it takes, then yeah. you have maybe a little, little more of an in than if I didn't know them. You know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the two guys in that class that are really coming on that are were under the radar, like we didn't even think about you, is yourself and Brandon Shear in the 450 class. Yeah. You guys are both like you're like each week in the top 20, putting in good results, and you're and I'm always like, oh yeah, like these guys are having great seasons. Uh, you and Brandon both, and, and as privateers, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Me and me and Brandon are good good friends. So it's it's uh it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been good. Uh, we've been battling, and it seems like we always find each other on the track. It's uh it's pretty fun. We we spent a lot of time together last year, um, just training and like staying on the road together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then this year we've been traveling a little bit together. When I, I was on the road for from High Point um, all the way to Southwick, and oh, yeah. we stayed. Stayed together then and did practice during the week. So it's just funny when you when you ride with them during the week and then you got forty other guys here. So <laughs> you, you end up right next to them at the end of a thirty minute moto. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Josh, right. um, have you ever actually gone over to the Husky Factory team and asked them for help and? 
parts or anything like that? Um, I don't think so. No, the only we did with the last year at Thunder Valley, we asked them for, I believe, a uh, oil uh, cap, like the cap to um, yeah, to, just the oil cap. Yeah, we lost the oil cap in the first mother last year at Thunder Valley. We asked them for one, but I was running a stock. Uh, a stock cover, and, and they didn't have any for the stock cover, so that was the only time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so yeah, you, yeah well, you were done. Absolutely. Lucky. You know, one of the biggest things as a privateer is because I've I've gone as a privateer and I've gone and talked to Honda, and and you develop a relationship with those guys. Yeah, you were over there all the time, bro. Over there all the time, yeah. and and that's super important because, like you said, they need to know who you are, and they need to know that you're also eager. You know what I mean? And I know your brother, yeah. like, because I have my brother too, and we kind of we kind of both are trying to get going and and have help from Honda, and it's and it's hard because we're two different people, and I think that's one of the hardest things when you have two brothers that ride motocross is you really do have to realize that you know josh is josh and michael's michael so um yeah make sure you're over there dude and and ask these guys you know can can i have some help or do you have any help on setup because these guys want to help help you out um as much you know sometimes they might not have stock parts and they might not have this and they might not have that but these guys have so much information and when you're in the top 20 every single week Dude, they they want to help you. You're selling bikes on the track. You're you're doing it for Husqvarna. You're showing them that you can go get a bike from the shop and and you can make this thing work at a national and it's that good. Yeah, Jason Anderson's going to be selling bikes and yeah, Dean Wilson's going to be selling bikes, but you're also selling bikes. So, make sure yeah. If there's one thing you do, go over there and even introduce yourself to the mechanics. I'm sure you have and you talk to them, but, you know, ask them for help. Ask them for some setup stuff. Ask them for some doohickeys here and there. They'll hook you up, bro. They they want to help you. Just make grab, sure you do that. Grab mohead spare motor and just walk out of the truck. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do that, but go over no, there. Just say mohead, look, a unicorn, and grab the motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that's Really good. Um, I, I appreciate that. Like, I definitely uh, will apply apply that to what I'm doing because I do. I definitely get that way where it's like I just don't want to bother yeah. them. I don't want to bug them. Like, I just like I'm doing my program and and I'm confident in my program. I don't want to like question it and go mess with them. But but I could see for sure where uh, where that would be. That would definitely help me out. And I, I do know pretty much everybody. Or at least most of the guys over there, but um, yep. but yeah, I, I I don't ever go and ask, ask that kind of stuff. So that that's that's a good idea. I, I appreciate that. I feel like uh, in watching the motos this year, Josh. I feel like, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, or if it's something you need to improve on. But I feel like one of your strengths is you're in shape. Like, oftentimes I won't see you in you know 15, 16, 17 spot, uh, and then all of a sudden near the end of the moto, I'm like, hey, Mosman worked up again. Like, yeah, do, do, you, yeah. Do, you, do you agree with that? Yeah, no, yeah. I think uh, I think there's some races. Some races are better than others. To be completely honest, there's a few races where I felt like I haven't been in shape. But uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's there's been there's been two motos where I was twelfth. Uh, I didn't finish there, so that uh, <laughs> yeah. So that that that's that you know that happens. But there are other motos where like uh, um, first moto this weekend, I did a front. I was in 18th in the first lap, and then I. Uh, I came around before the middle of the whoops. There's a, a left-hander and yeah. a double after the start, and I did a did a full front flip in that corner. It was, it was gnarly. <laughs> and, uh, oh, dude, I was so bummed afterwards because nobody saw it. Like, none of my family or friends, anybody that was watching me, like, nobody saw it. But I was, 
I did a dude, I, my front end knife coming into the corner. I did a full front flip. Like I stayed like on the bike and Jeez. crashed. <laughs> and dude, I, I was like, I, as I was crashing, I was like, at, like I get done crashing, I'm like, dude, I'm done. Like season's probably done. And then like in a split <laughs> second, I was like, wait, I'm totally fine. So I picked up the bike and kept going. So that was. That was cool. That was so bummed that nobody else saw yeah. it. But, uh, but yeah, I came from really far back. Uh-huh. Um, and just like, because of the crashes, like, I was, it was a good, good sized crash, but I was, I was totally fine. Like, nothing, nothing was wrong. So, yeah. Um, because, but because of the crash, I kind of just like took a mellow at the start and kind of right. worked up to it. And then, and then, yeah, I came up to 19th. So I was stoked to just to get a couple points after being so far back, you know. How about Henry Miller pulling a holy and then just digging in and flying yeah. over the bars? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that on the start. Like I, I, I was going. I had a, a pretty decent start actually, but I was to the outside of that, and yeah, that was that was pretty wild. I saw that out of the corner of my eyes. Like, oh, I'm gonna pick up a position right here. <laughs> I got but, this uh, guy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But no, I, his crash is actually very similar to uh to mine in the first battle like just yeah that's why nowhere, yeah i brought it up because it sounds like yeah it sounded yeah. like the same thing kind of you dug in and you went over right yeah yeah um, no, it's pretty much the same thing did i say did i see fast freddy pitted with you at southwick yeah yeah so he's been pitting with us um for quite a few of the rounds and he's going to be pitting with us uh for the last three this um this weekend we're actually not even bringing the motor home to watch you just because right. yeah so ship, far uh the trip is so far, yeah. So the TPJ uh, fly racing team—they're actually going to take my bike for me and yeah. then, um, take my easy up and stuff, and then we'll go. We're actually going to pit with uh, Brandon Sierra out of the back of his pickup truck. So oh, jeez, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so we're going to full privateer it this weekend. But, um, but yeah, Freddie's been pitting with us, and that's been super cool. He just—I um, mean, I'm, I'm a one one man team, and, and I'm working to to build my program to where I could, you know, make money and go to the races. But, uh, but this year with the sponsors that I have, it wasn't, there's was nobody conflicting <laughs> yeah. right now. That said, uh, Freddie couldn't park on the bus. So it worked out pretty good. He got to jump on there. And, yeah. He, yeah. him and Amy are good people. Fast Freddie. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're great people, man. Uh, they're awesome. And he's been riding really well. So I'm, I'm glad to see that, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how is your brother doing? When's he coming back? What's the situation there? Uh, little brother's all right. He's uh, he's in really good spirits. He could be he could be down in the dumps, you mm-hmm. know, after after a surgery on his shoulder, um, and and so he's done for the season now. But uh, but he'll be ready for Supercross and outdoors next year. But okay. uh, but yeah, I'm I'm super proud of him. He could be he could be in the dumps right now, and yep. and he's he's uh, he's doing pretty good. So um, he's got a good. Good head on his shoulders. What's your plan for Soupy in eighteen? What do you got going on? Yeah, that's the big question. That's the big question. So uh last year I was getting ready for arena crosses. I still haven't got my oh, really? license yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So last year I was supposed to get my license. Um and I was riding some super cross and landing on my shoulder and ended up having surgery on that. So I was off the bike for three months. By the time I got back to riding, arena cross was almost over, so we just got ready for outdoors. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, so I don't know exactly. Well, I'll be. I mean, definitely in arena cross before before I ever get to uh, supercross. So if it just it just depends on, on how is, it's all going. But this is um, my number one complaint. 
So, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you got to ride arena cross because you're not ready for supercross, bro. Unless yeah. you're a European rider that's never raced supercross, then you can waltz yeah. right into supercross. No problem. Which makes yeah. no sense. So, makes no you're sense. telling me. Hold on. I'm, I'm ranting. Okay. Uh, so, if you're a European rider that you have no supercross experience, come on over, line up at A1. No problem. Yeah. You're great. Uh, but if you're uh, a, 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 an amateur racer in America who has probably ridden a ton of Supercross in your time, uh, you need to go to Arena Cross. You're not ready, bro. And yeah. then, oh, but wait, wait, you got to miss Supercross because we don't schedule Arena Cross early enough. It's yeah. so fucked up. I, this is so stupid. This, the RC yeah. road to Supercross is stupid. The fact that Europeans don't have to ride is stupid. The fact the schedule starts in January is stupid. I've run and raved yeah. about this. It, the whole thing's stupid. All right, no, go ahead. I, I, I agree. I agree. So, or, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, from my point of view, I was uh, an amateur getting ready for Loretta's and everything, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, if you want to do Supercross, you're going to have to go to Cross. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, yeah, maybe it's get ready for, but, you know, there was rumors that I heard that, uh, that Arena Cross was going to start earlier and they were going to let you get your points before Supercross. And, and even at that, I was like, oh, I probably would just do outdoors first. I would skip Supercross. So yeah. I did that. And then, um, and then, uh, the time came to, to, to uh, to ride Super Arena Cross and land it on my shoulder and, Heart surgery and all that good stuff. So, um, uh, and and yeah. like, okay. And uh, by the way, uh, Josh Moseman is running top fifteen to twenty, uh, if not higher, in in fourth nationals. Uh, he's yeah. good. He's good, bro. <laughs> like, give him a license. So you're telling yeah. me, Adam is very confused there. He's I'm, I'm so <laughs> fucking confused right now. Okay. So yeah. you're telling me that he's what? What are you in point right now? <laughs> 21st. Uh, tw- 21st in points. I got 36. I'm tied for, and, I think I'm tied for 20. And you can't, you're not allowed to race Supercross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah not good enough. Funny. Not good enough. We're scared of Josh Moseman. He's too sketchy. He cannot race. He's, he's so stupid. It's so dumb, Josh. It, it yeah. Is. And, too, you got to go buy like a 250 and get it all modded out. Yeah. And do it. Yeah. Go go take, yeah, Mike, and, go take Michael. Yeah. No one will know. So yeah, can exactly. you get like, and you can't get any kind of like team voucher or something, dude? You gotta uh, go talk to Husky, bro. Dude, it's so dumb. Yeah, try to get in. No, <laughs> but the one, the one thing, the one thing I have thought about if I, if I, if I wanted to bend the rules, which I don't want to bend the rules because I don't want to be that guy. But, uh, but my mom's from Sweden, so um, I'm half <laughs> Swedish, and and I have a Swedish, I have a Swedish citizenship, so I have a Swedish passport, so I'm a dual citizen. Um, I didn't, and I thought about really? people, people like, Oh, go race in Australia or go race in Europe one time and say you want to ride supercross. But I, even that everybody knows I'm American. Everybody knows yeah. I grew up. Do it, bro. Here, so. I, it's so, it's so dumb. Like you're you, like, you're like, Hey, I want to race supercross. Uh, I got 15th in the 40 nationals. No, you're not good enough. It's so dumb. That yeah. and, or Austin Forkner or your brother or any of these kids I'm that have so literally confused. grown up riding a supercross track. Oh yeah. You got to go to arena cross, bro. We're not quite sure. But the guy from <laughs> Europe, who has no experience? Come on over! It's so yeah. dumb. What am I? The only am I? The, is it, am I the crazy person here? When I see this, and I go, "How dumb is this?" But anyways, anyways. Well, the funny thing is, even even like the guys from Europe and anywhere out of the country, they have to go to area qualifiers, don't they, for regionals and, yeah. and Loretta's? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. they have to do that for Loretta's. Right. Why yeah. You do so, it for yeah. Exactly. Um, 
Well, hey, thanks for joining the show tonight. I want to get you on. We read that email last week. Uh, you made some kids' day, and I thought that was really cool. Uh, I don't know if you heard the show, or do you remember the email, yeah. or do you remember these people? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah was, nice work awesome. on I that. Think I, I think his name was Andrew. I'm, my, I'm not 100% sure. I was going to right. double-check, but I didn't. But that was super cool. I really appreciated that they called and 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 mentioned me and said some nice yeah. things. That was that was awesome. Yeah, it sounds like uh, I'll tell Adam here. Josh made a family with a couple kids, and they they were cheering for him because they wanted to meet him because they were he was chilling in the pits, and he talked to him and gave him. Did you give him number plates or something? I think. Drew? Yeah, yeah. I, I gave I gave him some shrouds from uh, from the weekend before. Yeah, there you go, dude. That's a yeah. big deal too, especially a husky shroud. They're huge. <laughs> that, that's a big deal, um, bro. No, so that's when awesome. You're a privateer giving up yeah. shrouds. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> I, I thought that was great, and and really, I was happy to read it on the air. And uh, thanks for joining the show, man. I really appreciate it. Good luck with the rest of the year. I'll try to find you this weekend at the Washougal and uh, and say hi. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you guys very much for having me, and yeah, have a good night. Appreciate it. All right, I'd love to you. be back on again. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Thanks, buddy. Later, Josh. All right. All right. Josh Moseman, everybody, brought to you by Pivotworks. If it pivots, it works. If it works, it pivots. Luke, what's up, bro? That's me, Luke? Yeah, you, Luke, right? Skywalker? <laughs> hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, bro? I just uh, need you to talk to my chick a little bit. Where's she at? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm walking into the house right now. Uh, I need What's... you to let her know that I, I need to listen to the Pulp MX show and uh, that it's okay to do that. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can do that. Um, yeah, no problem. Okay, sweet. sweet. I'm heading in there uh, right now. Um. Great radio, bros. <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> hey, Luke. You can't uh, do that, dude. What's her name? Hey, what's up? What's yeah, her name? Uh, it's Candace. Here she is. Who's this? That's Steve. Steve? Candace. Uh, what's up, Candace? No, no, no. You got to do it. Candace. Let them listen to the show, Candace. Candace, let them listen to the show. It's so loud. Bro, listen. It's 1151 where you are, right? It's two hours ahead. It is. So what's what's wrong with letting let letting old Luke listen to the show? Like, is is it? Are you trying to get the him to do? So? Doors wide open. Well, what's wrong, bro? Get to the neighbors. I mean, it can't be that loud. It's an iPhone, right? How long can it be? Oh no, he's got speakers wired all over the garage. Okay, well, I mean, so you're more worried for the neighbors than like you're not mad at him for listening. You're more worried worried about the neighbors. Well, just the neighbors. What? I, mean, I don't know. Bro, I, don't know I mean, how is. loud can it be? I mean, Luke, what are you doing? Are you, you know, are you? Well, it gets pretty loud. Well, uh, maybe, maybe Luke. But can I turn... let him. I let him. He listens all the time. Oh, and obviously he doesn't have much of a life if he listens live on the show, huh? <laughs> that is true. Um, do, do he just spends you... a lot of time in the garage. That's all. Wow, that's what that's what men do. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I mean, we're, we're, we try not to be too loud, but we do. You know, we play music and we, we we yell and stuff. So sometimes it gets a little loud. But yeah, you guys should play some good music once in a while. Well, you don't like any of our music choices? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard. Uh, well, in the background, I heard Toto the other day. Toto's strong, bro. Come on, Candace. <laughs> update that commercial. That's yeah, you got you got to update that commercial. No, I like it. It sounds good. It sells wheels. <laughs> he likes I it. Like he it. doesn't want to change it. Uh. Listen, listen, Adam. Tell, yes. tell Candace it's fine. Candace. Hey, you're from you're from Winnipeg, aren't you? I am. I'm from Winnipeg. Yeah, is that where you guys are? 
Yeah, that's where we are. Where, what part of where, Winnipeg are you uh, in? Where did you grow up around here? What part of Winnipeg are you in, Candace? Uh, I live uh, so it's, uh, just towards Lockport. Oh, you're, okay. I was East Kildonan. Oh, East Kildonan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, where Luke's, that's where Luke's other house is. Oh, wow. There we go. Uh, Lockport. Yeah. Uh, what about Skinner's, Bo? Do you go to Skinner's? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Skinner's was the place to go. I used to bicycle out there, believe it or not, from East Kildonan. Really? I would bicycle to Skinner's. I know, looking at me, you may it's not believe long that. Ways. Well, you may not believe that, but I would Skinner. I would bicycle to Skinner's aren't and you, back. Aren't you a big? I heard you're a big guy. I've put on a few pounds, Candace. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. No, it's true. But Luke's uh, a big boy too. I like. I like him. Does, I like him a little chubby. Does 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 Luke? Does Luke? Hey. Uh, does Luke race? <laughs> Yes, he does, yeah. Okay, so we probably have some mutual friends. I, I mean, I've been gone a uh, long time. Probably, more than likely, yeah. How old is How old is Luke? Uh, Luke is 32. Yeah, bro. We, we probably have mutual friends in Manitoba that raced, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I, think he said he saw, I think he said you were at the track one time. That could have been, yeah, who knows. Uh, probably, I don't know, I think it was Grunthal, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah, I went to Grunthal one time. I brought my, my wife up there from... from, from the USA up to a race one time. Come, come where do you live? In Beaujolais. What's that? I live in Vegas, Candace. Oh, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. You ever been to Vegas? Uh, yes, I have a few times. I just want to hear the motocross. What would you think? Uh, I loved it. I SEMA was the best. What was? Uh, SEMA. Oh, SEMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big auto yeah, parts. I went the other year. Right. Uh, have you been down any Supercrosses? Did you go to Minneapolis with Luke? Uh, no, we went to Vegas, uh, I guess a few years ago now. 2014, Villa Photo. Yeah, Villa Photo, yeah. Oh, wow. Villa Photo ticket. Why didn't Luke hit me up for passes? I mean, that was the Dungy. I don't know. Well, oh, well. I mean, just let Luke listen to the show, Candace. Just Candace. Let, just, I will. I Candace, promise. This is Pulp Mex, okay? Without this, <laughs> we die as men. Okay? But, but, let him okay, listen to the show. Candace, I don't want to start a fight here. But do you think no fighting? Do you think Luke is going out in the garage, spending a lot of time out there? Because maybe he's not the happy. The problem is, is that I spend time <laughs> in the garage. You what? I, the problem is, is that I spend time in the garage. Oh. In my in my garage. Hey, let me just fill in all of our all of our <laughs> listeners here. So I'm from Manitoba, like you. We, we both have bikes and motorcycles. Yeah. And, so. So you, you gotta you gotta put some more music on. Well, like why can't you make it like a Monday night date night radio <laughs> talk show then? Yeah, bro. Okay, that sounds good. That's a good compromise. Yeah. See, there we go. And and I got I got to let our listeners know, like me from Canada, Candice and Luca from Canada. What mm-hmm. we do is we do go up in Canada. We spend a lot of time in our garages. Mm-hmm. You will invite your buddies over, and correct me if I'm wrong, Candice. So stop me if I'm wrong. You will invite your friends over, and you will go drink in the garage. Really? Uh, yes, yeah, something like that. See. Okay, well, here, here's the compromise. Luke, listen up. What you're going to do is Monday night, you're going to go in the garage, you're going to light some damn candles, you're going to make a little dinner, and you guys are going to listen to Pulp and Mech Show and have a date night Monday night in the garage. Okay. Done. Sounds good. And if there's any way I could get Luke or Candace, you to FedEx me next day air early a.m. delivery, like one of the burgers from Burger Factory, that'd be great. Perfect. I love Sounds Burger good. Factory. So, um, all right, all right, Candace, tell Luke, we said, thanks. Let him listen. Thank you for your time. Love you. Goodbye. Yo, what's up, Luke? We got to run buddy, but I think we, I think we made some progress. 
Moves the progress. She's smiling, so that's awesome. Good to hear, man. A fantastic. I hope you get lucky tonight. It's uh, it's almost midnight. So lipstick yeah. on your dipstick. So thanks, buddy. <laughs> Sounds good. You guys have a great show. Thank Thanks, you. Luke. Appreciate it. All right, second commercial break of the night. The seven deuce deuce is here. We're going to wrap this up with a few segments. We got something special coming yee, up. Yee, something special for the boy. It's your birthday. It's lit fam. It's your birthday. All right, we got to go. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017? 
Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands... Please tell them. No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet, you're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race Tech suspension and engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. 
more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. 
Rocky Mountain MCKTM. Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they are all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. Pivotworks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivotworks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, Pivotworks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend. The word of the day is embargo. Looking product available with styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep trucker SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Everybody want to ask where I came from. Young kid who bang drums. Money, don't you worry, I'ma make some. Somebody changing the world, it only takes one. Never scared of death, but I ain't ready for that day to come. A million people in the world, I don't hate one. Even them dummies robbing people with some fake guns. Make mistakes, young boy, that's just what I heard. And you don't ever figure out what you don't want to first. I got another verse, invincible and nothing hurts. A hundred words coming up with what'll have your bubble burst. We can just fuck, you don't need to take my number first. Getting right to it, I ain't really trying to cuddle first. I used to try every 
thing with her but nothing worked Got a bad words like she heard the thunder first These are the days of her lives and I ain't lying kid Being free, tell me what kind of crime that is Instead of kid, let me spit a couple sentences Always good penmanship, make sure you all remember this You just said it in the blue slot park The place where dreams coming true, that's where you find heart Up until the sun come up, get my crew grind hard See me out throughout the day, but you won't find me in the dark Say I'm small with remarks, such remarkable bars Who knew this music would get me a couple cars That just sit in park cause I'm out somewhere traveling Magging on the preschool honeys who are somewhere tattling Mag has been known to always pass again Every single track with him, oh he's just so talented Dream account of money till my fingers get some calluses King with many palaces, a fucking golden 14 My salad, I observe, asking what did he design I see an artificial future for a digital mind Muhammad Ali, I'm him in his prime Just a normal kid in class who was sitting behind Welcome back everybody, Pulp Next Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing with the 7 Deuce Deuce Yo. It's it's Mark's birthday. <laughs> I do not I do not give people songs on this show very often outside of myself and the co-hosts. But it is his birthday. Oh shit. So we will give him his song. Congratulations, Marks. Even though you did limit my choices. <laughs> we did. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. We limited but, your choices. But I did what I could. We, you did. You Thank did. you. And uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, Thank you. Probably never happen again. Ever. That's what you think. Now, now you're the rap expert, Seven Deuce Deuce. Yo. Where are we at on Mac Miller? Um, We're good? Max, Mac's pretty good, bro. Okay. Max, he's, uh, he's known for his lyrics. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's done a few drugs in his day, um, but all, as you know, all most of the best artists in the world have. Yeah. So it's not like that crazy off the, <laughs> off the wall, but uh, Mac Miller's made some really, really good songs, and um, I listen to him weekly. Well, you got to be on drugs to not go to Honda World Downey with a five freeway and 605 freeway meet, over a thousand new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, including certified Hondas and cheap as is cars, setting up 5K, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Uh, Pulpamex listeners get a free first time oil change if they drive a Honda. All you need to do is make an appointment uh, with the service department and mention Pulpamex free first time oil change. I brought my Ridgeline from them, whether you need a, a Ridgeline or a CRX or an Accord or uh, really anything that Honda's got us. Uh, one of those, uh, what are those things called? Those uh, small ones. Uh, they're really, really cool cars. Uh, um, Civic? No, <laughs> Civics, but. Um, Fit Honda Fit. Oh yeah, there you You're go. Looking for a Honda Fit. Yeah, Honda World Downey. Uh, go down there. Ask for Steve. He's he's runs the thing, runs the thing down there, and uh, we'll give you the best deal. He'll meet or beat any deal you can get on a Honda, and we appreciate those guys too. Atlas Brace as well. Please check them out. AtlasBrace.com. Ryan Villapoto. Uh, where's Atlas Brace even now? Right now, Martin Davalos. Atlas Brace. Jason Anderson had Atlas Brace on when he got landed on. Can you imagine if he didn't have one? Oh my gosh. All right. What would have happened then? Uh, so AtlasBrace.com. Please check them out. There's a code under sponsored deals on Pulp MX show and on the app too. sponsored deals on um, on the Pulp MX app there is a bonus podcast coming out on the Pulp MX app this Friday Chris Kiefer Jason Thomas and myself discussing the new fly racing gear oh shoot so it'll be fantastic that'll to, be good that. uh, and also to uh, nfab n-fab.com proudly built in Houston Texas USA Jeep truck and SUV parts big part of the uh, JGR Suzuki team as well as uh, Blake Baggett rocking the nfab butt patch and winning nationals uh, again support the sport uh, and uh, support the companies that support 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 sport, sport. and it's nfab <laughs> uh, and email the show if you need a discount for truck uh, steps or Jeep 
SUV, bumpers, light mounting solutions, that type of stuff. The NFAB um, and Pro Yamaha uh, GNCC team also capturing a win a couple weeks ago. Um, so thanks to NFAB. Here's the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in. I, uh, I simply called my buddy Filthy Phil Nicoletti and, uh, and, and, and talked to him. So uh, let's do that, Marks. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Great guys, great company for your uh, Jeep truck SUV, whether it's bumpers, steps, light mounting solutions. NFAB, proud sponsor of the JGR team, and Blake Baggett, Benny Bloss, and everybody at the RM, uh, ATV, AMC, KTM team as well, supported by NFAB guys. All right, this is the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in with uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? What's going on, Steve? Uh, just checking in right now. What is the status of uh, yours and Jeremy Martin's friendship? I still don't like the prick currently. All right. Thanks, Phil. All right, everybody. It's the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in <laughs> with Phil, Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> oh, God, He still hates that. the prick. Oh, man. So uh, we hope J-Mart and Phil make up at some point because uh, A-Mart's <laughs> wedding is coming up, and they're both in the wedding party. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So uh, Interesting. We hope Phil and J-Mark get back together. But that's been the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in, everybody, with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> Sick. He's coming back. He's uh, coming back. Unadilla. There you go. Yeah. Phil, How bro. funny was that post that JGR posted with this Photoshop smile on his oh, face? Yeah. Oh, my god. Just gosh. trying to get him to smile, <laughs> right? Uh, Works Connection on the show, uh, 7 News News. You love Works Connection. Oh, dude. What, what product do you love the most? The whole shot device, because... If you get a whole shot device, I guarantee you 100% you'll get a whole shot, unless you suck. If they get the whole shot device and they do not get the whole shot, will you refund them? No, they just suck. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Because hit up Seven Deuce Deuce on on Instagram or Twitter and tell them that uh, you didn't get the whole shot with a with an easy start device from the uh, from the folks at Works Connection and uh, whether it stands, whether it's the uh, the Elite Clutch Perch, uh, they got foot pegs now. Did you see those things? Wow. Yes. Bro. Sick. High pegs. Sick. WorksConnection.com. Uh, please check them out. They've been a big part of our show for a number of years now. And uh, great guys. I got to tour the place around Hangtown. So. How epic uh, was it? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Real good. Real good company. Real good guys. Absolutely. Um, thanks to uh, Christian Craig, Trey Kennard, Josh Hansen, Donnie Hansen, and Josh Moseman for coming on tonight. Which interview did you like the most? Seventy Stoos? Um, I really did like Josh's just because. Josh, which, which Josh? Um. Mosman. Okay. Mosman. Just because. Mosman. No, I. Mosman. Um, because he's a privateer doing it. You know, uh-huh. he's doing it on his own, and, and I know that position. But I would have to say the best interview was probably Trey Kennard. Just to kind of hear what he had to say. Uh, hard to beat Trey Kennard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He heard what he had to say. Just yeah. sad day, sad moment, but uh, happy for him. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, it'll be great um, to uh, to see Trey Kennard. I hope he still has other races. I hope, hey, that little thing you talked about having like a little liaison for, for riders and stuff. Dude, that, that would be sick. I hope That's can, something that's needed. I really hope he gets that together. I hope he can pull it. I think he can pull it off. Uh, Trey Kennard, everybody, on the show earlier today, fly racing. Um, all right. So, happy birthday, Travis Marks. Thank you. Myself. Yes. This man, yo, more this man than than anything. Uh-huh. But I had a little bit of it. I want to present. I would say he initiated it, and I helped. Yeah, he did help a little bit. I'm yeah, st- I'm scared. You should be. Hold me. <sighs> Where's my snare, yo? Where's my snare? Hey, Steve. Turn my mic up a little bit, yo. 
I can't hear my snare. Let me hear my snare. Turn the beat up a little bit for me. Happy birthday to the Doom Goon. Yeah, you made an app that's pretty damn cool. You went to TPs and did a backflip too. But you forever known as the fucking Doom Goon. You behind the scenes for a reason, dude. Steve and I, we pretty and you ugly. You look like a deformed Teletubby. I'm sorry, you fugly. You ain't lovey dovey. But since it's your birthday, I'll tell you what you're worth. Ten bucks and a fake Louis V purse. JK, homie, you a bad mofo. You deserve a lot like 20 in a stripper hole. We appreciate all the last though. It ain't a rap without the bash though. Happy birthday to the boy Trap though. It's your birthday, birthday. Yeah, it's your you birthday, birthday. birthday. It's your birthday, birthday. Yeah, you 30, you 30. It's your birthday, birthday. Yeah, you 30, you 30. Put your fucking hands up. 30. Yeah, you 30, you 30. It's your birthday, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just fucking killed that we shit. That bomb. Drop it. Drop that bomb. What up, Jimmy Ivine? Oh. What do you got to say, Marks? Happy birthday to the Doom Goon. You're ugly like a Teletubby. <laughs> that was literally a word in the verse, right? Oh, you won. You ugly like a Teletubby. I said. That's a few words. I yeah. said. Steven and I, we pretty and you ugly. You look like a deformed Teletubby. Oh. Oh. I agree. What happened? Deformed Teletubby. Oh, it's your birthday, birthday. Yeah, I think we it's should. It's your birthday, birthday. Thirty. You thirty. You thirty. Thirty. It's your birthday, birthday. You hear that? You thirty. Yeah, you thirty. You thirty. It's your birthday, birthday. Thirty. Thirty. You thirty. You thirty. Trap. It's your birthday. You motherfucking thirty. It's you your ugly. birthday, birthday. And you ugly. But we love you. We love you. It's your you birthday, ugly. You birthday. ugly. We love you, we love you. Love you, love you. It's your birthday, birthday. <laughs> Are you dirty, you dirty. Ah, oh. oh, it's good. <laughs> we made that for you. We made that for you. That's my favorite segment of all. We time. made that for oh, you. Oh fuck. I got my own song. Dude, Trav! That's better than doing a backflip, I think. Oh, I got shit. my own song. Well, he called you ugly like a deformed teletubby. <laughs> hey, but I said hey, at honestly, the end. Hey, honestly, listen. I don't want to blow you right now, okay? Yeah. I like. I don't like dudes like yeah. that. Yeah. But you really nailed that one. Thank you. Like, you were Sounds a little good. sketchy practicing. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm telling like, you, I come through in the moment. Yeah. Like, pressure was on. 30-second board was up. Seven and, deuce deuce. And I you come got through, it, bro. Because you did a lot of panic revving, a lot of casing downstairs yeah but when you when the time comes seven deuce deuce comes through bro you That's, know what? can you we put that, can we put that on the app let's put that on the app the um, whole song oh, i yeah. just can yeah, we do yeah, that for sure i just want to let you guys know i did call him a deformed teletubby yeah but at the end of the song i did say jk homie you a bad mofo you deserve a lot like a 20 and a stripper hoe so yeah, that's pretty. There you go. That's, that's for you, pretty Co- good. That's for dude. you, Courtney. He brought it around. That's for you, Courtney. Hell yeah! Give Thanks, him a, give him a stripper hoe. And you know what's so funny is like she what really me? is like. Thanks, Steve. Do you think that backing track laid itself? <laughs> the backing that? was the best part of the whole song. You fucking know it. Yeah, yeah, you know mm-hmm. it. Dirty, dirty. Except I screw. It's your birthday. 
I screwed the first part up. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. because and it's rap. Still, his tone is still off. It's rap. No, it's, it's not. No, it's no, fantastic. It was perfect. And when he Stop did the it. little whisper thing, <laughs> yep. when he did the whisper, I was like, oh, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with it's that just right like there. Flavor Flav did. That's exactly <laughs> what Flavor Flav did, and that's what I did. Oh. That was my hero for this segment. Let me whisper in your ear. Tell me something that you might like. He came up with that on the flight on the flight here. Bro, I that's came up good. that in like 45 minutes. That's pretty good. Not 45 bad. minutes. Not bro. bad. Beat, fucking rap, Travis, it's your birthday, birthday. And you 30, you 30. It's not bad. Thank you. Wait, you did you do the beat? No. Where did no, the beat no, come no. from? I, uh, I have like stories. I made the beats. beat. Stop okay, it. I made no, the beat. No, All right. Did. I made the beat on my Casio. Yeah. Is that a sample from something? Uh, no, it's actually one of the beats I bought off SoundClick for oh, my new it? album. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty a good. good. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday. Thank you. We got a song. And a, I think we're going to do a, a, a battle, rap battle next time he's here. Well, that's what Pookie said. Yeah, he said, <laughs> Pookie, Pookie said, was like, what if you lay this down and he starts coming back at you? <laughs> I was like, honestly? Like Doc Ock That's or good radio, bro. I wasn't prepared, so I got nothing, but. He ain't got shit from me. Come on now. Is that a challenge? I'm a paid rapper, bro. Is that a challenge? Yeah, it is a challenge. Bring it. Come on, Trav. Where you at? Who's ready to lick my sex Baby, we're naked and we're sex My favorite song. Love me sexy! Yeah. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me, Jackie Moon. <laughs> that look. All right, everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com, whether you're riding a dirt bike, blasting through a corner on a quad, or taking the UTV out the desert, BTOsports.com has you covered. Use the code PulpMX when you call, and they'll give you a hell of a discount on anything you want. And uh, Or put it in the uh, notes section on your checkout on BTOsports.com. They will also apply the discount code. The BTOsports.com guys are great, fantastic. They support the real Entignap. Tyler! Ouch. Tyler Internap runs at BTOsports.com. Uh, Talon LaFontaine, oh, too. Do you know that Talon LaFontaine kid? Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good you know kid. Him? Yeah. Yeah. Really good kid. Yeah, I like that dude. Hard worker. Yeah. Yep. So. Um. All right. Uh, so this is the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment at Pulpamex Show. Cool. Is the uh, is the Twitter handle, and uh, we got a lot of questions today. And Marks goes through them, picks the best ones for myself and the Seven Deuce Deuce. And brought to you by BTOsports.com, people. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Let's have it, bro. Steve, this one's from Eastside Moto. That, that's not even a real name. It, sa- it says East Side Moto. That's like that other guy. Okay. That I accused of having a, a fake name. <laughs> How do you feel knowing that the Whoop Monster had better track access than you did this weekend? Well, I wasn't there, for one. If you would have been there, you um, Whoop Monster. No, I would have had probably the same access, I think. I had a, uh, a, a wristband. I think I could have got where he got. I don't know for sure. I, it's hard to say. I don't know exactly where he was. So. There's a picture attached. If he's in the middle of the Whoop section... I can he, get there. He's standing right by the whoops. Yeah, I can probably get there at that track. But sometimes, absolutely, I cannot get places that, say, Marvin's wife has access to or 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 a dad. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what's going like, on? Like, I'm here to cover this thing. Yeah. You know, make notes, watch the race. And I don't have a good access as a wife or dad. That, that really bothers me. That makes no mind. sense. No, not at all. Seven Deuce Deuce. This one's from Ryan Smith. 
when's the next album coming yeah bro um i'm hoping like november december when nothing's going on um for just marketing purposes uh everything's going really good and everybody who is looking forward to the album 20,000 plus um be really excited because this album is next level i've been working with like a full professional studio really? that uh has been giving me been giving me studio time i've been working with uh professional producers and uh everything's coming together really really well um even better than expected so i'm i'm just beyond stoked for this next album i think people are gonna really appreciate the music and uh listen to it for a long long time and at the end of the day i like making good music so uh I'm happy for that and excited for you guys to hear it. It's going to be so fucking sick. I can't Can we even... get a Subway part two, please? Dude, Subway is like so long gone, it's not even funny. It's like making Jurassic Dude. Park two just straight flop. They're actually making new Jurassic Parks all the time now. So I know, but like, really it's just that. not as good as the OG one. He only does it for the money now. What's so a really, Subway's going to yeah, pay exactly. him. What's a He's really out. shitty sequel? There's eight It's like that. that. Right. Oh. Anchorman. <laughs> Horrible. Uh,. This one's from Kieran Bennett. Who do you think takes the number five next now that Dunge is retired? No idea, bro. Yeah, whoever wins the national championship, right? Um, does Osborne stick with 16 or does yep. he go single digit? No, probably single. I'm saying he takes a five, right? He could take a five. Yeah, because he's like, he, could take a five. he probably knows Dungey. Yep. You know what I mean? Respectable. Uh huh. Yeah, he's probably taking five. All right. Good F- call. Fuzz Sanders. Would like to know, do you think Roxon will be back to 100% for Supercross in 18? No, but I think he'll be racing. What he said. Chad Haskins wants to know, does Mookie get a ride for 18 or have to put something together for himself again? Oh, we just uh, talked to little Mookie today. We did. We didn't really get any answers. It's though, a did very, we? very <laughs> interesting Yamaha picture we've seen on his Instagram, isn't it, Steve? Isn't that an old picture? It is. It Start. is. An old He's more going with that than I am, but maybe there's I'm something going there. with that. Okay. All right. These guys, these racer guys, they like to try to be like subliminal. Right. All right. This one's from Lyman Zerga. Chance ability that the number 81 is running a big bore, big hole shot, and his bike sounds loud compared to most. Come on, bro. Henry Miller, 81. Not come, a chance. Come on. Stop it. Not a chance. Stop it. Dude, these 450s have so much horsepower. And Henry Miller's like this little skinny. He's not little, but he, dude, no. He's not getting hole shots every race either. I mean, come on. He got one hole shot and we're already claiming big boy. Let's be <laughs> good, realistic, guys. It's a good point. He got come one on. hole shot. Ah, oh, big boy. Oh, big boy. No. Just because his bike's loud, that just means he's a privateer and he can't afford packing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, this one's from Joe, Joe Stanley. Does Webb get the new Yamaha and reach his potential, or does he, air quotes, Barsha, never reaching his potential and continues that cycle? No, because uh, if he has a shitty year next year, he is out of there. His contract's up. He will move to another team. He will get off that bike. If he has another bad year, do do people offer him big rides still? Yes, yes, absolutely, because everybody will go, well, that bike hasn't done a lot for uh, anyone. Anyone, really? So that's harsh to say, but mm, I mean, there's wins here and there. But yeah, Barsha won nationals on it. But yeah, it's it's rare. So this one's from Michael. 
who I believe is still blocked by you on Twitter. Could you beat JT in a 10-minute moto right now in the sand? That's why he's blocked. He's going to keep being blocked with stupid questions like that. I couldn't beat JT at my physical peak when I was motoring down, and I was a pro, you know, and I was like, hey, yeah. like I was national number 37 in Canada or something one year. Yeah. Like, my, I was never, ever fast to JT. So why in the hell would you think now, a few pounds above my fighting weight, I'm going to beat JT <laughs> on a sand track? Like, you yeah, know? I'm not sure. So, all right. That's dumb. Mike Julian wants to know, if Zach wins both titles, where would he rank in total earnings for the year compared to top paid 450 riders? Mm, that's a good question. He'd be, he'd be up there. He'd be, he'd be north of one mil if he wins everything. Well, he gets a mil just from the, the titles themselves, I don't think right? an, a national title doesn't uh, bring in a mil. No. No, I'm saying oh, 500. Uh, 250 per. for the Supercross. Oh. And probably 500 for... For outdoors? For outdoors? Really? You think outdoors championships more than Supercross? Yeah, I would think so, because you're racing more races. Oh, that's true. Huh? 12 to 7. Um, is not exposure? Yeah. Don't they get more exposure in Supercross, though? Yeah, but so, I just think when you're on that level... Yeah, you can't you know, go double the amount of races and expect I mean, he's racing half paid. the competition, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I would think it would be more. Uh, so he's, But he's still going to be north of $1 million all his money and everything, so he'll be up there, man, for sure. Uh, Steve, do these outdoor results land Henry Miller a spot on a 250 team next year? You people got to stop Henry Miller stuff. I mean, seriously. He killed it. He killed it. He's been riding great. Jesse Wentland killed it like two, three years ago. Uh, Cole Thompson killed it outdoors. It doesn't. You know what? Nobody goes. Nobody picks you up and goes like, oh, yeah. You know? You know what's so fucked up? Is that I mean, someone asked if Henry Miller would do that in Supercross, he'd get a ride. Of course. But yeah. if you do it outdoor, as messed up as Especially it is, nobody in, really cares. Late in the season. Yeah, but it's like... Injuries have happened. It's like, okay, you can ride outdoor, but can you do it in Supercross? Yeah. Because no, when uh, he was in Supercross, he got good starts, but I think he kind of here and there missed the main. Yeah. In lights. And that was half the competition. Yep. Deuce, deuce. Now with Kennard retired, this one's from Team SOL. With Kennard retired, who are you going to pass for a quarter of the price? Um, I don't know. That's a good fucking question. Who's like 10th place? Whoever 10th place is, I'm going like to pass him for a quarter of the price. Yeah. Bogle. Bogle doesn't make a lot of money, though. But, yeah. Barsha. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to get anywhere near Barsha on a track. Uh, Jack Peterson wants to know, what do you think about today's recent mumble rappers? <sighs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck is happening with this new rap shit. It's ridiculous. They're like emo rapping now. They're f- it's like the new wave, can the double XL program. Can you program. give me an example of, um, of, uh, of a rapper that does it? Um, X Tenacion or whatever the hell his name, X-X-X-T-A-N-C-I-O-N. I'll tell you when rap was best. I'll tell you when rap was best. All right, are you ready? Come on, Steve. Okay. Cool Modi. I go to work. Just when I wanna, and it's a matter of time, and I'm gonna, cause I know winter. Go ahead, enter the classic. 
What about this? That's the star. We chill. Nobody gets ill on the This is smooth, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... That's when they it's too simple. Like, I mean, I understand simple music. Oh, so let me get some auto-tune and you'll be fucking jerking no, off over no, this. No, 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 I will no, no, auto-tune... No, no. Dude. No, look it. Dude, this is when they first found out, like, how to rap. And they're just right on number one. They're right on the downbeat. Like, duh. That's like your mom's that's on your, downbeat. You know what I mean? That's your 101 rap. Like nowadays, that's like if you just got into rap, that's how you rap. Well, I saw a bunch of chicks at the concert the other night with the high rise jeans going on. Yeah. So those are back. So downbeat <laughs> yeah. rapping is back too. Everything old honestly, is new again. Honestly. I don't think it matters what kind of rap you do or what kind of music you do. You just have to love it, Van Halen. and it has to be good. I like Van Halen. Absolutely. Van Halen's one badass fucking artist. That's right. This one's from Sauce. Steve, if anyone could replace your role in the industry, who would it be and why? Oh, I mean, a lot of guys could, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, I mean... Who would you, though? Like, who would you have replace you? I feel like there's nobody like waffle, you. Waffle, 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 waffle. I don't know, man. Uh, I put out a lot of content. I know. I do a lot of work. And you're like, so like, like I love how real you are. Like, Wygant could do it. He's got the talent to do it. I don't think Wygant wants to work as hard as much as I do. He's got a family. Yeah. I think he, like, likes his family. Like, he likes to spend time with his family. It's super weird. Yeah, but at the um, same time, though, I feel like you... Don't care in the moment about being friends with anybody, which makes you so fucking Yeah, sick. you got to have a super kind of weird uh, quality. Yeah, because like yeah. you are like, you know what? I'm going to tell this dude this right now, and he's going to fucking hate me. Like, like telling Craig about Fast Freddy? Exactly. He's going to hate me, but you know what? Eventually, he's going to look back, and he's going to be like, you know what? I kind of was fucking up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm out of here, though. And that's like, the only way you can do real. This is my last real. year, so I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm done. Wow. So I figured I'm waiting for NASA to call. Oh, bitchin'. Yep. For who to call? NASA. Why? I'm going to go work for NASA. Doing what? I don't know. They're going to call, though. Internet radio shows? <laughs> <laughs> How about motocross? <laughs> um, this one's from Charlie Worthy. <laughs> kind of in the same light. Mathis, give a percentage pie on how much you enjoy your job. Six. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's not a lot. No. Is that your real answer? I mean, it's like anything. Like, okay, actually, this is funny. This is actually a good question. I just went to Vancouver, Canada last Wednesday for a meeting with Ray Ferraro, who I do a Pulp Hockey podcast show. Yeah. Please subscribe. It's great. It's fantastic. Now, Ferraro, he's... Me, in hockey, except way more successful and makes more, makes more money than I do. But he, he's Jeff Emig, okay? He's the number one color commentator in Canadian hockey for TV shows. Yeah. So he calls, he's teamed up with a broadcaster, and he, call, he played in the NHL for 18 yeah. years. So he is, like, sort of universally acclaimed as the first, second, or third best guy in the game. Absolutely. Super smart about the hockey. So we were just talking about this. And he was like, I was asking him questions a little bit, and he was telling me about the hockey players and some things going on behind the scenes, things about our podcast and stuff. And then at some point he was like, yeah, I don't fucking care. It's just a job. 
to me, the hockey. And I'm all geeking out, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's like me with Moto. Like, we're so wrapped into it. It's our life. And, yeah. And it's a job. It's so it's whether you lay oh. bricks or lay pipe like I do. Hell yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cheever after dark. Yeah, either yeah. one. I think everything becomes your job after a while. He he writes code or something, or he hacks people's accounts. That's got to be shitty from the get-go. Though. So what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> no matter what you do, it's his birthday, bro. It's his birthday. I know, but, bro, you're just like... So, like, Ray Ferraro was telling me about how hockey is just a job for him. And it is what it is, and he travels a shit ton to tra- to call games, and I travel for motocross, and he hacks people's computers, and and you race. Now exactly. you, you're a little different deal. Yeah, I'm way different right. because like I actually like yeah. what I do. No, no, I so. do too. I'm super lucky. But like, but I think at some point it becomes a job, right? Mm. No, not to you. Yeah. yeah to Trey Kennard, I bet. Yeah. I bet Trey Kennard's like this is a job. I know Ferry was like that near the end. Yeah. He's like, okay, I got a bicycle. This I got to ride my motos. Like Timmy. When he was done his motos, supercross or motocross, whatever it was, like in the middle of the week, I've never seen a guy change so quick and get into the house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he was not broing down. There's no broing down. Dude, I'm at the track till like nighttime. He, <laughs> Timmy's like, okay, shift work is done. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I clocked out. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. So, I don't know what the question was, but that's just goes to, for example, Ray Ferraro, the best there is in hockey, he's like, yeah, it's a job. Fuck. I enjoy what I do, for the record. That's good. Yep. Keep clicking. <laughs> uh, CG, Bro, CJ, he's going to fucking hack you. <laughs> CJ Pruitt wants to know, do the steel frames benefit the outdoors more? Fuck. I mean, it's not a bad question. Is it really? I feel like I've been dealing with this question, mm. and I'm not even on the radio show all the time. Like the how one, many times are you gonna ask this question? Yeah, I bet you if you were to take a, a steel an aluminum frame from nineteen ninety seven when Honda first came out with it. Yeah. And a steel frame in twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. And you were to put them on one of those torsion machines. Yeah. I bet you that nineteen ninety seven aluminum frame, I bet you it's fifty percent stiffer than now. Absolutely. So the manufacturers have been like, Oh shit, aluminum, super stiff. Let's just keep softening it up to get what a steel frame feeling because steel frame bikes uh i know from my mechanic days i mean they would stretch four to six millimeters after like a ride or two you know what i mean yeah that's a lot and like at the same time though you're like this how are you supposed to compare a honda to a ktm they're two totally completely different bikes and i get you're trying to compare the steel frame to the aluminum frame but like you go ride a Honda, and the geometry is like completely different. It would you'd have to like make a perfectly matched steel frame Honda. No, no, you can still feel it's something deflecting or something soaking absolutely, up. Absolutely, but, but, but like it, it's a Honda compared to a KTM. It yeah. should more like be like, does the KTM work better or does the Honda work better? Another point is that if you look at the the Japanese bikes, they're going to smaller shock shafts and forty eight mil forks. Uh, yeah, but then I go back to a bigger one when I get my A kit. No, I know, but KTM is going with 52 mil forks. So yeah, but that's like, only because they can, right? Because no, they have the steel frame. No, but what, that's what I'm saying. Like KTM is like, we need to make it stiffer. Let's make our suspension components bigger. The Japanese guys are make our frame is stiff. Let's make our suspension sti- uh, flex a bit more. Yeah, six on one, half thousand on the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
I, I like that. Yeah. Oh, keep going. <laughs> Brandon Bossing wants to know, will the seven deuce deuce be the seven deuce deuce next year? If not, and he's assigned a number, will the world just stop spinning? I officially made seven deuce deuce this week. I was, um, I think I was 99 as of Millville and now I'm seven deuce deuce. So there you go. Um, oh, that one's for JT. That's it. All right. BTOsports.com. 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 Uh, you're going to get those calls? Let's figure this out. Let's get those calls and we'll run. But before that, uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, leave a call. Here's some voicemails. Uh, the best it was this week. And some voicemails. Your file's broken. Is it? Quit fucking bragging that you took or that you didn't take a week off when the series did because just the week before... You took a week off, Steve, and the series did not. Redbud! All right? I don't know, bro. Just kidding, though. You're the man, Mathis. Thank you for all the content that you put out. Holla. This show is lit, fam. You hear that? Lit! Hey, I tell you right now, this is Zach from Nashville. That guy from Southwick, I don't even have to listen to the whole message. He's a fucking dick. That's the worst part of going to the Nationals is all these assholes with their chairs and their fucking tents right next to the fucking fence. I've been going to the Nationals since 91 high point. I was seven years old. And back then, it was you move your seat, you lose your fucking seat. And in the last 15 years, this trend started. They get their fucking chairs up there. They don't leave all fucking day. So it, there's, like, hardly any place to get next to the fucking fence and watch the race for the people that want to watch it and hang over it and wave their fucking towels. It's bullshit. They should enforce this fucking rule and make it so if you want to stand, sit next to the fucking fence, you stand. And if you want to fucking sit, then you go sit somewhere. Damn but you shouldn't straight. get a first-row seat to park your fucking fat ass all day <laughs> with your fucking kids that don't even want to watch the race. Some of us are there to watch the race. Thanks, man. Oh, preach to him. Um, let's get to, uh, this guy from Australia. He's calling from Ben. What's up? You're all the way from Australia. What's happening? Good day, mate. Good day, Steve. How you going, mate? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I uh, just wanted to speak to Adam to see whether he's coming back down to Australia this year, whether he's heard or anything or got any news on that. Um, honestly, I haven't heard anything. Um, but I'm sure if something comes up last minute, I'll be there. I think I think what they did, to be honest, was um, they signed uh, Jesse Dobson, a local Australian kid, which uh, which honestly I think is absolutely amazing. I loved going to Australia and I loved yeah. doing the Supercross thing, but um, if you can get if you can get another local boy on a ride, I mean, all the better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just wasn't sure whether because I hadn't heard anything whether you were going to be coming back at all or not. Um, just Brayton for American Riders or anybody else I'm missing? Um, I think Gavin Faith maybe. Oh yeah, Gavin will be there. I don't know for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gav, Gav will probably come back. I don't know whether Jimmy's coming back this year. Yeah, I don't think I don't know about Jimmy. He's got Lyme disease or something, right? I saw that. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Oh right. Yeah. Um, we'll see though. You never know. It'll be a shame if you don't make it back over. Yeah, Dude, it I would agree. Be. I'd, I'd love, love to arrest you again. Thanks for calling, man. 
No worries. Thanks, guys. Hey, right, thank you. All right. See you. Uh, Zach, what's going on? How are you? Zach. Oh, yeah. Hey, I had a question for Adam. Uh, what's his best Dustin Pipe story? I, I live in Fresno and have, you know, since I was like, I don't know, five or so, and I just wondered if he had a good Dustin Pipe story. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I do, actually? Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not that great, but um, we were in Indianapolis and it was freezing. It was freezing ass cold. That's a great story. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marks, we're in Indianapolis. It was it was cold. It was freezing. Anyways, he uh, he got hurt and like hurt his chest. And um, I'll I'll try to post a picture tomorrow. I'll see if Dustin will let me. But um, he took his shirt off and he hurt his chest. And he has these uh, he has like KT taped over his nipples, like around his back, like kind of like a like a sports bra. And uh, and he took his shirt off. And I had my camera right there. And it looks like I mean it is so freaking funny i'll make sure i post it tomorrow look on my instagram i'll ask him it looks like he's got a green bra on and it's freezing cold his nipples are hard as hell too it's hilarious <laughs> great radio Thank you, Adam. <laughs> all right thanks buddy <laughs> the header bro Thank you. all right skippy let's try this again what's your com- what's your question man skippy all right let's go to these voicemails Dave, zach from nashville Trying to get you to come to Loretta's, man. I've offered my services to be your white slave. I'll pick you up at the airport with some Starbucks, drive you to, to Loretta's. I'm sure you'll want to get a rental car. It's good to me now. Rent a car. Anyway, I'll be your white slave. I'll wear my cargo pants. You'll have extra pockets. Do whatever you want, man. Sexual stuff aside. Of Fuck course. you. But, uh, Sexual yeah, side man, stuff. Just come to Loretta's. Let's do some shows, man. I don't like know, I said, bro. Be- I'm trying. I'm looking into it. I looked into tickets. Uh, how much is it? Uh, it's like it's not that bad. It's like five hundred bucks, dude. It's gonna be pretty sick with all those vet dudes there. I know, I know. It's Keith, gonna be pretty. And, I mean, imagine uh, like me and you taking Ouija Spot announcing the vet race. Yeah, Kiefer's gonna be there. And Would that not be sick? Carabinos and Lars and <laughs> and Seth and all these dudes, dude. It's gonna be epic. Be great. So, you bitch. Later. <laughs> hey, good evening, guys. Just uh, finishing up last week's show and. You're playing the voicemail of the guy from Southwick who's really upset. Yeah, Phil. That might be Jack Nicholson, uh, if you listen closely. kind of sounds like him. Anyway, I just wanted to shed some light on the fact that uh, you guys, Weimer and uh, Steve, maybe you've experienced it, but when you're a hardcore fan like me and Jack Nicholson, you want to see the race. And it's a constant battle, people trying to stand in front of you and I guess you, you got to just get up there and claim your spot. I get that, but I I can relate with his frustration. It's happened to me every time you go to the Nationals. You know, you take your time, you get set up, you bring your kids and all your stuff, and you yeah. some dude who hops the fence runs and jumps right in front of you. You know, and there's six inches between you and the fence. And so I get it. Um, I'm, I'm sure you guys get it too, but I thought you would understand him a little more than it sounds like you do. Well, anyway, uh, I mean, just wanted to comment on that guy. It was refreshing to hear somebody else that was frustrated because yeah. I get frustrated too with those knuckleheads. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is for for Phil's problem. Phil, right? What was his name? Southwick guy. Anyway, Greek show. Thanks again. This is the outsider, but I'm not in Canyon Lake anymore. I'm in Tampa Valley, so maybe I'll see Kiefer farting around up here. Have a good night, guys. Peace. 
the fly embargo, it's pretty much like a your driver's side car seat full of horse shit. Don't get it. Don't understand it. You should promote that stuff, create anticipation. I almost want to go Boston Tea Party on your ass and, like, tip over. Actually, not even tip over. Take the gear off the hangers and leave it on the floor of my local shop. But they've hooked me up. Awesome company. But seriously, release it and create anticipation so I mean, people I can look forward to the new product line coming out. I get it. I'm not, I'm not as passionate as this guy, but... Hey, Steve. Uh, just, I mean... I thought maybe do a uh, podcast with Destry Abbott. I mean, honestly, though, if you got this many people talking about it, they're doing something right, right? Yeah, there's that point, too. I mean, yeah. if you're fucking hate, if you got people calling on the radio show right. fucking hating, what the fuck is this? That means they're fucking waiting for this fly stuff to come out. Yeah. So, I mean, whether it's bad hype or good hype... You got the hype. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Nate, what's up, man? How are you? Nate. Hey. What's up, bro? So I just finished up. I'm a week behind. I just finished up the show with King where he lost it when he did the voice of Supercross guy with the uh, Leopard Seal uh, announcement from Arvin Muskin. Yeah, you want to hear it again? No, well, I, rem- I have an idea for you. My, uh, Well, didn't that same guy do uh, the Seven Deuce Deuces voicemail? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking you were saying how cheap he is to get done, so I'd be willing to pay like a hundred bucks, and I bet other people would too. If you put it on your website as a product and could sell his services to do people's voicemails, what do you think? Not a bad idea, actually. Um, I should ask that guy, huh? Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be your first customer. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. That would be pretty sick, actually. Uh, and, too, uh, and, uh, and too bad, Nate. We're going to hear it right now. And now, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Red Bull KTM from France, two-time world champion, the Leopard Seal, Marvin Muskan. <laughs> there we go. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to ask him, Nate. I'm, I'm not really going to – we don't need to make money off it. You know what I mean? Like – as far as the pulp world and stuff, we're doing fine, but it would help him out, and, and he'd be down with it, and maybe he would do our stuff for free or something if we got him a few a few dollars from, from you guys. So, um, yeah, I might, I might look into that. That's not a bad idea, Nate. Good job. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for all the content. No worries. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Let's go to voicemail. Dude is an animal. Well, he's a manimal. Um, Destry Abbott pod. Yeah. One bad dude in, in the desert. You know, Paulie's been you know a bad dude in motocross, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least in the local Arizona scene, but I'm sure everywhere else. It, um, but for a couple of decades, you know, huge pro, factory rider, all around badass, and then kicking cancer's ass and still going. And then now with J Bone, JG, or, you know, J Bone with uh, the Surfer Cross. So just a thought, man. Be awesome. What is, yeah. How does Desi Abbott? Working with J-Bone and Surfer Cross. I don't know. Me neither. Marks? I got nothing. Okay. Obamex, hello. I got a sprocket from Vortex. I got a chain from EK. I got spokes from W. And I got a rim from BTO Sports and got a discount on every single item. Thank you, Obamex. There we go, bro. That's what listening does. Listening, pays to listen, bros. 
That's all for voicemails. It's your birthday, birthday. <laughs> you're 30, you're 30. 30, you're 30. It's your birthday, birthday. Um, all right, that's a wrap, bro. Uh, all right, first thing that pops to your mind, bro. Are you ready? Yep. BTOsports.com. Tyler and Ticknap. Fly Racing. Absolutely epic 2018 gear. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. I need some wheels. Okay. Race Tech Suspension. Um, Michael Essie. And engines. What? And engines? Yeah. Didn't know. Vortex Racing. Best sprockets there is. Gear Alloy. Mm, still need wheels. Roost MX. A-Ray. Pivot Works. I need to order some shit. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. If you wear X-Brands, you won't win. X-Brand Goggles. <laughs> Brock Tickle. Michelin Starcross 5. I used to run them when I was a kid. Not Starcross 5s, but Michelins. Oh, Michelins, right. yeah. Works Connection. Um, I absolutely love the black clutch, clutch lever. Really? Yep. Okay. Uh, FMF. Um, Ryan Villapoto when he ran it with no sticker. That's <laughs> no, better than nothing. Um, <laughs> Atlas neck brace. Jason Anderson getting landed on. W wheels. Oh, those carbon fiber hubs. EK chains. Gold. Guts racing. There's this one dude I seen with this fucking huge tall seat foam that was had a guts racing. They make foam for anything, bro. I mean, it was anything like, you need. It was like a seat foam, like you've never like. Was it? This Jeff was Loop? like a Travis was it Jeff Loop, like a Travis Preston tall seat foam. There you go. Get can do it, bro. Uh get guts guts racing can do it. Uh, get data. Um, a little flashing light on the starting gate. Ride engineering. My brother bent a set of triple clamps at Supercross because he crashed so hard. Wow, that is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Uh, Grandstone boots. Style. Style. Uh, Trey Kennard, Christian Craig, Josh Hansen, Donnie Hansen, Josh Moseman, all on board with us. Uh, the Noof, uh, screw you. F you, Noof. Right? <laughs> Fucking Noof. Supposed to be a guest. Really, bro? Yeah, yeah really, bro. Really? F you, dude. Yeah. Like, we get you, right. we Poop, get you an invite to the 125 Classic at Washington. Yeah, I pulled some strings. Pulled strings. And you can't even answer a damn phone call, Noof? What an asshole. Oh, yeah. not happy yeah, right now. You know now. what? My friendship's over with him. Not happy. Hey, fuck off. I'm actually taking his invite back. I'm going to give it back to Will Hahn. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, thanks Will to Hahn. our sponsors. <laughs> I, I really wish that was one drop you did not have, by the way. <laughs> I think that's my favorite one, actually. It's funny you say that. We, uh, we're going to put the rap song for your birthday on our bonus pod, right? On the app? Yeah, if that's what you want to do. Or, we or can drop, do or a drop, or something. I don't know, whatever you want. It's kind of long like, for Right, drop. that's what I'm saying. So yeah, put, we'll on put it on bonus. Spot. Bonus, yeah. yeah right. It's going to be my ringtone. So. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to uh, thanks to Swisscore for his work. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie for the delicious snacks. I just want everybody to know with that rap Good song nation. that we literally came up with that in 45 minutes, and we spit that completely live. I like how he's saying we. We spit it completely live. I had my backup. And I was beatboxing, and I had the backup 
tracks. Like, that was completely live freestyle first time. Bah. Like, you know what it was? You know what it was? What? Your Dre, I'm Pac. <gasps> California Love. Ugh. Same thing. Absolutely. Inglewood, Inglewood. At what point do you die? <laughs> In Vegas. <laughs> let me go down to uh, just Harmon. Let me go down to Harmon and Flamingo, I think. Right? Oh. Paradise and Flamingo? Yeah, something like that. What was it? Um, what was that? <laughs> What's <was> that noise? <laughs> He's all jumpy now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks to thanks to you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week is uh, uh, Jimmy Albertson and Jason Thomas. Oh, right there! Wow, a twofer. Wow. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, have fun at Washougal, everybody. Uh, again, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Travis Marks, happy birthday! Thanks, bro. And it's uh, your birthday, 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 birthday. You thirty, you thirty. I like thick cheese. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Crushing your creed